Welcome to the PropMX.com show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, BOGK Dub Kenny Watson, and Tits Legendary, screening your calls and bringing you the BTOSports.com motocross news. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome to the Pulp MX Show, brought to you by BTOSports.com, the number one mail order place in the whole wide world. I'm Steve Mathis, your host. With me, as usual, is my co-host, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? How's it going there, buddy? I'm good. Everything good? Everything is fantastic. Five, four more races and then poolside. Yeah. The summer. Well, we'll t- we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, not not a couple good weekends for the Hart and Huntington team. Dude, yeah, we're good, dude. We're okay, good. we're good. All we're right. Good. Uh, I didn't realize the goal was to do what you're doing. Um, after after the last couple of weeks, I'm I'm happy we're still out there. All right. Okay. And uh, and with us reading the news and uh, answering the phones and. Uh, just a jack of all trades is none other than Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? I feel good about this. This is a go. Right on. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming this week. You should turn on my microphone. It's on. Is it? Yeah. I can't hear me. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, well, never mind then. I can't hear him. How's that? Oh, there it goes. Yeah. I can't hear all him. All right. How are you, Tits? I'm, I can't hear I'm Tits, fine. but I like it like that. Leave it off. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> Hey, the Pulp MX Show brought to you uh, by BTOSports.com. X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, O'Neill Kicker, Jason Jones from Kicker. He was said, there this weekend. The whole Kicker team was at the race. I was awesome told to have me, him there. Told me, you know, they're not in as a full sponsor. They're in as a smaller associate sponsor of us. Oh, really? Told me that uh, gets more people telling them about how they're on this show than, than places that he spent way more money at. Jason. So I told him, I'll hit you up next year. Jason, <laughs> come on, bud. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, so, good guy, though. One of the good guys. Always a great guy. Dude, uh, you right? know what? I've known of Jason for a long time. Never really met him. I got introduced yeah. to Jason through uh, uh, a place that he does business with in Vegas called uh, Divine One uh-huh. Customs. And uh, Misha, the guy that owns the place, is a really good friend of mine. And he hooked me up with Jason. And, you know, we had a little bumpy road at the beginning. but you we did? worked things. Yeah, a little oh. bit. But it wasn't on my end. It was through a lot of... Uh, Right. Uh, how am I going to put this through an outside company that was representing us? They didn't really overpromised, and the guys weren't too pumped. But we worked right. it all out, and it, it worked out to be a match made in heaven for both of us. Luckily, I underpromised this show, so yeah. um, well, uh, that's uh, something that you do and I don't. I like to uh, underpromise and overdeliver on everything. I there do. we go. That's the Kenny Watson that I know and love. Exactly. Um, no, I've known him for since '99 when when Ferry was sponsored by him. And uh, what, dude, can we try to do this whole show without you saying something about Ferry? <laughs> we can try. Okay. Although with Yogi coming on, could be tough. Okay. Our guest tonight, Ezra Yogi Lust. You can say time. my. You can say my guy though. Okay. You can say my guy. Seven-time Supercross winner Ezra Yogi Lusk is coming on. He's training Davey Millsap, so we'll get his take on that as well as uh, his, hey guy, can his we illustrious talk to the, career. Uh, the engineer, I cannot hear anything in my headphones. Not one thing. Okay. How's that? I can't hear anything. How's that? Can Testicles? you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah we can perfectly. hear you fine. All right. I can't, I can't hear you guys. I can hear you talking there, but I can't hear you through the microphone. Test. 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 
Can you hear me? I, I can Check. hear you talking, Check. but I can't hear you through the headphones. That's not what I'm asking you. Check. Where's the engineer at, man? <laughs> How's that? Is that better there for you? I can't for hear you. Check. I can hear you talking through there, but I cannot Check. hear you through these. Check. Check. We have mechanical difficulties here. <laughs> there you go, buddy. How's hey! that? Hey! There we go. Zing. See, with mechanical Here's the problem, Kenny. <laughs> the headset that you never grab... <laughs> okay, it's actually your headset that says Kenny. Dude, it's you're marked a Kenny. Douchebag, dude. It's marked Watson. It's Why marked do you Kenny? always have an excuse for everything? It's not an excuse. Oh, you just it. grabbed the wrong headset. My bad. But what's tits, tits. How's your guy, dude? He always has a comeback. <laughs> like it's I'm my. F- at, at the end of the day, it's always my fault. You grabbed the wrong headset, for the record. But you do that all the time, so I should be prepared for that. You my sh- bad. You should know better. You've I been should. Doing this for them for over. He does a year not grab now. the Kenny Watson headset. Anyways. Uh, hey, you can make it hey. really easy when I show up. Just have one sitting up here instead of two. Well, what if Pookie wants to come up? So I always leave that open. Well, one. you put it on the floor so the dogs can chew on it. All right. Uh, also on the show, Jason Wygant from Racer X. Who's that? He's an editor at Racer X. And Kyle Bentley's coming on. IT uh, I know, I test know. coordinator. I know, I know who that guy is. Yep. And as well, Jason Thomas, late addition to the show. JT is going to come on. Who's that? BTOsports.com, BBMX rider, Jason Thomas. I have no idea. He will be on at the, the last. We're going to start off. I know you don't know. We're going to start off with. Uh, what does he have to say? What, what's he coming up for? Just to give you an update on the season and what's going on? Or is he just, does he have some, something he wants to get out? Yeah, both. Because we are a breaking show. You ask Matt, Matt Bonnie comes around. and Oh, poor Matt Bonnie, though. Dude, I felt bad for the dude. Fib, fib. Compound. Dude, I, I, I went in like. I, I like, you know, when I have a rider, it's not like they're just a rider. We, there's a bond there that comes, you know. You become oh, cool. there is. Deegan, Sheik. Every, every yeah. guy I work for, they could either love me or hate me, but it's right. still at the end of the day. I care about the dudes. And, dude, I, I seen him crash, and it didn't look good. And, you know, I was on my way back, and I stopped into the truck, the medic's truck, and they had him on the stretcher, and I knew he was there all by himself. And I just threw it out there if Matt needed anything or, you mm-hmm. know, that I'm there for him. And, yeah. dude, I could see that the guy was really upset. And, I mean – you can say what you want about Matt Bonney or any riders, but you got to feel bad for these guys when they put all this heart and effort yeah, into it, absolutely. and then they get broke off. You know what I mean? It's like you know, you know what I think about. I think a little bit about like uh, like guys like Matt Bonney. He's not making any money. He's not no, getting rich no. out there, and you know he's got bills and he's got things to pay. And now he's effed and he's injured himself. And I mean, it's, you it's heard a him. cruel sport, man. You heard him on the show when we had him on a couple few weeks ago. Him making the two grand or three grand a weekend that he was making. Just racing yeah. every weekend was helping him pay his bills, yeah. and now that's taken away from him. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think, think it's kind of like a, it sucks for these guys that are in that position because they don't have no they don't have no insurance program no. if they get hurt. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what do you do? Yeah, you're what right. What do you do? Uh, it's it's bad deal. Matt Bonney, get well soon uh, from Kenny Watson and myself. Bob uh, Gnarly, suck it up, bud. Uh, I tweeted that if anybody could come up from a broken tip fib, it's Bob Gnarly, but. He he didn't come out for the LCQ or the main. Yeah, um, I think it was uh, it was compound. Yeah, I know it was. Yeah. Dude, that thing was spun around. I, I was talking to Tony. He was in. Like, I didn't see him crash. I seen him yeah. laying on the ground. I didn't see the crash. And I crashed. seen the leg that was spun around. And I'm like, I don't think that that guy's he's that limber. Yeah. And I seen Tony, and he just had his head down. And I'm like, Is he, what what's the deal? He's like, oh, it's bad, right. dude. It's bad. Right. He broke his leg. He had to. I, I felt bad uh, for those yeah. dudes. No, bad deal for sure. So uh, hey. Um, don't forget on our show, sponsor our or help our sponsors out, and uh, we'll sponsor us too. Don't forget Stitcher.com. The show will be available tomorrow. iTunes as well uh, on the archive tonight. I don't know when it's going to get on iTunes and Stitcher because our, our main tech guy, Swizzle, is in vacation in Florida. Good chance that he's still drunk or uh, doing nothing. And so I'm not sure when the show is going to get up. But like I said, we've got uh, 
We've got those guests coming on, and we have, uh, let's, we'll talk some Supercross. But before we get to that, let's get to an exciting contest that we're doing here, Kenny. Oh, boy. I'm at the edge of my seat right now. I can just barely wait to hear this one. All right. You want the intro? You got an intro? Sure do. All right. Yeah, way to, way to surprise them, tits. <laughs> I like it. There you go. I like it. Let's, let's, uh, let's go <laughs> Dude, out on that, the, too. What am I working with here, man? <laughs> I like it. Okay, the Pulp MX contest. So you think that you like the show and you think that you want to come on and debate myself and Kenny, Kenneth P.Q. Watson, about the finer points of Supercross? Well, now you can. Now here's your chance. We are going to have a contest to come into the studio, i.e. my house here in Las Vegas, and you can sit in on a show um, of whatever weekend works out for you and for us. So it's open for uh, really any time, uh, nationals or whatever, or in a couple weeks, whatever works out. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to open a contest for one month, one month, tits. The winner will be the guy who writes in a maximum of 500-word essay Single-spaced, aerial font, size 12. Correct. This is what we, we want to pay attention. We're, this will be up on, a, on the site later today so you can see it in, for yourself. But we need people who are intelligent and people who are witty. So we're, we're, we're weeding some of those out. Single-spaced, aerial font, size 12. Uh, why they are the biggest Pulp MX show fan. So if you're a super fan of the show, you want to come on and sit next to Kenny and witness his genius and his brilliance that we do every Monday night. Let me ask you a question. So are you, are we paying for flights and hotels for them to come out here? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, you're doing the hotel. You're going to stay at the luxurious H hotel, the holiday Inn, um, Las Vegas. We are going to fly you airfare and a rental car. They need a rental car for three days and two nights. And this, what weekend is this? Uh, <laughs> It's up uh, in the air. Up Depend- in the air. Whatever Depends weekend works, what works out. Yeah. Whatever works out. Okay. So. Um, Perfect. It's, and then it's if open you're here- to only North American people only. Yeah, exactly. And if you're here for the weekend, maybe you could even have a, I'll let you hang out with me for like 10 minutes at the, at the cabana. Well, we were wondering, Kenny, the winner might, as well as getting to sit in, they might get a tour of the race shop. Uh, that's going to be a tough one just because we're moving. Okay. All right. So you may or may not get a, get a, a, a tour of the race shop. We're going to put, we're going to post the essays on Pulp MX. I'll give them a, I'll give them a tour of my local, uh, RNT, my rub and tug, mm-hmm. my massage place. <laughs> okay. Well, that's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to have, make you uh, feel real good. Listen, <laughs> we rub you long time. Uh, <laughs> the top five essays will be chosen by myself and tits. And, and Kenny, if he cares. Not me, because I don't give a shit. Okay. Just come hang out. Fantastic. Five es- f- three or five essays that we post on Pulp MX. The fans will get a chance to read them. Everyone can weigh in on this. We might even have the semifinalists on the show to plead their case one more time. I think Gigi and should pick the winner. I, I don't want to hear that name ever again. Ever again. <laughs> um, the final decision will indeed rest with myself, Tits, and again, if he cares, Kenny. Uh, so two nights. Three days, two nights stay in Las Vegas. We're not giving you spending money, but we are giving you a flight, a rental car, and a hotel. And you'll For be one sitting person? In, yep, one person. And you will be sitting in on a recording of a Pulp MX show on a Monday night. So, 
I, I think I think what we need to step up, and it has to be for two, because most people have a partner if they're married or they have a girlfriend or a buddy. I think two. it has to be it two. has to be for two. It has to be for two. Are, How many are, people are going to go on no, vacation? Are, are, are you going to flip for the other uh, yeah. airfare? Yeah, I'll pay for the second part of the airfare. Other than that, it shouldn't make any difference <laughs> to you, Steve. No, I don't care. I just don't okay. think it's in it the has budget. To be for I really two. don't think it's in the budget. Dude, That's what's a, another three hundred dollars, bud? When you're making like fifty grand a show it, like it, we are. You're gonna have to pay for a room anyway, and you have to pay for uh, no, the a car anyway. The Listen, only difference is tits, the airfare. Tits. Hey. Tits. He talks back lately. Can he can he, he say back foot lately? For it. He's been talking back I, a lot. He's getting I, my back though, so hey, I'm kinda Yeah, yeah, so you're okay with that. I was gonna say I think Kenny has a point. That's why I'm voicing my Okay, there you go, Tits. How's that? Um all right. Um So airfare for two. Airfare for two. A rental car, three-day – are you sorry, Tits? Do you apologize? Dude, don't put Tits on a hang. Don't put him on a timeout because we cannot afford him to walk out right now. <laughs> he's got his <laughs> iPad, mid, too, already. Not <laughs> mid-show. and Plus, he's already been uh, paid, and then the, then we'll have to answer the phones. What did we buy him again, Kenny? A, fr- a freaking – one of the pads. <laughs> a pad. <laughs> That's close enough. Hey, so anyways. Uh, we bought him an iPad, all right? Flight for two to Las Vegas. A rental car, three-day, two-night stay. Uh, guys like Moser, Nash, Swisscore, if you're a Pulpamex super fan, unfortunately you're out. I don't want any shenanigans, people crying foul mm-hmm. on this thing. So uh, we're going to open it for a month. I'll put this release up uh, on the site probably tomorrow. And uh, get busy. Get busy. Single-spaced, aerial font, size 12. Did you mention that it's only open to Amer- residents of the United States? I what, said what North part, America. What, what part? North, North, North America. North America. Right. So no Canada. Not Canada, just just America. Canada is part of North. America. I know it is, but I just think no Canadians. We you know what? You know what? If we're doing two flights, it's more money. No Canadians. I just called it. Ooh. Yeah. No Canadians. <laughs> He's coming around, dude. No, He's clipping his own country. Dude. All right, dude. Now, now we're talking. Flights bud. are expensive, man. America only. Yep. These colors don't run. <laughs> and that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Uh. Uh, voice. He's, dude, he's <laughs> tripping right now. He can't even uh, believe he said that. Let's, That's let's get, awesome. Let's get to some uh, emails right now and voicemails. Uh, Kip sent this in. Oh, Kip. I noticed in the replays of the Mathis incident that he dubbed it. Idiot fans were jumping up and down cheering. This is the James and Reed thing from uh, this past weekend. I also noticed the same last year when RV crashed in St. Louis, breaking his leg. My question is, do we really need fans like this who obviously can't relate to the sport and just want to see somebody get effed up? Kip? I'm sorry, but that's part of the game. Hey, you know what? You ever go to a football game and see some guy get laid out over the middle, and the dude, everyone jumps up and cheers and cheers, Yeah. but then they find out the guy's paralyzed, and they're like, oh, my God. No, it's oh. part of the game. I mean, it is what I, it is. I, I you go to a hockey game. We go to a hockey game, some guy gets laid out. It's just the way it is, man. Exactly. Kit, it's the way it is. If, hey, you, uh, if you don't like it, try golf. Uh, I mean, you know these guys personally, as do I. We don't want to see them get hurt. We just talked about it, but that's part of the – Part of the game. Hey, it's like it's I like gladiators, said. man. You buy your, you spend a ticket, you spend your money, you do whatever you want. Hey, like I always said, these guys know what they're getting into when they throw their legs over their bike. Like they take that chance of getting hurt, and they this is what they've done in their whole life, and that's what they choose to do, man. Uh, Jason said this, and I have to agree with Watson, who gives a shit. Steve Cox sounds like a trivial little bitch. He lost a fan. I unfollowed him. <laughs> this other guy is giving what the sport needs, more exposure. This is really nitpicking. Good job, you guys. Love the show. Uh, Johnny said, uh, I'm sure Jesus loves Steve Cox, but the rest of us think he's an asshole. I know he's your boy and all, but please keep that pretentious effort off the air. I can't bear to listen to him, and every show I have to sit through with that blowhard 
makes me a fraction less of a Pulp fan. And that's a travesty because Pulp is the stuff. No, seriously, it fills a void that's been missing from Moto all these years. Oh, and tell Kenny I said, what up, punk, from Dirt Ramper. Hey, when you started Pulp, did you ha- ever have any idea you'd have this type of an effect on people? No. Uh, I don't know. No, he he wants to think. A void in your life. Hey, let me ask you a question. Let me ask this question. That's amazing. Do you ever, when you started this show, did you ever think with Paul Lindsay? With Paul Lindsay, did you ever think that, let's say that you and Paul were doing the show and I still didn't come around? Right. Do you think you'd have this effect of the show where it is right now? No. You don't. No. I think it was a good show. I think the show's needed. I love the DMXS guys. But they don't, they don't do what we do and what my plan was to do. Let me ask you a question. And so what? I'm cutting you off right now because yeah. you just are being an idiot. But let me ask you a question. <laughs> oh, now it's Tits and Kenny gang up on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you like yeah. it. Hey, uh, yeah, let me ask how come Alex. when I Twittered those guys about, hey, let's, let me come to your show. That would be fun. You're all, I want to do it too. Why can't you just let me have my own glory? What are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. When I Twitter the DMXX guys, and I said, oh oh you said yeah, you're going to have come, me on yeah right, and right. you're all like I want to come on too I just thought it was funny yeah, yeah I mean well, I'm on there a lot I don't care you are yeah then I, I don't want to go on it then okay um, <laughs> hey this email's from Steve what's up what's up with CBS and Stewart they might as well have called it the James Stewart is God show with the subtitle Supercross Racing they spent so much time talking about how great James is and made it look like he loved to go to autograph signings which we all know is BS. Never a mention of his arrest. They hardly even mentioned the rest of the guys. What the F, Mathis. I agree. I can't believe they didn't mention the rest on the show. Hey, you know what's crazy? I can't believe they didn't mention it. I'm not saying they need to go like, hey, you know, like here, here's what happened and here's crime scene. Fo-. But they need to say, hey, James had a little run-in with the law this week. But they did on the spe- – the, if you – I know, on the speed report. Did, what about Despain? Did he say something? Despain did say – what looks even worse was Ralph Shaheen, who announces the Supercross races, talked about it. On the speed report. Well, I think maybe that Feld guys didn't want. That of course, on. because I think Feld. Of course. I, I mean, I'm but gonna, it's brutal. I'm going to come say this, and 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 I liked the Feld guys. I like Dave Prater, Ooh. and I like. That was a good shot. Todd yeah. Gendro. Yeah. And I consider those guys my friend, but I consider there's Prater been a, a lot friend. of shit going on with Supercross athletes. Uh, you know, in in the in the limelight, like mm-hmm. you know, this whole James thing. You know how, and then, and I don't know if you know this, but there was a there was. A, a a guy that j- drove uh, one of the guy's buses for one of the factory riders in the pits that got arrested Friday night or Thursday night in the pits. 16 FBI f- federal agents came into the pits with their guns drawn, arrested this guy, pulled him out of the motorhome, and the guy had about f- 12 accounts of child molesting against him, fraud. Like, he was a wanted guy around the country. Right. And that's just more drama coming under the umbrella of Feld Supercross. Well, uh, yes. If that's in the newspaper, this what? so-and-so arrested. He was driving. Yeah, no, I a, got you. I and, just, and I just think that there's so much bullshit going on that they don't want to get that bad press. Like, this is a bad deal. Like, this is a right. family sport. This is a family deal. So all of a sudden, our top rider in our sport is getting arrested. He's on, you know, yeah. the news getting arrested. TMZ and, and then else. not even a week, not even four days later, one of another of the top, you know, riders, his bus driver's getting arrested for, you know, molesting little boys. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think it's looking too good, man. I really well, don't. I, I mean, the, the motorhome guy, I don't know much about it. I know a little bit. 
it's kind of a non-story to me. I mean, because he's not going to get in the news anyways. He's I don't not, think he's it's a, a, I don't think a, it's a, I don't think it's a big story. But what I do think is a big story when you have the feds rolling into the supercross. Oh pit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, all lit I mean, up with their guns drawn inside the supercross pits. That's news. That's right, something right, going on right. in our sport that a lot of people don't know. So if you don't think it's a big deal, I think you better you know I go just, back and look I mean, again because it is a big deal. Okay, it's hurting our sport. Um, all these people getting arrested, and it is. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. If James Stewart was a NASCAR driver and he got arrested for that, do you think he would be penalized to race or get fined or something? Yeah, You're no, damn they well. have they have a personal You're conduct. You're damn well. Well, but okay. Because NASCAR has a personal conduct policy in place. Every sport does. Well, if you're not going to enforce it with other guys in the past, you can't choose to enforce it with James Stewart. I I, I agree. I'm not saying. So, any, I'm not saying. I mean, I'm with you. I'm not saying they should do anything like that to James. Because my whole deal on the whole thing with James did is it's something that we've all done stupid things, and a lot of us never got caught. Right. He just did. And like I said last week, I hope to God it's not true. Maybe he was just doing something and having fun. Right. And, and I, just knowing James enough as I do, I think that if he knew that th- this would have happened, uh-huh. I just don't think he really knew the circumstances if he got uh, in trouble, how much trouble he would get in. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing that, uh, that he did it. I can't, uh, I can't believe that he wouldn't do that. You know, when you're, when you're in the limelight and you have so much money and you're, you are targeted, you've you got to walk a finer line than, say, Kenneth P. Watson. Well, let me ask you a but question. I just can't believe he did it. But well, hey, I can't, uh, The AMA, they enforced it on J-Law. Multiple infractions, though, with J-Law. Multiple things going on. And charged with a felony. I don't believe James has been charged with a felony. I'm not defending. I'm just saying you can't all of a sudden step in and, and do something to James. I, I'm, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying James in general. I'm right. saying anybody. I think there needs to be – if these guys want to be treated like other athletes and they want to yeah. get paid like other athletes, right. they, need to, hey, they that, need to obey that by the rules. That is a friggin' excellent point. I know it is. <laughs> that, that's why that's an excellent point. That's why I'm saying it. Right. These guys yeah. want to be respected yeah. like no, athletes. You want the money. They want to talk you, shit. Yeah. Like, I know so many of these athletes and riders that race supercross, motocross, action sports athletes that will watch a, a football game or a baseball game, and they'll go, those guys are so out of shape. Those guys aren't athletes. We're right. athletes. Right. You know? Right. And, and, and I'm going to battle with it. I'm going to use this. Last week, TJ Lavin and myself and Hart went to dinner. We're at Hooters. Oh, nice classy establishment. Exactly. That's where yeah. we roll. <laughs> and we're watching a baseball game. And I was telling the story to TJ about, because I'm a baseball guy, how I was in Salt Lake City like two years ago with Kerry. Mm-hmm. And I go, what do you, he goes, I got to get to the airport. I got to be in Pittsburgh tomorrow. TJ. And I'm like, so no, heart. Heart, sorry. And I'm like, what for? He goes, ah, dude, I got to go just playing this stupid softball game. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even thinking nothing. Right. So I go, all right. So I drop him off at the airport. The next day, I'm home, and the home run derby's on, yeah. right, for the All-Star game. Yeah, yeah. So I watch the home run derby, and they go, yeah, this, and I go around, yeah, I got yeah. the TV on, celebrity softball game, starting in right field, number 13 <laughs> for the National League, <laughs> Kerry Hart. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> what? And I'm, freaking, softball. <laughs> and I'm freaking out, like, right. Kerry, why wouldn't you tell me this, yeah. you know? He goes, dude, I didn't think it was that big a deal. I go, dude, he had Goose Gossage on his right. team, yeah, Dave yeah. Winfield, Raleigh yeah. Fingers, Bo Jackson, <laughs> like Hall of Fame baseball players. He yeah. goes, dude, they're so out of shape. So we start talking in Hartsall. I want to do this deal, a TV show called 50-50. You take a football player, a baseball player, a basketball player, a hockey player, and a motocross rider or an action sports athlete, yeah. and you go to every one of their disciplines. 
you go play football, you, you get hit by right. a, a linebacker, right. and then you have a linebacker throw, throw a try, to, yeah. try to roll in on a ramp. You have some guy try to ride a motorcycle, right, right, right. and you do 50% <laughs> of everything. And right. then you see at the end yeah. who's the best yeah, athlete. You're, you're going to get carnage. Uh, uh, um, no, um, yeah. It's, uh, Dude, I had two cups of coffee today, and yeah, I you're, you're fired up. No, bad. listen, you, got, you make a point. I, I mean, I just don't think you can suspend James or, or punish James at all. Just all of a sudden at random. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't think you can do that right. to James. But yeah. there has to be a, lo- a line drawn. Now, yeah, coming forward, like say at the beginning of 2012. That's the problem, is because the riders don't have a union. Well, let me tell you this, Kenny. Who's in charge? Who's in charge right now? Who, who would who would make that policy? Who would enforce it? And it well, the thing is, tell me who. John Gallagher probably would try oh, to do it. You think Gallagher would do it? You think Feld, I is, think Feld I, is going to say, yeah, go ahead? I think that they, they should do it. But on the other side, I'm not, the riders need to have some kind of union wow. or someone yeah. that could go to bat for them. Yeah. And if they wanted to appeal it, they can appeal it. Yeah. There needs to be uh, some kind of a union. I think that these guys make enough money if they said, okay, we're going to take 5% out of each one of your guys' purse for the year. Right. And put that into a fund to pay one if it's a lawyer right. or one individual guy that yeah. he could represent them yeah. in that if anything went down. I, that's all I'm saying. Excellent points. It's been talked about for 20 years. Don't I know. know if it'll ever happen. Well, I was um, there when the, when the with Eichel and they, and they tried oh, to yeah. they tried to kick him out. Like I remember, they came up to him. Roy Jansen says, "If you do not stop this right now, you will be escorted off property." Yeah, there you go. I believe there's something that you sign that says you cannot form a group or whatever. But I, yeah. I, Listen, it's a it's a failed show. They're running the show. Gallagher doesn't have a whole lot of say. When it comes to Vince Freeze, sure he does. When it comes to James Stewart, he's got nothing. So um, that's the yeah. Way it well, goes. this just so. like I said, believe me, Jude. I don't care if you like James Stewart or you don't like James Stewart. If you're a James fan or you're not, James Stewart did what every one of us has done growing up. He did something that he thought it was in fun, and you know what? It backfired on him. And you know what? I personally think that James is smart enough, and, and, I, and I know he's smart enough. He comes from a good enough family to know he didn't know the reper- repercussions of what was going to happen to him if he got in trouble. Yeah, I, I really don't, don't yeah. think, like Rollo, the guy that was with him, did, did, I, don't, I, know, I know for a fact if he thought that if he hid that whatever it was, the lights or yeah, whatever, light that he was going to get prosecuted as a felony, that thing would have been left on the dashboard, and they would have just got pulled yeah. over, and James would have... Well, I, I actually, uh, funny you say that. I got an email from a cop that just retired in Florida, 15, 15 years on the force. Yeah. And I don't know if this is true. It could not even, Maybe the guy wasn't even a cop or anything. They said if James had pulled over when the dude flashed the badge, it probably would have happened. Nothing would have happened. You know, they pulled up on a dude, the guy flashed the badge, and they took off. That is what did it for him, taking off. That was more serious than just okay. pulling over and be like, hey, oops, sorry, ha, ha, So I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, excellent points, though, Kenneth. Um, you're on it today. Well, I just I, – you know what? I, I just uh, – you know, I, I feel bad for James just because, I mean, he has a lot on his plate right now, dude. I mean, he's used to winning. He hasn't won since Anaheim. It's crazy. And he, you know, he, he took over full control of his team. He had yeah. this thing go down. You know, with the law. Yeah. He's and, crashing. And, and, and he's, he's crashing. <laughs> he has, you know, every week it seems like something's going on with him. Yeah. You know, he had that incident happen with Chad and the Whoops, and that was a total accident. It wasn't like he, you know, people yeah. are saying, oh, he's a hazard. James Stewart, a hazard, is the biggest joke I've heard. That guy is one of the best riders in Supercross ever. And you know what? He's having hard times right now. And he's in a show that he's a true champion by working through this. Because most guys will just throw in the towel and say, screw it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go back and look at the days 
with Lachine and guys like that that have had issues in their life. I'm not saying by any means that uh, James Stewart is is in the same category as Ron Lachine, but I'm not with with Lachine's incidents and James's. It's two different deals. But at the end of the day, they both have issues with the law. Their 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 careers are on. Th- and look what the, the route that would happen with Lachine. He turned right. Well, James is going to stay on track. Yeah, you I don't know think that. You, you can't compare. Yeah, no, you no, can't. Yeah. But I'm saying some people this is get foolish, caught up. Uh, some some people James, get yeah. caught up in it and they don't rebound. Yeah. And what I'm trying to get at is, you could guarantee James Stewart will yeah. rebound no, and absolutely. he'll be this, back on this, top. This is something that in a month or two won't be will be forgotten about. I just hope. I really hope that when it's all said and done, and James has a probation or a fine or whatever goes on, I hope he comes out and either on this show, on DMXS, on a podcast, wherever, comes out and says, hey, I effed up. I'm sorry. It's cool. Whatever. Dude, you know he will. He's a class act. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. I I mean, he is a good guy. He's a great guy. He's funny as shit. I just, I think he's got terrible PR. So, that's all. I think he I think he needs to for his fans and his sponsors to do, Dude, do people to do love a, it when you hit, a, when you when you apologize and come up look at all these celebrities that come out and screw up and they come on they be like hey man I'm Jay, sorry I, I can mark I I could you could take this to the bank okay and if it does not happen I will be thoroughly surprised you I will cash your check yes okay I think James Stewart will do some kind of charity work for the police department right. or I hope so. for 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 the kids or do something right because I don't he's not a bad guy and no, I just man. think like he is the type of guy that maybe he doesn't realize how important he is to people right. and what he he is a, a very strong influence on a lot of people off the motorcycle as well on the motorcycle you know you can point and, and you can point to Chad Reed and his emergence as a popular rider and as a fan's choice for many people because he's come out and he talks to people and he admits it and he's a, he's a personable guy. And I would dare to find anybody who used to think Chad was a dick and they're, they're, out, they're out there who now think Chad is. Well, do you remember at the, like, the beginning of the year where some guy called up and said, I hate Chad Reed? Yeah. I hate Chad Reed. I, I go, you don't that. know yeah, Chad yeah, yeah, Reed. Yeah, yeah. How could you hate anybody if you don't know yeah. them personally? No. You could say, I don't like him as a writer. He's right. not my favorite athlete. Right. Like I could say, I really dislike the Red Sox. You know, I don't hate you know any of the Red Sox you players. Don't hate, um, I don't hate them, but I, you I really like John Lackey because he's terrible. I I don't I don't hate him. I really um, like. I'm not like some people that would just like you right. know beat up people in a parking lot at a baseball game like some people yeah. do, and that's Dodger, crazy. Dodger game, huh? That's like getting beat up in the parking lot because you have a James Stewart shirt on, and yeah. you know the other guys are Chad Reed fans. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it, it is. You're right, and some good points in there. Uh, another email uh, from JJ. Remember JJ? Jimmy Walker, Kid yeah. Dynamite. Yeah, he uh, today had a long drive for work. I was so pumped because I just downloaded the Monday Night Show, and yes, it lived up to the Pulp Mex Top Shelf Cal, as usual. But once again, K-Dub splits, and you two jerkies drop the ball. Mathis, what the hell, dude? You're my guy. I was so disappointed I had to turn off the iPod. The fact that you took part in this public crucifixion of this no-name Twitter kid was pathetic. I mean, for Christ's sake, the dude doesn't have a job. He's writing shit on Twitter. He's even he's interviewing privateers or whatever the F he called it. I don't remember. But obviously the guy's hurting. Blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Who cares about this shit? Blah, 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 blah. J- JJ, not a fan of the Dan Dune, Steve Cox uh, bro down uh, last week. Shout down. I don't think anybody was, dude. It seemed to be polarizing. Some people thought it was comedy. Hey, Some people didn't. Tell you what. Our numbers spiked up when those two jerkies came on. They really did. That's awesome. I'm, I'm just saying. People like that sort of stuff. And. Yeah, we didn't really get anywhere. You're absolutely right. Let's uh, let's play some voicemails though. Let's do that. We got a few. We got 
a bunch of voicemails this week. I whittled them, uh, whittled them down to a little bit, and uh, and let's get on to that. Dude, Mathis and Watson. Cox is like being a little bitch on your show. I can't believe he would whine over some dude taking a piece of his financial pie. Such a, oh my God, I want to bitch slap him. Anyways, <laughs> you guys do an awesome job. Later. Mathis, I think you're the best. I think that Dan Dunes guy is uh, the same as the National Choir. Cox is like the New York Post. There's room for both, but they need to disclaim it. That's my two cents. Thanks, man. Bye. Love the show. Hey, guys. This is Justin in Salt Lake. Um, love the show. Just got done listening to the podcast, and that whole uh, debate argument was just bullshit. I am uh, now convinced Kenny is the smartest person on the show for walking out so early. <laughs> I feel uh, a whole lot dumber now for listening to that whole damn thing. Other than that, keep up the good work. Love the show. Hey guys, this is Joseph. Um, I have a question. I was driving to work listening to uh, last Monday's podcast, the one with Kenny uh, Stevenson on it, and I, I'm kind of wondering what it is exactly that Tip does aside from answering the phone. I like the fact that he's quit talking so much. I'm kind of drug it down. Sorry, Tip. But he plays his lame intro that Tip reads the news, which just is a travesty on its own, but then... He doesn't really read news, and people call in right after his intro song gets played, and they just talk, and uh, I think he just needs to have the Tits Reads the News segment dropped, and maybe you guys need to arrange a guest celebrity, like, for example, uh, Factory Phil or Denny or somebody to just read the news uh, every week instead of Tits doing it, because it ain't working. Keep up the good work, guys. Mathis, Bill Dirt, hey. I just wanted to say that Cox, he did not make any friends by that whole deal. It's, he's gay. Hey, guys, this is Factory he's, Pilot he's again. Uh, sorry to be the has-been of the, <laughs> of the voicemail line. I just got done listening to that waste of half an hour that was an argument between Cox and Dan Dunes, who, by the way, I like reading Dan Dunes' articles that he writes. They're good. I didn't know anything about this Twitter business, but Cox just came across as a whiny punk the entire time. I I literally just fast-forwarded until I couldn't hear his voice anymore because he was just, he sounded like he was out to get the guy. I don't know anything about the situation, but if anybody came across as unprofessional in that whole mess, I kind of think it was Cox, uh, just from an outsider's perspective looking in. So that's my two cents. Keep up the good work, but don't have Cox back on. Hey, Steve, I got a request for you. Uh, since you're one of the few guys in the industry that can get to the bottom of things and you tell it like it is and don't sugarcoat it, um, how about finding out just what's going on there with Stewart's team? You know, obviously Brooks was fired, or it appears that he was fired, but I'd like to know who's running the team now. Who stepped in to uh, fill Brooks' shoes? Did James actually buy the team? Does he own it now? Uh, it'd, be, it'd be good to hear a little bit more information on what's really going on. Uh, in regards to that, um, from what I understand, is uh, uh, Sergio Avante Avante is running the team along with Paul Delorier. They're sort of co-managing it and working things out. And uh, sounds like uh, it sounds to me like JS may be doing the outdoors. Yeah, all of them. Really? What I, from what I hear, that's pretty crazy. It's, it's cool though. I like it. Sweet. Um, but yeah, as far as the Brooks thing, uh, obviously I've talked to Larry. He's not—he uh, can't talk about anything. He doesn't really know 
what's happening, and we'll see when everything gets settled out if he can come on and talk to us about what happened. Um, you know, Larry's a good guy. So we'll see what happens. Uh, sometimes things just don't work out in the industry. Most things uh, end, and they end badly, is what somebody told me one time. So uh, that's the reason why they end. All right. I'm over there. Um, I think you know a little bit more than what you've been letting on to the public. So uh, put it out here for us fans, and keep up the good work. You and Watson, uh, good job. Love the show. See you later. Yeah, my name's Brian from uh, up in Boise, Idaho. Just want to give a little two cents on this whole Cox versus that Dan guy deal. I'm kind of with Kenny Watson on this. Who gives a shit? That's like me having another dealer on the line and arguing over who sold a bike cheaper, how they sold a bike. It's ridiculous. Who cares? Please don't waste another show on these two guys debating. Honestly, it sounds like Cox is scared of the guy, and the guy might be raining down on his parade. If the guy lied, he lied. He said sorry a hundred times. I think let it go. On a side note, the show's awesome. I love listening to it when I drive to work. And I thought it was funny how Castillo called Kenny Watson out on being too big for his britches. Because, Watson, you have got too big for your britches. You always bag on construction workers, everybody else. Janitors. Because you're a big team manager. I still love you. And uh, you've got too big for your britches. Thanks, guys. What do you think, Kenny? Too big? <laughs> Not Tell even. Kenny if he's having I don't think I have. I mean, the crazy thing is, I, before I did this, I was a construction worker, and I feel bad for construction workers. They're you do bring up the term janitor a lot as far as de degrading someone. Dude, you someone. know what? This is the only reason I do, because a lot of people try to come on the show and, and talk shit like they know what, like what's right. going on when they don't know. I shouldn't say janitor. Yeah, like, no, you don't. So I don't know. That's, I, that's your go-to, janitor. So what, I, I'm just uh, using that. Yeah, yeah, you know, I know. I know. Let's say, okay, let's say you're a, a valet parker or you're Mo a... How about motocross journalist? What are you, a motocross journalist? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who cares? Let's say you're a stockbroker. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You just don't know I'm shit. I'm in trouble with his mood swings and getting too surly. Uh, he might try birth control pills. Heard the helps out with that kind of thing. Later. So you talking about me? Yeah, this is Randy from Ukaipa. Yeah. Hey, Mathis. Tell Kenny if he can't be more professional and control his mood swings that uh, birth control is supposed to work wonders on that kind of stuff. Later. What do you think, Kenny? Is that two dudes in a row saying you yeah. need to take birth control? Yeah. <laughs> dudes who are worried about Kenny's mood. Dude, f*** this CBS coverage shit. It's like started at 12 o'clock. It's 12.30. I've seen about five seconds of racing so far. CBS f***ing blows. Hey, what's up, Mathis and Watson? Hey, I'm sitting here watching uh, this, this real-world episode with Kenny in it, and... They got the scene where the chick's washing the bike with the power washer, and she says that uh, they got me doing manual labor here. <laughs> Come on, lady. The, the, the power it's washer is power washing the bike for you. All you have to do is push the trigger. She's doing manual labor. Give me a break. Hey, good afternoon there, guys. Uh, great show. This is Brad Diaz calling from uh, San Diego, California. And I uh, love what you guys are doing, but I got to say, do us all a favor. A favor. I'm not speaking for just myself, but quite a few people that I know. Uh, please do not ever have Steve Cox on your show again. Uh, not only is he not interesting, but he's extremely annoying, and I found myself uh, getting really pissed off and couldn't even listen to the show. Uh, he is a self-righteous, argumentative, pompous ass, and I don't even know why it's newsworthy to have him with his little argument with Dan Dunes on there. Um, 
it's just uh, it wasn't interesting, and the guy's a dick. So do us all a favor. Don't ever put him on there again because uh, the guy's always right, even when he's wrong, and um, it's not worth your time. Anyway, you guys are doing a good job other than that. And uh, Kenny Watson, doing a good job, but still suck it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know what's crazy? What about the CBS? Okay, go ahead. Sorry. The CBS coverage. Yeah, I mean, I just want to. I want to. How was it? Because I, I didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't get home in time. Did you see the 250 main? Did you see, get to see that all, that at all? The what? The lights class? Yeah. No. Um, okay. Well, um, the CBS coverage. It's not for us. You can go on and on and on all you want. They buy the time. They're trying to attract new people to the sport. Now, you can argue whether they're attracting new people to the sport with the, what they do. But the core fans that are bitching and moaning about lack of racing and this and that, hey, it's not for you. Yeah, but And look at it this way. you got the entire main event without commercials. That's what really counts. Remember when we had the Carlsbad GP once a year? No. No. I'm just saying, there's no sense bitching about it. It's their show. Are they, they going to show? Are they going to show uh, the race on speed with speed coverage? No, it'll just CBS. Certain rounds are CBS. Oh, really? Lights, the lights race were, were speed. So. Hey, you know what? Getting back to the whole Cox thing, and you know yeah. what? Everyone can call in about hating Cox or this and that. And this is the last thing I'm going to say about Steve Cox because I really don't care if the guy hates me or gets mad at me or whatever. But there's a reason why he's worked for every major publication in this industry. And he does not work there anymore. And he goes and he works and he doesn't work there anymore. So you can say what he wants. He's filtered through. He's doing his thing. Hey, he's just like a writer. You can love him or you can hate him. I, I know you went back and listened to the archives. Last I did not. Last. I'm sure you did. I did not. Oh, I think you're lying, Kenny. I'm not lying. There's, <laughs> not, there's nothing to listen to. I know. I'm kidding. I called to ask you how it went yeah. because I was just curious. But yeah. I, I could I could give a hey, rat's let's, ass. Hey, uh, let's let's uh, let's get to the news here in a little bit. We're gonna cue that up. Uh, did you know anything about Vince Freeze getting looked at by the AMA? Do you know, I, I hope do you know so because I that? told Gallagher many times to keep his eye out for him. Well, something happened, and I, I don't seem to be able to get to the bottom of it. But something went down. Gallagher, I asked John Gallagher today for to, about it, and he said he chose not to comment at this time. But they're reviewing something that happened with Freeze. I don't think it was the JT thing or the Bonnie thing. What happened? Did they, did they get into it this weekend? I, I don't know. Yeah, they did. I just, I mean, just on the track, not off the track, but something happened where they are um, uh, getting looked at. So, um, hey, can you put the national championship on basketball game on? We got, we got Butler and UConn on. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if he, if had any. I mean, I. I don't know Josh Freeze, like I've always said. but <laughs> You I, don't even know his name. You, maybe it's Vince Freeze. Vince Freeze, yeah, whatever, Freezy. But I know one thing. He's jacked with my guy a few times. Right. Not Tedesco, but the other guy with yeah. Blos. And uh, Blos, you know, showed him what's up and bumped back, and he'd left him alone. But I just think that that guy, I think he's outclassed, and I, I just don't think he belongs in that class. Mm -hmm. And it sucks for him because he can't go down now. So he is stuck in that class because he raced a 450 race. No, you got to be top 20. He's not top 20. So he can you, drop down? You can down? go down now, yeah. yeah. Okay, because he was, okay. If okay. he's in top 20, uh, I don't believe he's allowed to, to drop down. Okay. Well, anyways, I think he needs a drop down because I don't think he's right. ready for that class. Right. And I don't think he, and maybe the situation that the team he was on made the wrong decision right. by picking him over a guy like Bonnie and some other guys that were available that yep. were, were, were proven and – yeah, maybe they seen they believed in him and they thought he could do it, but I just think that he gets out there and he gets a good start and he's running up there and then he's doing everything he can 
to hold his line. And then once he does that, he starts blocking and crossing people and looking back and, and just riding dirty. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, uh, people that were wondering about RV too, um, uh, maybe his little bit of a last lackluster um, um, performance in the main event. His seat popped off. Yeah, off crazy. the top of the tank. I know my guy. One of my uh, mechanics came on the radio. Tony did, and he was screaming, "Villapoto's seat's about to fall off!" Yeah, first lap. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah it I, happened at the start. <coughs> that's been a problem with the Kawasaki's. Yeah. And uh, Villy told me after it was the gnarliest race he's had to ride because yeah. every time he went well, the seat, seat bounce, it was flipping you know, up. You know what I noticed was coming out of the first turn, he wasn't able to seat bounce triple. Yeah. And it was slower. And I'm like, what's he doing? But he couldn't seat bounce because the seat was coming up. He couldn't yeah. grip it because the seat was coming up. So um, RV got a second. So he got, I mean, he lucked, it, lucked into it a little bit, you know? Yeah, RV. So. Hey, can I have coffee, please? I want cream in it, too. Just get me a coffee, please, with cream. Thanks, Angie. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. you guys. Um, yeah, it, so RV got a little lucky there um, with that second. And I know Reedy had some problems. Do you get, if you guys had problems, they don't run stock, but have you had problems on your stock bikes? The seat bolt joint thing? Uh, we did with Blos. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guys that are super aggressive, that seat bounce a lot of stuff, we had some problems with Blos, but um, right. we went to Cowie, and Cowie showed us what to do. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so. what the, what's going on with your team right now? We're, we're struggling with injuries, man. We're trying well, to. Yeah, no, it's nothing. Nothing your guys are doing. Just it, it's just the way Dude. the ball's going. Yeah, I mean, what do you do as a manager? Do you do anything? Do you change up anything? What, what do can you, you do? I don't know. I mean, the guys. I mean, we're in tenth and fourteenth in the points. God, I went it, down hard. And then you look, you look back. He fell twice. He fell. Yeah. The, he fell in the first, like in the, the first, first lap, turn. Yeah, with with with, with Millsaps and everybody. Yeah. yeah. He got back up. He was going good. He worked his way up. I think he was like in 11th or 12th with like four or five guys in front of him. He was like almost a second faster than those guys. Endoed in the whoops. He was coming up um, yeah. on a lapper in the whoops and went over the bars. And then Blos got imploded by by uh, by Peck. That guy freaking cleaned him. He did. And, 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 he uh, did, but it – I don't. Was it dirty? Yeah, I don't know. It, it could have went either way. But yeah. you know, and the crazy hey, thing was, the crazy Weston thing Pike was, got eleventh. I know, but the crazy thing is, yep. After he got blasted, it happened in the same corner where James and Bubba came yep. together. No, he James and Chad Reed. Yeah, yep. sorry, James and Chad. He went over that berm and sat there. He didn't go across. He didn't. He cut the track. He sat there. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. Close. Yeah. But he took off behind, uh, um, thirty. Regal. He took off behind Regal. Thought it was. That guy that hit him because they were running the same color yeah. gear and they're both on yeah. Yamahas. So he jumped in behind him like he he knew he cut the track and he yeah. didn't even care. He, didn't he just care. wanted to smash him back. But then when he went off the triple, he looked over when he was going into the whoops and he noticed that it wasn't him. Oh, so then I'm like, Dude, okay. Regal but then so at the end of the race, he ended up getting 13th and Tedesco got 15th. What do I do? Do I go and say, hey, my guy cut the track? Well, he waited a long time. But <laughs> I guess still. It doesn't matter. You, yeah. you didn't. Yeah. You cut the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then uh, and then I was just like, you cut the track, huh? He was like, yeah, I did cut the oh, track. Yeah. He goes, I wanted to smash that guy. But once I got riding, I just rode and whatever happened, happened. Right. But, you know, Tedesco crashed and got 15th. And the good thing about it is. Yeah, how does Blows beat him? <laughs> Blows, Ivan crashed twice. Yeah. And luckily for us, I mean, Nick was in front of us in points. And Nick had a really gnarly get off. And, you know, Ivan creeped back up into the top ten. And, and that's our goal for Ivan right now. He's riding with a torn ACL, tore his knee up in, in Canada. So his deal is to, to go out there and do the best he can and, and stay in the top ten and finish in the top ten. Yeah. Because you finish in the top ten with how stacked the field is, you're doing all right. Top Anyone in the top five is going to win a race. 
and those other guys are fast. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. let's just go do what we got to do and, and come out in top ten, and we'll be fine. Yeah. So I was I was content with where we got out of there. We knew Ivan's knee is going to hold up now. We know that you know he's um, going to be okay. Chris is riding banged up, and it's, we're uh, gonna we're gonna we're gonna just gonna finish the, out and, the only, and salvage. The only guys that had a worse night than you were the JGR guys who both DNF. Yeah, I mean, no it, saps with the hand. It's, and it's tough. It guys is, are dropping. It is tough. So we can stay solid and we can get blows. Maybe you know you have to be you have to be bummed on Ivan's year, not for lack of trying. No, I, I'm Just, disappointed. But it's, it's, I saw his speed before the year. How could you be disappointed in him? His he everything that's happened to him was well, just shitty luck. Uh, no, but I mean, again, I like Ivan. Good dude. Just you know, he's crashing. He's trying too hard and he's pushing and he's crashing. I mean, I, I'm not coming I, I, down on him, but you can't. I would say 75 percent of his crashes weren't his fault. The way he went down. Okay. You, you look at you look at Dodge like the second race or the third race at Dodger Stadium. He comes around the first turn, goes off a jump, Brayton rides right underneath him. Right. He lands on Brayton. Okay, done. The next week, we're, yeah. we're in uh, Oakland in the whoops. He's going through the whoops, going fast. Uh, freeze moves over right into the fast line. He has to slow down those. He's going to hit Freeze. He goes over the bars. He hurts his back. Right. Okay. You know, yeah, we got, a we're bunch Phoenix. of those is what you're saying. Yeah. We're in Phoenix. Ryan Clark is a lapper and is in the fast line, getting blue flag, not moving. He moves over to go jump the, yeah. the rhythm section in a different line, hits it, kicks him, he goes over the bars. Just stupid shit like that's happening. Yeah. So I think, you know, the plywood incident, when he spins out on the plywood yeah. and he falls down. It's just one thing after the next. And yeah, you know what? It sucks. You have enough bad luck. You're going to have to have good luck once in a while. Yeah, I agree. So good, we'll good. Just, we're just going to keep trying. Maybe the old thing about good things happen to good people. I don't know. Um, Ivan's a good dude. Yeah, we'll just hey, keep trying. Uh, with that, we're going to have Ezra Lusk on here at the top of the hour, but let's go into our btosports.com news segment. Gayest part of the show. Breaking news. Tits legendary has motocross news. Gayest part. Tits reads the news. Tits reads the news. That's old news, right? Screw all of you guys. I like that intro. I stand by that intro, Tits. Me too. I think Kevin did a good job. Let's. What do we got? Let's hurry this thing up. All right, Lance Vincent has been signed to kill Barger Racing for the final two rounds of the East Coast. Okay, Live let's series. get it straight. If you're going to read the news, get the guy's name right. Lance Vincent. That's what I said. Is that not correct? That's not correct. Okay. What's his name? I don't know, but that's not Lance. Uh, according to the race tracks, it says Lance Vincent. Okay, maybe, maybe so. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, he's filling in for Nico. Just keeps, <laughs> just keeps going on, dear. The beat keeps going on. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Good for Vincent. I interviewed him uh-huh. um, uh, in Atlanta. Uh, good kid. Seems like he works hard. He's been doing good. Him and Alex Martin have been going. But what happened, to Alex Martin? Was he even there this weekend? I don't know. Uh, um, yeah, good, good job, Kilbarger Racing. Um, the have you ever seen Kilbarger semi? Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's all a, white. Yeah, it's, they got it. They got it. I seen them. They got it at Houston. They got it from uh, Canada. They got it from uh, Blackfoot Road Race Team. Mm-hmm. I love how it's just all white, and there's a tiny foot long Kilbarger Racing sticker on it's the awesome. very front of it, <laughs> and it's all white. Obviously, they don't have time to get it painted or wrapped or whatever wrapped, I guess. But uh, love the semi uh, off white. Let's do it. All right. Um, on Saturday, Tyler Bowers won the 2011 AMA Arena Cross Championship. Woo! He had a lackluster eighth-place finish on Friday, but he brought home the win and the championship on Saturday. All right, Tyler Bowers. Yeah, good job, Tyler, Tyler Bowers. I got a tweet from somebody that said he's going to be top 10 in Seattle when he joins the 450 class. Kenny, thoughts on that? Mm, he could. Yeah? He could. Hey, Good ride for Tommy Hunt, seventh place. 
Awesome. Good to see hometown. Yeah. All right. Uh, the first GP of the season is going to take place this weekend in Sevliev, Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Oh, have you ever been there, Tits? Bulgaria? Uh, I've never been out of the United States, so that's a negative. <laughs> You've never been out of the United States. Oh, you're like Kenny. Actually, I've been to Canada once, but that's about it. Canada. Oh, and Mexico. Kenny's never been out of the United States either. Yeah. Good for you. Well, he saved a woman from drowning in Mexico. I have been out of the United States many a times, and I'll tell you what, I'm not leaving ever again. (laughs) I do not want to leave this country unless I totally have to. Good for you. These colors don't run. Hey, you know what? There was a reason why when people got off the plane, they kissed the ground in America because it's the best place ever. Why leave you and take a chance of not getting back? How do you know when you don't go anywhere else to compare? Dude, my my passport's been full, dude. Did you ever go to Canada? Uh, yeah, I've been to that shithole many times. <laughs> I've been to Canada. I've been everywhere. I've been all over the world, bro. All right. So have I. Uh, I've been to Italy. Good. It reminds me of Mexico. <laughs> people living in, like, boxes and, like, mud sheds. And I've been I didn't to, see that when I went to Italy. I've been to Spain. I've been You don't Saint- think people live in boxes in downtown L.A.? They do, but not on the side of hills. Oh. So okay. apparently the hills are the determining factor. On Cobblestone streets with bricks with, like, you know, it just reminded me of Mexico. I'm just telling you uh-huh. what it reminded me of. <laughs> Mexico. Might be a good time to play that I hate people from Europe. I'm not saying that. I'm saying Mexico, Italy, and Spain all remind me of the same continent. I don't like people from Europe. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Um, So you're going to get mad at me because I say I don't want to. You're going to hold that against me because I don't ever want to leave the country. I just think you need to broaden your horizons a bit. I have broadened them. I've broadened them very much so. I've been all over the world. He's made an educated decision. I I choose that this is where I need to be, and I don't want to leave. I don't want to have to take a chance that I never can come back here. <laughs> Why would that ever happen? Do you have heroin up your ass? You never know. <laughs> All right. You ever watch those uh, Arrested Abroad, whatever they're called? You never know, dude. No, I, I never watched Re- Arrested Abroad. What's it called? I don't know. I even know what that is. It's, it's a real, like a, is it a real show? You know what it's called? I have no idea. So it's a show about people that get arrested when they're overseas or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you never, some movies I, about that. You never know what's going to happen. All right. Uh, with, what, with, what in else my we life, got? What else crazy we got, shit tips? happens. All right. We're moving on to the reader questions. Um, the KTM 350's been Hold on a second. I like how Tits moves. Like, we're supposed to have the news segment, right? I gave him some news topics that I wanted to brought up on the air. He just brought them all up. And now he moves on to reader questions from no. Twitter, which means he has no other news to report. He didn't get any news at all. He only got what I gave him. It's your guy. You hired him. Right. It's called Locked Up Abroad, by the way. Someone in the chat room knows what it's called. There you go. I'm busting you, Tiz, for not coming to the show prepared with news. I'm sorry. I got reader questions, though, and huh? some of my own questions. All right. All right. Anyway, no, Dungey will not sleep with you. All right. What's it's up? Pretty impressive that you Let's, had that. You could read that from all the way over here. Let's go. What do we all got? Right. We got to get Yogi on here. The 350 has been pulling hole shots recently. Did they change something on the bike, or is it just confidence from Alessi slash short, or what? I think I've been telling you guys all the time. 350 is the answer. You have. <laughs> I've been you saying have, that for you. It's for, finally starting to show. Uh, uh, no, you know what? Um, I think on a, on a right amount of dirt, on a slippery dirt like that. How was that behind the finish line? Was it? Like the rest of the track, I imagine it probably was. Or I was don't it? know. Oh, I had white shoes on. I didn't even go into. I didn't even go to the tower. I didn't even want to. You didn't go to the tower dirty. or nothing because you don't <laughs> no, want your shoes dirty. I was in the monster. I, I was in the monster dirty. suite all night. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your this is your team manager right here. Team manager of the year, bud. Hey, you think you might get it? No. That'd be awesome if you did. I don't think so. I'm pulling for you. I think I. I, you, I, I you want to hear? I think I think Dave Osterman might get it just because. Uh, yeah. 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 And it, you know what? God, it's gonna be in a half hour long. Uh, uh, but speech. you know what? If he if he does get it, whatever. Magnum. But I just don't think that he deserves it because he 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 doesn't. Ha- he's not a one man show, dude. He he hasn't went out and and solicited sponsors. 
He hasn't worked, you know, getting his truck wrapped. He didn't have to, you know, hire drivers. He didn't have to hire mechanics. He was just that guy that Chad said, okay, these are your duties. And this is what you need to do. Right. And that's all he did. All right. I think if you're going to have a team manager of the year, it has to be a guy that's brought something in, brought something to the sport, hired and did something with the riders and, and did more than just be a yeah, yeah guy. Right. And I'm not saying I'm the guy, but there's a lot of other guys out there. I mean, look at Forrest Butler's one pri- uh, team manager of the year before. He, he has one. He has yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he's done a good job. Right. He's built a program from scratch, and he's given people jobs, and he's helped the sport, and he's done a lot of stuff for it. I'm not saying that J Bone is a good candidate, but if no, you really, no, J Bone's not a good. If candidate. you want to, if you want to put J Bone in the same, he's in the same category. You tell me what J Bone has brought to the table because of him. Has he brought sponsors? Has he brought an outside sponsor worth anything? No, every sponsor that JGR has has come over from NASCAR. Well, if you're making that the criteria, then sure. I I, I'm, I'm trying to make criteria. it. If you, I'm, I'm just saying, if you're going to pick a team manager. I think, I think team managers should be guys whose riders overperform or both do stellar or all do stellar. Dude, okay. That's, you have a three man team and they all do Okay, good, let's, say, let's say this. Let's say you have uh, James Stewart and Ryan Dungey on your team. Okay, those are your teams. Yeah. And then you have those two guys in place, and you say, Tits, you're going to be the team manager. Tits d- doesn't know anything about being a team manager, but he could go to the track and just do the, the everyday duties, and those guys are going to go perform regardless. They're going to be well, up actually, there. actually, I would say that he hasn't done his job because James Stewart hasn't done as well as we thought. Well, I'm just saying. Oh. James Stewart's going to go win. Oh, right. he hasn't. He hasn't. So. Dude, I'm just saying. Right. A team manager isn't going to make a guy win or lose. No, of course not. And okay, nobody's saying but, that. Yeah, right. but I'm, what I'm saying is a team manager is a structure. It's the team. Right. It's the team. It's sponsors, getting the team there, right, right. getting the sponsors, okay. interacting with the fans, doing more than just on the track. It's, okay. That's what my deal is. Uh, Maybe Chad Reed should be team manager here. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be funny? That'd be awesome. What else you got, Tits? Read his stated uh, number of times comments about – Stewart not riding with his finger on the clutch, and that's why he's getting reckless and stuff like that. What what do you make of that? Is that legit, or is that just him uh, throwing I, I, stuff yeah, around? I think it's just Reed throwing stuff on a wall and seeing if it sticks. I mean, when you're going Mach four and whoops, and you get bucked, and your feet come off, and you're you know you have no control barely. Mm-hmm. Touching a clutch is not going to stop that thing from hitting Jad Reed. I think he blamed that the Daytona crash on that as well. Um, well yeah, I don't know. Right. I, I don't see it. I don't know. Okay. I Just mean, throwing yeah. it out there. All right. All right. Um, Ryan Tanner wants to know if you think James would have been better off just staying at Cowie had they wanted to keep him. No. No? Didn't like the bike. Okay. Didn't mesh with the team. Didn't like the bike. And as Kenny knows, when you're happy – Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, if you're happy because your mechanic dresses up like a giant monkey in the mechanics area, but it mm-hmm. makes you happy, then you're better off having that. If you can ride a Baltaco because you love Baltacos, you're they're better. Called, they're called, what are they called? Baltacos. Bulltaco. Not uh, Bell Tacos. I didn't say Bell Tacos. on the wrong number. Okay. Letter. Well, whatever. Okay. Uh, so, no. No, he wasn't happy there. He didn't like the bike. He didn't like the team. I think don't think him and Fisher jived. And uh, so, yeah. He's better off at a Honda right. on his own. There you go, Ryan. Probably not making as much money, though. Hey, let me ask you a question. Do you, think, do you think if uh, Mike Williamson became team manager that it's going to make a difference? With, oh, with, we're back on that. 
Well, no, you're saying, you know, you're the no, we're not we're over it. Yeah. I hope you win team manager there, buddy. I, I don't think I will, but I'm not I'm hey, not even We're gonna have to. a special show the week of Vegas. Are you gonna show up? Probably not. Okay. What else okay. we got tits? Last one. Uh Big Blaine wants to know why Sam Manuel didn't drop James as a sponsor since he's supposed to be a role model towards kids. Oh god, these people. Dude. Well, first of all, nothing's settled. We don't know what James did in a court of law. I'm not, he's not saying he's innocent. He pleaded guilty, I believe. But you can't do anything until it's a, the, the thing's official. So let's wait and see if anything's official. Don't grab my wife's butt, dude. I, <laughs> did you see what just happened here? You just grabbed her butt. I saw that. How dare you? Dude. God, my hand is... Listen, I know a lot of the riders are into that swinging stuff. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not cool with that. Um. So, yeah, no, Sam Manuel's not going to – it's dumb. Uh, pe- you know, people are so dumb. Like, you can't – just because you Wait, hate are you J- calling our listener dumb? <laughs> he just called our listener dumb, tits. Big All Blaine. the shit he gives I, I, me I, I, about Big our Blaine. listeners. Big Blaine is yeah. – that's a dumb question, Big Blaine. I, I'm mad. I'm mad. E. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay, all right. And with that, hey, let's take our first break of the night. We're going to have Ezra Yogi Luss on when we come back. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. And uh, thank you for listening. See you in six minutes, ten seconds. Six minutes, ten seconds with Ezra Yogi Lass. Hey, go change the uh, the Jets and your uh, Bell Taco when you have time. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis size discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com, and when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sleeker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 world champ, 
David Phillip Parts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. Over four decades, O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Yeah, welcome back. Pulp MX Show. Hey, things just got weird with the Dan Dunes Cox thing. Let me just play a voicemail that Cox got, got left on his, uh, on his voicemail here. He managed to send it to me. I don't know how good the quality is. Let's just check this out real quick, and then we'll get Yogi on the show. Chicken shit, motherfucker. You ain't got shit. 
we go. Dan, Dan, Cox getting threatened by what he thinks is Dan Dunes. So uh, things just got weird on the show. But, hey, let's bring in our next guest here. And that would be none other than seven-time Supercross winner, all-around great guy, Supercross motocross legend, Ezra Yogi Lust. Ezra, what's up? Not too much, guys. What's going on? Sound like y'all had a pretty crazy night so far. Yeah. That voice message. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, really. Like, we get a lot of things like that. But uh, myself and Kenny <laughs> Watson are here, and we are um, going to have you on to talk about some stuff. Let's go right away. You're working with David Millsaps, uh, JGRMX. Uh, bad, bad weekend for you. David got taken out in a crash in the uh, first turn. But uh, how's, how's it going working with Millsaps? Uh, it's going great. Yeah, unfortunately, it was bad for JGR all around because uh, Justin went down a little bit after that and, you know, got pretty banged up. But, um, no, nah, you know, the guys are good. You know, you got Jeremy Albrecht there that's been around for forever, worked with a lot of great guys on a couple mm-hmm. factories, so he's got a lot of experience there. And, you know, the the uh, JGR, basically R&D, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Davey loves his bike, but, you know, we, we've struggled a lot. Um you know, there's no no ifs, ands, buts about that. But uh-huh. um, Davey started really late in the year. I mean, he started uh, really starting to get ready for the season November after being hurt pretty mm-hmm. good after Bud's Creek last year. So uh, it's pretty much like uh, really getting getting started all over again. And, uh, you know, I was kind of hoping by the middle of the Supercross season to really have the ball rolling a lot farther than this. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was just just kind of shows how, how far we were behind at the beginning of the year. But, uh, you know, i got a lot of talent to work with there with Davey, and um, we just, uh, we're going to keep our heads down and keep going after it, that's for sure. Yeah, no, you know what, no one can dispute uh, Davey's talent, no doubt about it. One of the only guys to win a race is in the last few years. I know the Honda guys, um, you know, they tried to harness that. What, in your opinion, do you think that, you, like, does he need to work on the most? I mean, like you said, you're buying the eight ball coming in the year, but what do you see as, you know, his biggest thing that you can help him with? Well, um, you know, Davey's still pretty young. Mm-hmm. I mean, young in the racing career, no. I mean, he's he's 23 now, but, you know, everything that I heard coming into uh, working with Davey here was that everybody doubted what kind of heart he had. And uh, that's obviously been a big conversation with us for – you know, for a while, because a lot of times that's kind of what it does look like from the outside looking in. But, you know, when you don't really experience um, the ups sides mm-hmm. of racing for very long and you've got a lot of the downsides in racing, then, you know, it's kind of a bummer. It's just kind of like you do – it is hard to really find that, that fire and that fight week in and week out when you're, you know, 10th place or when you're just right. having a really bad weekend. And uh the thing with me and Davey was that we were we were going to try to um, try to close those gaps of the bad weekends and try to start getting in more consistent runs and you know and it, it's just been really tough because um, you know the the JGR program is that he really he's got to stay in North Carolina so mm-hmm. it's hard for me to stay up there and uh, so we really haven't had a whole lot of time to work together and uh, but I would say just really the determination and drive is just you know. Right. Trying to get him to understand that you know there's going to be those bad days and that we can't just let it affect us all week long and have mm-hmm. a, neg- a negative attitude, you know. Yeah, and also too, I don't think but, people realize how much he's been hurt the last little while. I mean, he's had some problems 
Like, obviously, last year, uh, the crash that took him out for a while with his kidney. I think the year before that in the offseason was an elbow. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it, it seems to be uh, an injury after another for for a kid. I can't believe he's 23. Really? <laughs> yeah, he just turned 23. Yeah, a few God, weeks you're ago, right. But, he does seem older know, than that. Yeah. It, it's the whole injury thing. It, it's um, a lot of people just kind of say, "Oh, ball humbug, whatever." But mm-hmm. you know, when you when you have you had some pretty gnarly internal injuries at Butts Creek, along with the broken bones and stuff, and. Uh, yeah, it's his body's just not really coming around as quick as we thought, and um, you know he finds out every other week what little problem else he's got that's kind of countered from that, and um, finding out he was a little bit of anemic and stuff like that, and just you know I, I'm not I'm definitely not ready to give up on Davy with all the talent he's got and and the respect that we have between each other. So mm-hmm. you know I I think. A good thing for a lot of the guys is to count him out because I think he's he's definitely um, we're definitely working hard when we're together mm-hmm. and um, when he's the weather's permitting in North Carolina and those guys can uh, get together and do stuff then he's working hard. I mean, right? I still think it's going to be a little bit more time before really he's able to come around and bounce back from everything that he's went through. Yeah, he almost needs like you know a month or two of just some. A base, right, to finish. How how is his hand? Yeah, how is his hand right now? Do we know? Well, he um, is actually couldn't get in today. He's going to go in the morning actually to see another orthopedic. But he saw Bodner, Doctor Bodner, there at the mobile medical unit, and yep. um, it wasn't broken there at the race. But you know how that goes. I mean, um, I've had I've had X-rays before, and nothing show up, and then it show up. You know, right. another time. So. We're going to go get a recheck just to make sure because it it, it swelled up pretty good right there on top of his hand yeah. right after he did it. And uh, so he's going to make sure there's no little, you know, hairline fractures or anything with it so uh, we can make him get back at it and get through the pain. Right. Um, which is what, you know, what I'm used to doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, certainly you've, you've dealt with your fair share. You know what I was honestly thinking, and I'm not just trying to fill your head full of crap, but with those massive whoops we had this weekend, I was like, mm-hmm. man – Yogi could go through these things like that. Like, I don't know why I thought about yeah. that, but, like, you know, big whoops, they were causing guys a lot of problems. And one of the things I always thought you were good at were, was whoops. I don't know if it was just because you just pinned it and closed your eyes, but mm, they were big. No, you know, <laughs> my early Honda days, I was um, – the bike was just ridiculously good whenever they were big mm-hmm. and square-edged. Um, I struggled with that bike because it was so rigid there in the early days with when it got kind of rutted up. Mm-hmm. And – uh it was funny you say that because I don't know if you remember this, but in 01, the NRC had a pretty good battle, like for the first 10 laps. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, I would pass him in the bigger, longer set, and then he would pass me back in the shorter set that were kind of rutted up yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, like, 10 laps. And it was just kind of, like, didn't even make sense. And right. then I ended up, uh, Let me guess. I think I ended you, up you falling over in a corner. But <laughs> you crashed. Anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, hey, what do you make of this season, man? Uh, you, you've been back on the scene this year. Man, I, I think I've seen you more this year than I had in the previous 10 years. Um, but uh, you're back yeah. on the scene, going to the races, going to most of them. What do you make of this incredible season we're having with just, I mean, the stuff going on is nuts, huh? Well, you know, being an ex-racer and being at, at the top for a while and, and knowing what it takes, uh, it's just, I have all the respect in the world for these guys out there now because mm-hmm. these these top 
five guys um, are just in ridiculous shape and um, are just going so fast, so consistent, and um, just hanging out there. Like, you know, I've kind of struggled over the last few years to see guys race and just really not take the chances and just go after mm-hmm. it and put it all on the line. And and these guys this year, they're doing it. It's it's awesome. It's awesome to see Trey Kennard come in there and do really well. Um, I think he's a great guy, and you know, obviously Red's working with him, so that's cool too. And uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't have really thought Trey was going to come in there and win um, a couple races already, but mm-hmm. um, it's awesome he's keeping uh, keeping those older guys pushing. That's for sure. Yeah, and it's funny to say older guys. We're talking about James and Chad, who are like twenty five and twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, compared to Trey, you know, he's right. he's a younger guy, and it's just. I wouldn't have thought we were seeing somebody younger than what we've seen already. Yeah, yeah really. Pushing the envelope already, you know. Uh, would Trey be a guy that's really surprised you this year? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he he did really well last year, obviously. Right. I mean, being on the podium every single time he raced. And I was impressed by that for sure. But I thought it would take a lot more to break, you know, from being just there on the podium to actually winning races. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know if he was going to have that this quick. But yeah, I mean, he obviously does, and that, that's probably that's been the most impressive for sure. Yeah, I think coming into the year, we all thought that James was going to uh, to win a lot of races, and he certainly has. He's won three, but I don't think it's a matter of of James slacking off so much as those other guys have raised their game up. Do, do you agree with that? Well, you really want to know my opinion on that? <laughs> yeah, I, I really well, think I, do. I think I think that James. I mean. Like I said, all due respect to all these guys because they all are just riding awesome. But I think James is at a lower level. I think that all year last year, sitting out, being hurt, I think he started the season wanting to be a little bit more consistent and mm-hmm. not really trying to hang it out. And uh, he's just not been able to find that old James yet. I just don't feel like he's... Um, I think he's just been still trying to be tentative, and every time we see him really just try to push the envelope a little bit, he crashes. But mm-hmm. I really believe after him getting through, if he can get through the rest of this season and stay healthy, win or lose for the championship, I think he'll probably be a different guy next season. Right, right. Just from having the time back under his belt, you know, and not having all these snakes in his head thinking about crashing because, mm-hmm. as we all know, I was the same kind of guy throughout my whole career, you know, and <laughs> yeah. it's like, it, I just felt like if I could ever get a whole season under my under my belt without just tossing it in the stands and breaking something, then I would be good, but that hardly ever happened for me, so yeah, I think I think that Bubba's just kind of lowered his level, I just don't really think he's, right now, he's, he's mm-hmm. going as fast as he can consistently. Hey, how much do you think that has to do with that bike, or even Davey's adjustment? You know, off coming off the Honda, he was he rode Hondas forever. And uh, how much do you think has to do with that bike? And I wonder about that. That thing. I mean, certainly it's it's innovative, but have you ridden one? Do you think that it takes some adjustment for guys? Mm, you know, it, it didn't take adjustments for Davey. Really, mm-hmm. um, he's got it. He's got it set up a lot different than what I would have thought it would be. I mean. He's really kind of out in left field compared to Justin Brayton's bike, and uh, oh, yeah. Davey's a really big dude too, you right. know. But right. I, I don't know as far as it. I think the bike is a problem, or I, I don't. I don't know. I, I've never ridden it, and um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think 
I think once you go fast on it, uh, then I think you can keep going fast on it. And I, I don't really think that that's James's problem or Davy's problem. I think, right. I think, I think they both are just lacking the consistency level um, or category, you know, and getting mm-hmm. the, getting the time under their belts for sure. Right. But no, you know, I think the bike is great. I mean, I, the Honda that JGR, or the motor that JGR has for those bikes are just awesome. And you know, Davey never complains about the bike, not one bit. I don't think mm-hmm. he's complained one time, other than just uh, you know a little setting change or something like that. So right. Well, cool. Uh, hey, seven zero two five eight six pulp seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Call in, and uh, you too can ask uh, Ezra Luck a question. We got a call here on line one. It is uh, Cody. What's up? Hey, what's going on, hey, man? Thanks for holding for so long. Uh, you got a question for Yogi? Yeah, I was watching uh, an old Supercross on YouTube, and he was riding for Team Kawasaki, and it said he welded a tip on a silencer from an amateur standpoint. How much does that make a difference on a bike? Wow. That you noticed. Wow. I did what, uh, Steve? What did he say? You, uh, you welded a t- you have a welded tip on the silencer of your Kawi cow- back in uh, 03 or whatever. You remember that? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember that, but I believe that um, the silencers we used back yet, back then were pro circuit, and um, mm-hmm. they were always kind of coming out with some trick stuff for our bikes. Right. But, man, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, David Bailey said it. That's he a, said that's how finicky riders are. They can tell the difference. Oh, yeah, no. All these guys can, oh, Cody. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they can oh, tell yeah. the smallest yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, we can. Yeah, we can tell the least little bit. Actually, you know, nowadays for the four strokes, they want to try to make those things even smaller and smaller, it seems like, and mm-hmm. make them more and more quiet. And for us, it just kind of sucks because we want it louder. And, yeah. Uh, you know. Right. All right, Cody. Thanks, man. All right. Bye. All right. Thank you. Kenny. Are you going to talk to Yogi or are you going to just play with your microphone? I've probably just played with my microphone. All right. You guys are having a good conversation. I'm just listening. Do you and Yogi have beef from something? Yeah, we got beef. <laughs> really? Me and Yogurt. Yeah. Hey, we got hey beef. Kenny, shout out though, man. You guys you guys got it going on with the Hart and Huntington. Like, you guys looking awesome over there. Yeah, we were just talking so to Steve. Looking. Steve was talking about how shitty we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, str- they're struggling with results right now. And, I, but and I'm I, like, dude, my guy, Tedesco's in the top ten. He's had some bad races. He's falling down. People falling in front of him. He crashes. But I guess getting top ten ain't good enough again. But you got to figure the top five guys can win. But I'm whatever. just saying. Oh God! Yeah, here we go. Yeah, it's a pretty tough crowd when you got the top five guys that's either won a championship or already won two or three races. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's kind of hard. Hey Ezra, how's your what's your dad up to, man? How's your how's your mom and dad? Are they everything good with them? Well, you know, yeah, I guess. I mean, I see them every once in a while. We still don't really talk too much. You know, we've had issues in the past and. um you know, kids came around, kids came in the picture, and uh, that still didn't change anything. So, yeah, we're just still um, in the big little happy family that I built myself. Oh, that's cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't yeah, trying to bring yeah, up a sore subject. Me and, my brother, me and my brother stay in touch all the time, and uh, he's just hammering away at school. So, um, yeah, he's a he's listener really of the show. Out. He calls in once in a while. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. yeah he, he he's yeah he's just uh, yeah, he's a good ridiculously kid. smart. So. Uh, phone lines lighting up for Yogi. Let's uh let's go to number two here. Uh, Tony, you there? Hey, Steve. What's going on, hey, man? You got I, a question for Yogi? Hey, how's it going? Uh, actually, no. I just had a, I was just uh, had a comment about something you said earlier when when the guy was asking a question about the San Manuel team. 
Um, you were saying like you thought it was a little ridiculous for them to let him go right away. Um, but if I remember right, didn't Kawasaki let like Emmett go right away after getting found with the drug paraphernalia? And also, uh, there's a big difference. He kind of got the same deal, didn't he? There's a big difference there. Jeff Emmett got arrested for drug paraphernalia and smoking pot. James Stewart got busted for doing something that was totally out of. And Emmett's case was settled, I believe. He was yeah. Paid I mean, a dude, fine you can Do you yeah. think Sam Manuel's really going to let James Stewart go because he was doing something that everyone? You can't tell me growing up that you've done something that you got away with that you should have gotten in trouble for. Everyone's done it. He made a bad decision. Everyone just needs to get over it. The guy made a mistake. And that's the bottom line. It's not like he's a convicted, you know, drug dealer or he molested little kids or did something like that. You know what I mean? He did something wrong, yeah, and I, he's going to pay for it. I, I, I don't. I, I, uh, I'm with Kenny in the fact that I think Emig's crime and Lachine's crime back in the day are far from what, uh, um, from what James did. You know. Um, you think? I gotta be honest though. You think that uh, smoking pot is less uh, serious than impersonating a police officer? To 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 no, I think it, I think it's, I, I think mean, it's, it's, I think it's more serious. Let me let me tell you something, dude. It wasn't like they did a high speed pursuit. You don't even know exactly what happened. Okay, either do I. But I can guarantee you that James Stewart did not was not driving down the I four going 150 miles an hour with 15 cops behind him. I could guarantee you that did that not happen. That would be awesome, though. That did not <laughs> well, happen. No, I'm not trying to say that he was. He that was did not happen. Like a complete moron. Okay, I, I just thought it was. Impersonating a police officer means he had lights and he was driving behind someone to pull over to let him go to go around. That's what is imper- that's that's what they're saying that how he impersonated a police officer. Okay, Jeff Emick. Also, too, let's remember too, uh, Emig when he was let go was struggling bad. His contract okay. was up, and also you they know, have a, they have a zero deal. they have a zero uh, pol- uh, zero tolerance when you're you know, on a factory team like that in your contract, yeah. and it states in there. In James Stewart's contract, it doesn't say you will lose your sponsor and you will lose everything you have if you, you know, if you put blue lights on your dashboard. No. <laughs> it's, that's how, doesn't that sound stupid? That's how stupid the question was. All right, all right. Oh, no, I don't mean I don't mean that. I, do you think if he was on factory Yamaha, it would have went down differently? Or no, you think I know. A more no, more no. But I guarantee you, if he got caught smoking weed or he got caught with 10 pounds of pot, you're talking about a different story, my friend. What do you think, Yogi? What, what do you think? Like, you, you've been in there. You've signed those factory contracts. I mean, he was probably not, froze. Not... What, what team were you on then? You were on Yamaha then, huh, Yogurt? No, he was on Honda. Uh, back what? when Jet, when froze stuff went down. What yeah. was that, 98? Yeah, Honda. Well, I was at Honda back then. Yeah, yeah. But your your Honda um, contract. I mean, would you do you think back in the day, if you had done what James has allegedly done, would you have been fired? Um, <laughs> I don't know if I would. I don't think I would have been fired. Right. No. Yeah. I don't think I would have been fired. Um, I don't mean to butt into y'all's conversation, but did uh, something happen with Man- Sam Manuel this week? No, no, nothing. Nothing happened. Just Tony. Oh, you're just, you're just talking about it. Okay. Yeah, Tony just asked. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's kind of tough to say, it, if you want my opinion on it. Like, I mean, James has been just straight as an arrow his whole life. Like, exactly. The guy never does anything wrong. I mean, he's, you know, and I don't mean to sound like a James Stewart fan. I just got respect for somebody that's, that's uh, you know, a fellow racer and everything. But he's never, ever done anything wrong. I mean, never. Like, I don't even, you know, you watch his show and stuff, the real live reality show, and even though them guys are at bars and stuff, I hardly ever even saw him drink on those shows. Like, I think he's, 
I definitely think once this is all said and done, he's going to have learned his lesson, that's for sure. That's exactly what I said, Ezra. I, all I, right, Tony, I thanks mean, did, for calling, man. Appreciate you said it right there. James has hey, been straight as, call, Steve. Thank you. James has been straight as an arrow. He made a bad decision. He was under, you know, he, that's all he's ever done was race, 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 race. Maybe maybe he's Rado, riding, hey, he's, maybe Rado was threatening to beat James up if he didn't put oh, that light. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> just saying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, uh, John from L.A., you there? John? Nope. Alan. Oh, Alan. Uh, sorry, tits screwed yeah, up. Yeah, sorry, no problem. Tits screwed up. Our <laughs> phone screwed up. No problem. Uh, what's up? You got a question for Yogi? I do have a question. Um, I'm just curious uh, what happened to his uh, comeback uh, like a year ago when he did the... Um... Good, good question. U.S. Open. Well, yeah, yeah you know, life, it, um, <laughs> it was such a... I started riding about eight months or so before I did the race and just... Uh, you know, I was really, really enjoying riding. I, it had been a long time since I actually kind of got back to a schedule and just trying to do things like I did before. And I guess I just had gotten bored and just uh, wanted to do it and just jumping through all the hoops, trying to get people to support you and just kind of uh, just really get into that point. Like, I was already drained by the time I got to that point, by the time I got to Las <laughs> yeah. Vegas, you know? like You were like, that's a lot of work. Not, it, it, it's a lot of work to try to do things like that on your own, you know? I mean, that's why I was I, I threw the shout-out to Kenny earlier. Like, you know, running a team like these guys are doing, and just it's just uh, it's sick. I mean, I had just gotten worn out by the time I got there, and I was just like, man, I've got way too many other things on my plate to try to continue this on to go race the Supercross season. You know, like, yeah. I, I don't really need to, I really don't need to take this much time away from my family. And um, I, I just, that was the biggest thing, but I just couldn't do that. And uh, I had been, and had my hands into many other things leading into that also, and I just decided some of this other stuff was more important to me. It was still good. It was still good to see you. Down. Yeah, it was still good to see you at the open. That was cool. That 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 weekend oh, was a little yeah. lackluster, and you you know you, the hype of you coming in, and I thought you rode pretty good, pretty yeah. decent for a guy who'd been off for so long. It was cool to see. Well, oh, yeah, even, was, even saying that, even so, I was kind of worn out. Even by the time I got there, like yeah. I it, I probably had the most fun the second night of racing that I had when I was racing my last few years. You know, mm -hmm. it was a blast. You know who else had fun that weekend? Who? Ed Longacre. <laughs> That's for sure. Dude, I love that That's guy. For sure. Thanks, Alan. He's well, like hey, one of my... Just not thanks. old school from the head to toe there, huh? Yeah, dude, how... Yeah, you did. You brought hey, it all back. Hey, Yogurt, how, how was it, like, Ed in the pit board area, when you go by, he'll hold the pit board out, and you'll be gone into the next turn, and he'll still be holding it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You gotta and love then that, when dude. he gets excited, like, he might as well not even hold the pit board out because he's jumping and hooting and hollering. I can't even see the thing can't anyway. Even, can't even read it. Yeah, he's... he's. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, Dale, you there? Yes, sir. You got a question for Ezra Yogi Lusk? Yeah, I do. And I've got a... I've kind of got a, a theory about Davey and his perceived work uh -oh. effort, or maybe lack thereof. Well, I know Davey's a big guy. And I'm, I'm a pretty big, muscular guy. I work out constantly. I do a ton of cardio. But when I go riding, these little guys, they can always outlast me. It's not because I'm not in shape. It just takes, seems like, so much more energy and more oxygen to fuel bigger guys' muscles. And I'm thinking that maybe that's, you know, what's going on with Davey to some extent. These guys are all 150 pounds. He's, you know, looks like he's 200 pounds. You know, I don't know what the cardiovascular is, but Dale, your phone your phone's cutting out, so we're gonna let you uh, go. But yeah. uh, we'll, we'll get Yogi ask your question, answer your question here. 
Uh, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, what do you think, it, Yogi, about that theory? Well, yeah, if he can still hear us on yeah, the show, can. and yeah. uh, but I guess not talk to him. But yeah, he he's right. I mean, Davey's uh, just a tad under two hundred pounds. Um, unfortunately, guys being as big as y'all, you're never really going to get down to the one fifty, one sixty range. But you know, I'm I'm not Davey's trainer. Um, JDR has Davey a trainer, so I really can't. I, I really wish Davey could lose a lot of weight, um, but you just, you know, he can't. He's just too big of a dude, but yeah. unless he lost some muscle, you know, I mean, I if be- he could stand to lose some muscle, then, then yeah, maybe so. But, uh, right. There's just a fine line there, you know, how much muscle it takes to have a certain amount of power output and, um, and to keep the flexibility and everything you need to, uh, that elasticity to be a racer, you know? I've noticed, like, since the days of, um, I don't know, since the days of, like, the 80s or maybe even the 90s, like, little dudes have come in and kind of taken over. Big guys like Travis Preston, like Davey, are few and far between, you know? Mm-hmm. Successful. Yeah. I think the, bit, the, last, the last big guy out there that's still, besides Davey, is probably Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, good point. I guess I miss Kevin. He's actually yeah. yeah well, I'll, I'll I'll help you out on that one. Th- thanks, get Kenny. with it. Uh, Wyndham's a big dude. You're right. Um, hey, yeah, Chris, yeah, Chris, sure. you there? Right. Well, you know it's Chris. It's yeah, uh, no, it's, uh, it's a lot easier. Oh, sorry, Yogi. Uh, Chris is on the phone. You got a question for Yogi? Yeah, I just had two quick comments, and I just wanted to follow up on what Yogi said and and, and Kenny like. That, that that setup you guys got got going on there, Kenny, is, is pretty sweet, man. I don't know how you guys run day to day and all that stuff, but I've been mean, to the Supercrosses, just being in the pits and watching you guys interact with the with the riders and just kind of how your whole mojo is going, man. It's it's pretty sweet just to watch, man. So you guys keep keep rocking that on. It's kind of nice, man. Uh, Chris gave Not you a compliment, Kenny. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, no, it's nice, man. It's kind of yeah. cool. It's kind of a little bit different than everybody else's good setup. And uh, the other thing I just wanted to tell you guys, good job on not, not crushing uh, old Stewie, man, because that dude, I mean, he just made a stupid mistake, obviously, just being a bonehead. We all did it, just like you said, man. We all made mistakes. Maybe we didn't get caught for it, but we all did stupid shit. Right. Yeah, so, I, I, uh, I agree. You know, it's, it's uh, it, you know, you get, as a media guy, you get called names for not, you know, you just want to suck it, suck up to them and, and, you know, not ask them the tough questions or this and that. But I just... It's kind of a I mean, What kind of question is there, dude? There's no question I to mean, ask the guy. Yeah, it's like, dude, you know, whatever. He's just yeah. a bonehead, and he knows he's a bonehead. He's still, I'm I, still a good dude. As man. I said, I just hope he comes out when it's all said and done, and, and like Kenny says, maybe donate some money to a police fund. I know in Florida, because uh, you know, I can't speak his name because Kenny will get mad, but there's a guy I know in Florida who won the 97-125 East Coast title, <laughs> and he says, <laughs> he was telling me that in Florida there's a lot of cops uh, uh, dying in the line of duty right now, and it's it's a kind of a hypersensitive subject. So let's say, like Kenny said, once everything's done, James comes out, says, hey, this is really dumb. I apologize to everybody. I'm sure he's already going to do it. Here's uh, some money for a police fund or something, and everybody goes, okay, whatever, and we move on. Uh, he doesn't even need well, to do that. But. You know, it can be kind of like a buy-off kind of thing, but I think he's going to end up with no, a not a buy-off. service. No, not That's the way it'll be viewed, though. I, mean, they, I don't think they can do that realistically. No, I mean just but down like, the road, not 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 as part of his sentencing or anything, just down yeah, the road. Yeah, he just, yeah, yeah. He'll be community service. He's going to do a whole lot of talking to a whole lot of kids, yeah, man. which is fine. You know? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, it'll all be good. That's what he should do. He just get back to the community. It wasn't anything. I mean, it wasn't huge deal, but right on. I, just, I just appreciate you guys not blowing it out like a lot of other people have been. It's just ridiculous. No, not going to do that. I think Kenny and I are on the same wavelength for once in our life. All right, thanks, yeah, Chris. Good working. All right. Thank you. Hey, uh, Yogi, what uh, um, 
Any riding at all for you at all? No, 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 no. riding. I really, I really haven't had time. I uh, kind of went um, and got certified uh, as a tennis instructor, and that's kept me really busy. Um, I work with a whole lot of kids, and just you know, whenever Davey's back east and down south, um, I'm pretty much out the track with him, and then out at the mm-hmm. course for four or five hours a day in the afternoon. So, no, not really any time. Right. You know, plus two kids also. So. Uh, you know, you know what I think is funny. Uh, uh, I see you and the guy who I can't mention standing off to the side of the trucks, just talking like about whatever. Who knows? You guys are longtime buddies, and no one is bothering you. No one is like just five years ago, six years ago, whatever it was. You hung it up, Yogi. You know, people wanted your jerseys, your gloves, your autographs. You want you had to sign women's boobs, all sorts of things. And now here you two guys are just sitting there talking you know what i mean i just i like it it's cool i just it's funny yeah. how our sport works a little bit you know what i mean like people just forget you mm-hmm. i don't know but i don't know well you know it, it's 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 almost like that year to year right you know right. I, I think here today gone tomorrow i mean it's uh it's kind of the way it is you know but you know it's just like uh you know new talent trade coming in now you yeah. know yeah. next thing we're gonna know somebody else is gonna be here and next thing you know it's uh Bubba's gonna be gone. Dungey's gonna be gone, and right. you know, yeah, that's funny you say uh, that. I, I was I was talking to Blos this weekend, you know, and and uh, you know, we were just talking up in the truck, and I'm like, hey, you know what, man? I just want to tell you, I'm I'm super proud of you. You're doing the best that you can do with what you you have here, and you know what? You need to enjoy every second you have at this track. I mean, mm-hmm. from the time you get on yeah. that airplane to fly out, I go because you know what? He's 22. And he, and I go mm-hmm. before you know it, that window shuts really really fast. And when it's over, yep. it's over. And he has an idea. Like he, I said, what what would you plan on doing? You know, when you get done racing. And he goes, I want to be a cop. And I'm like, do you have an in? And he, we talked about it. And he's gonna go be a cop. But he has yeah. like plans, and he's he understands that this isn't forever. And he's doing this mm-hmm. while he can. And he's having fun at it. And he's doing the best he can. And he's giving it 150 percent. But it's going to be over, and I, I, I don't think, you know, a lot of these riders nowadays will bitch and moan about going to autograph signings and doing appearances and going riding and going testing and, you know, doing what they got to mm-hmm. do. But, like, for yeah. you, you know, you look back at it then, and you're like, wow, you know what? Mm-hmm. That, it wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? I'm doing yeah. something that I love yeah. to do, and, yeah. you know, it's going to be over eventually. And, I mean, you got, like, Danny was on the show last week. Danny Stevenson was Denny on, Danny Stevenson. Yeah. And uh, he was another one of those guys that, you know, raced, and now he's at the end of his career for, for a while now, and he's not even in the industry, and he's, you know, so he probably looks back and going, man, you know what, it was, that was a good time, but I wondered, you know, if I could have done something different. And that's something, me, that I've always, you know, tried to get to my riders that, you know what, for me, like growing up, I liked, I, I played baseball. I didn't give it 150%. I half-assed it. And I always look back and say, I wondered if I could have been, I could have made it if I tried. And it's not a good feeling mm-hmm. to have. You know, so my whole thing is, mm-hmm. dude, give it everything you have. And if you don't make it, you take, say, I take my hat off to those that are doing it because you don't know what it takes. Because yeah. it's a shitty, shitty, shitty feeling to sit there and wonder. I wonder, I wonder right. if I could have done it. Yeah, I think I think Yogi, yeah. you, you don't have any regrets like that, huh? I mean, you left everything out on the table, and I have a regret that the way you left the sport, but that's just me as a fan. But uh, uh, well, no, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. I, I feel like I didn't do what I should have done, not for myself, but for everybody else. 
Um, really? So 100% I do. You know, but I, I'm not going to sit here and say that it was all it was all planned that way because my brother getting hurt at the end of the 04 season when I was healing up from, you know, mm-hmm. still from Salt Lake City, that just happened. You know, that was the turn in my life that I had to take. And um, going to Atlanta, taking my family up there and, and being by his side for the next six, eight months, making sure that he was going to get where he wanted to get in life. Um, you know, I, I have definitely had no regrets for that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause yeah. you know, the, my, my career had passed me by at that point when it was over, it was just like, you know, there was really no coming back and yeah. I wasn't going to start all over again from square one. And, um, at that point, you know, I, I just, at that point I had too much pride to go come back from, you know, from my pickup truck and, uh, right. But, you know, some regrets throughout my career, yeah, you know, but, like, from from the ways I handle things and, and the image, immaturity I had, but but then again, they, I look at everything else that I got from racing and all the positive people that helped put me where I was, the influences, you know, like Jeff Stanton's and his wife helped me get through my shoulder surgery and just things that, you know, the Cliff Whites and people like that that really made my career and, mm-hmm. and really made me as a person. Johnny O'Mara, he, him probably being the biggest one that influenced me positive, like, mm-hmm. from the training side and, like, gave me somebody to look up to. Like, you know, all this other stuff, just I think about all of that and all the memories that were created, even at the test track, memories that were created with with Kevin Windham and just, all the crazy craps I did, right. you know, wrecking rental cars that watch Shugo at a photo shoot. Just, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was a small price tag for that stuff, for the memories that I have now. But it, uh, everything outweighs anything throughout my career that I did not accomplish or that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was, I think I had the best life I could have ever had for sure. And I have, you know, fairly good health and pretty much everything kind of still works halfway decent. <laughs> hey, do you still talk to uh do you still talk to Doug quite a bit? Doug Henry? Doug Doug Henry? No, I don't. And I actually have sad news about that. I was he was down in Bainbridge. He stopped by he stopped by my parents' track um during the Daytona time and um I wasn't around to come see him and uh so I'm gonna make sure that I go to Southwick this year because I gotta see Doug. Cool. Hey, let's but, uh no, I I don't. I know you guys when when it was you, Doug, Kevin, and John Dowd on that Yamaha team, man, that was a that was a, you guys were a tight knit group. Yeah. I'd never I've still to this day, I've never seen a team that had team unity like those guys that all got along, that hung out off the track and did things, you know, yeah. with it in the, I think that's what it was about, you know, it still it still should be about, you know, have fun with it and and respect your your teammates and go and have a good time. Yeah, it, that that year was just ridiculously. I mean, you know, we were all kind of East Coast guys, and all guys that were just were just kind of like whatever. Let's do whatever you want to do to have fun. And I mean, yeah, it was great, awesome. Uh, let's go to a call here, uh, Ed. You there? Yes, I am. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ed Longacre on the line. Uh, now I've gotten. I've gotten. Five phone calls in the last twenty minutes telling me there's people talking about me on. You don't even know the name of it. somewhere. You so even, I had to figure out what's going may, on. So I'm here. What's going on? I can't even believe you have you a computer, have, bro. 
<laughs> and I actually paid my phone bill this month so I can talk on the phone. Wow. <laughs> Dude, I was just thinking, hey, when, hey, when we were talking about, uh, when I was talking to Ezra about you, I was thinking about the old days when we used to play basketball and how, like, you're all come out and ball with you guys. And I'm like, dude, you ain't playing basketball. We got on the court, I remember at Troy, Ohio. Dude, and Ed Longacre, I never realized how long the guy's arms were. And I got stubs. Yeah. Dude, that was, <laughs> and I was just thinking, you were just talking so much shit to me the whole time, dude. That was, dude, I, we, we, man, those were the good old days, man. I really miss those times. Well, I think it's, I think, and I listened to you guys talking about nowadays and, and back then, even 10 years ago, and, and the things we did to alleviate the stress that is on race day that these young guys had, that Ezra had, the young guys have nowadays, a lot of money, a lot of stress to make their career in such a short amount of time, the things we did to take their minds off of some of that, like playing hoop, playing anything, doing doing anything to make race day better for them, hopefully. Yep. No, they, you know, and and take, take their minds off of everything doesn't have to be racing. It, it, yeah, you have to give it your 100%, and most riders do, but there is life after Sunday afternoon, and there is life when you're done. Yep. And there's a long life after it for most of these young kids. So they need to realize that, too. I, I, would, agree with with you. I would agree with you, Ed. So how you been, buddy? Yeah. How, where, do you, or where are you at? Are you up in uh, Massachusetts still? No, I go back and forth up there. I go up there and visit my friend Bob all the time up there. But I'm down here in Florida just kind of chilling, helping a friend run his bike shop and stuff, and just, just uh, enjoying life, watching the races on the weekend and, uh, you know, do you make it out watching to the races guys, at all? Watching guys wave the table, terrible towel, and things like that. So you know, hey. Do you, do you make it out to it's the all, races? It's all good. What was the last race you went to, Ed? Uh, last race I went to U.S. Open. Uh, was one I had. Was one I had. No, I haven't been. Last race I went to was Las Vegas. So a <laughs> young man named Ezra Lusk. So yeah. that was it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Right on. What do you remember about but, a, a young working for a yogi back in the day, Ed? What uh, What are your thoughts of working for him as as a kid? Um, a heart. The kid then and now has as big a heart as anybody that's out there. They gave more than he had to the sport. Didn't ask anything from the sport except what he was. He felt he earned. And that's why you mentioned the Yamaha team that those guys were had together. You've got a guy like Ezra with a big, huge heart. Doug Henry with a big, huge heart. John Dowd. Kevin Windham with a big, huge heart. I mean, these guys raced for the fun and love of it, but also for the career. And nowadays you don't. You see some of the kids do that, but a lot do not. And, man, when you see four guys that can do that stuff, that gave – the people, what they wanted, and left everything out there, whether they got with 10 and 10 outdoors or 10th overall Supercross, they left it with 100% and went to the next week and tried to do better. And that's, you could see it at Vegas two years ago. Ask anyone who was there at the U.S. Open who got the biggest ovation when they were introduced. Go ahead, ask anybody. I think you did when you, when you did the tire changing contest. Oh, God, what a fumble. I show people what not to do. But the, but that's, I mean, I could get it done, you know, or 30-second board was up, and we made it to the line, but still. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Nice, uh, nice, nice talking to you, Ed. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. 
Not a problem, K-Dub. Not a problem, Kenny. Anytime. Ezra, be well. Peace. God bless. Yeah, yeah. You too, Ed. Hang in there, bud. Good talking to you. All right, man. Enjoy. Take care. All right. Ed, Ed. Ed Longager on the air. Um, didn't know that was coming. Uh, Yogi. Yeah, y'all really rewinding it back this, <laughs> yeah, this we, hour, huh? Yeah, we are. Crazy. Hey, Crazy. you know, Kenny, you know what's funny? Uh, when Ezra came back at, from Mach 1 Yamaha, you know, he was. I, I was really cheering for him. He came on. He was. I was on Yamaha then. We gave him, you know, the year before work stuff. Uh, you know, he didn't have quite the same stuff as Reed, Ferry, and Villeman. And uh, the guy, well, I said Ferry's name, but it was Kenny. I'm sorry. I, I just made a bet. I, with, I, uh, I made a bet with Steve before the show that he couldn't go the whole show without talking about Ferry. It's not really. I'm talking about him. I'm just. <laughs> That's mentioning. why he said you and this other guy were standing there talking. He was talking uh, about Timmy, but um, he can't because he always, you know. You know how he is. He walks around, you know. With so what? Tim Ferry's the greatest oh, yeah. rider ever. So what? <laughs> but yeah. go on, bud. I, I, no, I, hey, Mathis, at least you're not mentioning the other guy that you always like to mention, too, though. Who's that, Nick Way? No, no, the other guy, Mathis. Oh, the other guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, not so much. Uh, good one, no. Yogi. Uh, no, and so Yogi's on Mach 1. He's on, he got last year's work stuff. And YZ250 and Kenny. He's killing it on the test track before the year. You know how much he's killing it? Reed sends his guys into the tower at Yamaha to film Yogi riding. And then, Yogi, you would stop riding sometimes, right? You would stop, and you're like, hey, don't film me. And and they they, – because Reed was worried about him. Yogi came into that 04 season fast. And, I mean, I think he was faster than than Red, faster than Villaman, and, and you were pretty much trading times with Reed at the test track, if I remember correctly. One guy would set the record. Next next day, another guy would set the record. And I really wish. Yeah. And you blaze through the pack at A1 from like 17th to 4th or 5th or something, I think, right? And, and uh, Yeah, I believe so, man. <laughs> and then I just wish you hadn't gotten, well, yeah, hurt again. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, man, that yeah. was cool. We, you, I remember us all talking like, holy crap. Yogi still got it. Like, he's going to do something this year. You know, you were fast, man. Yeah, it was fun. I, I really liked that bike that year, and it was uh, we were having a blast. You know, that was just kind of one of those things that like we were talking about. It, you know, I was uh, sweating the small stuff too much, kind of let all the little things, not having this, not having that, mm-hmm. not really focusing on myself and what you know I really, what I really should be worried about, and um, thinking about what I should have and didn't have and all that. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. you know. I, I was good with what I had, but, uh, right, yeah, right. I had crash after crash again, you know. <laughs> hey, you know, or you, know what's, you know what's pretty cool, too, is, uh, you know, Tony uh, Berluti is, works on our team, and, you know, we, we always talk, and a lot of people don't know, if it wasn't for working for you, he, he wouldn't have met his wife. Sometimes he, he yeah. praises you, but sometimes he cusses you. Man, I freaking wish I, if I was never in Bainbridge and, and I didn't go with Yogi to that sporting goods store to help him buy something, I never would have. I never. Is Berlut's yeah. wife from there? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, that's, that's how he met his wife. He worked for Ezra, yeah. and they were going to a sporting goods store. I didn't know that. With Ezra, and he met her. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Matchmaker he, yeah. there, bud. He, yeah. Yeah, he, he found that jewel in Bainbridge, Georgia. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, hey, Yogi, we're gonna yeah. let you go, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Uh, good, no worries. Good, good no to look worries. back thanks on. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, Ezra, tell your brother I said, hey, what's up, and thanks for supporting the show. And we'll see you uh, this weekend, huh? Are All you... right, man. Sounds good. All right. Yep, I'll be in St. Louis. All right, buddy. Take see care. You guys.
All right. Ezra Yogi Lusk on the line. Um, should we go to commercial and get Weege or go to Weege? Yeah, commercial? yeah. Let's go, let's go to a commercial. Let's, let's get, get Weege on the phone and then say, hey, Weege, hold on. We're going to go to commercial. Okay. All right. Let's, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's do that first. All right. Let's get Weege on the line here. Um, what do you think about Yogi? Good guy, huh? Dude, yeah. class. Uh, his battles with MC were just epic. Let's, uh, before we get to commercial. Dude, I think of Yogi. I think of the 117. On that on the Suzuki. Suzuki, yeah, that one year. I, I remember Yogi thirty four on a RM one twenty five, destroying everybody in Southwick in a moto. What kind of gear? Axel. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Chris, you there? Yes. What's up, man? We hung How up on you? Yogi. I don't know if you were waiting to talk to him or not, but you got Kenny instead. Yeah. I was just gonna say I love watching him on those Terraforma videos back in the day, and I was bummed that he retired. But oh well. Everybody gets old, my friend. <laughs> I know. Twenty eight, but I feel like I'm super old. Yeah. Terra firmer videos are, are cool. So, uh, I know. Uh, do you have a question for Kenny? Like, do you want to tell him how awesome he is or anything? Yeah, pretty awesome. Ah, Kenny. Makes, definitely makes the show good. Uh, I'm thinking you, about sir. getting Lindsay back in, so I don't know if that works out that good. But no, I think we need Kenny still. Thanks, Chris. All right, thanks, guys. All right, bye-bye. Hey, Dan, you there? I'm there. I'm here. What's up? Thanks for holding so long. This is Dan Dunes. It's actually the only way I could hear the show. My computer's not picking up your show for some reason. We should go over to Cox's house. This is probably working really good. <laughs> um, I was just on the phone for two and a half hours with Josh Hill, and I'm, I'm getting blown up on my text. And I, I had completely blown this stuff off and blocked everybody involved. And they, someone was telling me through a text that you guys were playing a message. I don't know. Steve, uh, we played a message, a voicemail from Steve Cox. But I thought it was going to be much more substantial than what it was. It was really stupid, and I wish I hadn't played it. Um, he seemed to think that it was coming from you or somebody like you. And it, it didn't mention your name. It didn't mention anything about it. It didn't do okay. anything about it. And I'm, I apologize for playing it to you. I, it's stupid. But that's the world of Cox. So. Hey, let me I ask just you want question. to say this whole thing is, is about as dumb as it gets. I mean, I'm getting like this, this whole Twitter thing is about as dumb as it gets. Um, I'm getting threats. He's getting threats now, I guess. I mean, we're not reporting awesome. government secrets here. And um, I just – everybody needs to drop it. <laughs> okay, let's All drop it. It's dropped. All right. We're, we're, hey, we're, we're hey, hey Dan, what did, what did Hills have to say? What did Hill have to – because you, you obviously talked to Hill. I've never talked to him for more than five minutes on the phone. You talked to him for two and a half hours? Two and a half hours. The guy would not shut up about moto. I mean, I, he's the first person I've ever met that wants to talk motocross more than I do. Yeah, he, we had um, him in the studio maybe a month ago, and he the he liked Factory Phil's stories more than uh, more than actual racing, you know, about himself. So he's a fan. That kid's gonna be racing until he can't walk or can't do it anymore, or be around the sport forever. What I mean, you, I can't wait to tell a story. I just don't want to transcribe 160 minutes, and I don't have a transcriber anymore. So if anybody out there transcribes, let me know. <laughs> Dude, I transcribed a 52-minute interview with James Stewart. So, <laughs> FYI, you can do it. All right. All right, right hey, what did Hill say? When's he coming back? Um, he was talking about um, maybe June where, where he's, he's thinking maybe Mammoth he could race. Um, uh, I guess he's saying the nerve, the nerve damage is a little worse than he thought it was originally. Um, all his bones, I guess, are healed and everything else. He says if, if it wasn't for the nerve damage, he could come back tomorrow. Huh. All right, Dan, thanks, man. Sorry again for playing a message that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> no problem. Talk to you later, guys. All right, bye-bye. And with that, let's bring our next guest on the line, uh, RacerX's senior editor, Jason Wygant. Weege, what's up? Oh, my God. Was that Dan Dunes? It was Dan Dunes. This continues? Dude. Well, okay. Hey, hey. Hey, hold on a second, buddy. We're going to go to commercial. I give you full credit, Kenny. Right. I know. 
Hey, hold you're on. the voice of reason here. We're going to go to commercial. Hold on a second. We'll be right back to you. we got yeah. to do right. a commercial the people that pay us. Very excited. All right. Hold on. And with that, let's go to a commercial. Kenny's big plan of putting Wygan online and making him wait for six minutes has happened. Uh, Pulp Show brought to you by BTOsports.com. We will see you in six minutes. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com. Featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sneaker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 World Champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. Over four decades, O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, 
Think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Yeah. And with us on the line is a big Halen fan, Jason Wygant. What's up? Well, I, I completely understand the kind of business mind that I am now working with. Now it has all come to fruition, full circle. What do you mean? Kenny made big claims Saturday afternoon at the track that if we want to bring the Racetrack Motocross Show in bigger and better than ever this summer at the Nationals, uh-huh. name the price. He will make the money. He will get the money with one phone call. 50 yes. grand, 100 grand, right. 500 grand. And I had my doubts. But the way that he managed to get me to listen to the commercials on this show, <laughs> I now see the value that he can bring the to marketing potential Marketing genius that is Kenny Watson. Thank you, Because I know the only reason that Dodge is involved with that team is because of Kenny. Could you really have a guy do the Racer X motocross show who doesn't leave the press tent? Like he didn't watch Google? Is he even there? Are you there, Kenny? Yeah, I'm just listening. Hey, oh, okay, cool. Before we, get, yeah, um, before we get too into detail, it's time. It's that time of the show. Let's hit it. And you know this, man. Rowards. <laughs> 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 
Hey, you stop laughing right now. It's quality, not quantity. All right, man. Yay! All right, that would be none other than the Austin Stroop tweet of the week. And this week, we have two. I dress for comfort, not fashion. And the other one is, they all love big names. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want me to translate? Yes, please. Uh, well, go ahead. Ask, ask the first one. I dress for comfort. I dress for comfort, not fashion. Okay. Says it all. He doesn't care what he looks like. You, you did the interview with him this weekend. He did an interview. I watched it with a white T-shirt with his shirt unbuttoned, his team shirt, because it was hot. So he was dressed for comfort. So he wanted to get some air oh, wow. underneath him. Brilliant, Kenny. Shorten the hair, too. Shaved his head. Yeah. Yeah. He said he sure. makes him ride better. Second one, they all love big names. He's talking about women. Women. They all love big names. If you, ain't, if, if you, if you don't have a two-digit number, you might as well kiss that hottest chick walking through the pits away when she's looking for a man. What if you're Michael Lessie and you got a 800? Well, he has his own chick. Oh, I know, but just let's say. And he, has, he had a <laughs> – yeah, I won't even go into the rest. All right. Uh, we got a phone call already for Weech? Already? Right. We just serious, dude. Oh, it's not a phone call for hey, Weech. Weech. It's, just, it's just some guy called in. Oh, hey, some we- guy just called in. Hey, ah. Weech. Correct. His name's Chuck. Okay. Chuck. Chuck, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? What's what the up? fuck, Chuck? You got a question for for Weech? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I want to. I want Weech to do a little bit of uh, Weech's corner on Kenny. All right. Okay. We can do All that. Right here. I'm always. I'm always in class. So I never get to talk to you guys. They're here at the show live, so this is my first time. Where are you from? Uh, Salt Lake. Oh, nice. We'll be there in a couple of weeks. Come by and say hey to me. I'll be sure to tell you to go right. F off. <laughs> I'll tell you to hang yourself. I'm done. Perfect. I'll know exactly who you are. Look on more. Look on more. Yeah. That's right, bud. Both here. Thanks, Chuck. Thanks, Chuck. We'll try to get to that for you there, buddy. <laughs> right away. Hey, uh, <laughs> why can't? Um, you see what I'm working with here. You see what I'm working with. But, oh, I uh, see it. I see it. Thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Hey, this guy is so gnarly, dude. Talking about a guy that hangs out in the press tent when the races. At least I'm on property, dude. This dude announces arena cross. He's not even there. <laughs> Good point. Excellent so, point. Dude, you, you can't come down on me, bud. You don't even go no, to the dude, races. I, Dan I, Dunes I, I would not. Dunes about how to get it done, man. I, I, I listened to your show last dude, week, and now I know exactly I wish, how to I wish, I wish, I wish I would remember that when Cox was yeah. bitching about all that shit last oh, week. Oh, does Cox know that you don't go to the races? Because this could be a problem. <laughs> he has to know, dude. dude. It's hilarious. Like, Tyler Bowers has now won the championship, and the shows that we've done so far, he's only won one race. That's how far behind we are. Yeah. I'm just give you an idea. Yeah. Uh, I see what you're working with, bud. How is <laughs> I mean, hey, Speaking of I bud. Am. You're right. I'm working with bud. Yeah. yeah. Speak, speaking of bud, how is he as a, as a commentator? You had John Dowd last year, and now you got Bud Man. Dude, Budman is 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 uh, really like way better than I thought. Um, the guys, I mean, okay, they all have knowledge, right? They all have knowledge, but I think we've all seen some TV shows with guys who have knowledge because they've won races, but somehow they don't either know it or they don't explain it or something. That's not Budman. Um, he's he's good, and he's got to be in his element though, because I tried to have him do some stuff at LA for Supercross, and he's like, Nah, man, I'm not feeling it. But once you get to Arena Cross, all of a sudden he can talk, so it's good. If anybody knows Arena Cross, it's the Budman. Yes, I think sir. that's what it is. I think he just knows, like, no one's going to question what he says on an Arena Cross show. Like, yeah, bullshit. how many I titles have you won, right? Yeah. That's well, back in the day, though, he won them when they had, like, the pull starters. 
the pull start. <laughs> <laughs> like a lawnmower, like your Briggs and Stratton mini bike. Uh, I don't think they had those up in Canada because they had their toots on over their eyes. Toots, it's a toots. They had pull starter, but they were toot. snowmobiles. Uh, somebody, somebody tweeted right now. K Dub is on it tonight on the show. I never thought I'd say it, but I'm agreeing with him on everything. Wow! Wow! Standard. Standard. Hey, did that guy Chuck call because he wanted me to put a Kenny's Corner. Request yeah, in yeah. Here? Let's let's do that. Let's do let's, we just let's corner. Do Budman. Let's do Budman. We've already done Bud. No, let's no, do. I we I, want. He wanted to do Weege telling Weege's, a Kenny story. Tits. No one asked you. Yeah, huh? Hey, Weege. Wait, is that Tits or is that Peter? I'm very confused. It's, it's Peter has like, Tits. One in the same. I'm tits very is, confused. Tits is his stage name. He yeah, called like, me and actually said, "This is Peter." Like, he, as if that's gonna work. Yeah, no. When yeah. he's on the main stage, it's tits, and that's where he takes the dollar bills in his hammock. Hey, you know so. what my stage name is? Wesley Pipes. <laughs> Mine's Coal Miner. Coal Miner. <laughs> hey, let's. We got a call here. No, we don't. Tits, did you hang up on him? No. Oh. Hey, Weed. So, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna make this happen? Because you said you were gonna talk to your people, and then I seen DC walk by, and he just looked at me like I was a ghost as usual. <laughs> <laughs> but when Kerry Hart's there, he wants to stop and talk every time. But when it's just me, eh, fuck that guy. <laughs> well, everybody assumed, well, smart move on his part, right? Yeah, um, I, I agree. No, he's not even the guy that, uh, d- just ask Matt this. Davey kind of floats around there, but we don't really do our bidding through him either. All right. Well, just we we go to our guy, Brian. So. Oh, Brian Staley? Well, Brian Staley yeah. is, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big not fan. <laughs> really? Oh, really? Oh, then I've got to ask him then in that case. That'll be even no, better. No, uh, I don't know. I, you know what? I. Dude, that dude, like, I know his name, and I wouldn't know that dude if he walked right up in front of me. Nah, he's cool. Nah, he's as cool as I get, but that's not his deal, man. He's not a, he's he's a behind-the-scenes yeah. guy. Like, he goes to two, three races a year. We just the one up front in the spotlight. Hey, look at me. Yeah, I'm in the yeah, spotlight. look at me, look at me. Well, I think that we would uh, be a good team. I think that we would kill it. Well, if you're bringing money to the table, I think that's the only requirement we really have. Well, well, that's what. <laughs> hey, you do it, this sounds this sounds really, 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 really familiar to me, because another guy sitting across from me was the same way. <laughs> hey, that guy, that no. guy backed you up though. Kenny, Steve, did you not back him up? Did I? What do you mean? No, you did. You said he immediately brought money. Oh to the yeah, table. yeah. No, when when Paul split, we were short on funds. Kenny said, "Give me, give me, give me a day," and uh, the next day. Or two days later, he called and said, I got $6,000. And I'm like, we're back in. We're back. So wow. it happened. It happened. He, he made it happen. Uh, let's go to Adam. Adam, you there? I am here. What's up, man? Not much. How are you guys doing tonight? Uh, we're fantastic, Adam. Thanks for calling. Excellent. I got a, a comment for you and Weeds mainly. Yeah, not Kenny? Yeah. Well, Kenny, too. Well, <laughs> leave it me has out to do of with the weekly breakdown, so Kenny's not part of that. Hey, leave me out of this, please. <laughs> okay, I know well, you're going to bash I will them. say one thing now. You guys always ask uh, who's better. The show would suck if either one of you left. Oh, thanks, Adam. So, what about, yeah. What about if Tits left? Would we still be okay? Oh, man. You, you'd probably get by. I'd still listen. Tits, right, tits, got a lot, tits got slammed this week in the voicemails. Good. Yeah. <laughs> But Tits will like this comment. Okay. He's, he's not um, listening. He's on the phone. I recently met but, yeah. Ryan Dungey in the Atlanta airport when he's coming back from Atlanta. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, coming back from Dallas through Atlanta. Yep. Super nice guy and, like, great people skills, if you want to call him that. And I know you and Ping and Weege always rip on him in your, uh, like, post-week stuff for being a robot. Possibly bad for the sport. 
I don't. I just disagree with that. It's the only time I've met him, but right. Well, let's great, let's great guy. The the bad for the sport, I believe, was Pingree. It's easy to blame the guy not on the line, but I believe that really was true. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Sorry. We're yeah. talking about two different things here. You're talking about talking to the guy as a regular guy, which he is fine then. There are some other riders, one of them a three-digit hero who got the whole shot over the weekend. Three-digit <laughs> rider hero. Social skills, eh, but interview skills are actually okay. With Dungey, okay. if you talk to him one-on-one, he's fine. Yeah. But the interview skills on the podium are, here's the strange part. I, we know I guess. He can do it. You talk to him in person, he seems fine, right? You know he can handle it. Right. Um, I, and he used to. Three or four years ago, he was fine. So right. like he, he's nervous or afraid or he, he got yelled at once and he's still traumatized by it. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, I, I, point, I definitely actually. see that. He's capable. He's capable. I mean, he got an award yeah. at the banquet for the best media guy. Yeah. They, they need to take that back. They revoke it, huh? Yeah, like, like, like Millie Vanilli's uh, – um, Grammy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take it back. I, I do have, yeah. I do have a quick story about Ping too. All right. I, I grew up in, in Montana and I, it was a, like a, there was a race in Great Falls and Ping was there and everybody was, you know, we don't get a lot of, this was back before the internet was real popular. <laughs> so we didn't get any exposure to any pro riders and Ping was there and me and my buddies were kind of, we were really young standing outside his truck waiting for an autograph. He was talking with like three of his buddies and just loaded up and left us. Whoa. <laughs> we, we never specifically like said, hey, man, can we get an autograph? But right. I felt it was kind of obvious what we were there for. <laughs> and then gripping on Dungy for... But I, I do see your point about two separate things. Adam, I have, uh, yes. I, I have written the time down of the show that you said this <laughs> in. I will pull this clip and I will play it tomorrow. For ping during during our because we're having our we're having our weekly weekly roundup. He's gonna rip me apart. Well, I mean, he needs to answer to these these uh these yeah, these, these charges. He, he does. Yeah, absolutely, and I, and, and he I'm will. I'm a huge ping fan, though. So well, we'll leave that part out, but we'll leave the part out okay, about you being pissed. Cut that. <laughs> and I was talking shit about him the whole time. We'll see what he says back. It's only fair, right, Weech? Um, yeah, 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 exactly. He's um, you, these little these little moments that you don't think are going to add up can come back to haunt you years later. You've got to respect everyone, Pete. Yeah, yeah, no, Adam exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, when Weege, when Weege was flagging at English Town, I'm sure he was nice to everybody who came his way. Mathis <laughs> often questions why I'm able to – people that really actually legitimately are annoying. I'm sure you and your friends were fine. No, uh, yeah, we probably were annoying. No, maybe we're annoying. There's but people Matt in often questions yes. why I'm able to, why I try to withstand conversations with people who are obviously annoying. Hey, Weege, it's because you, I'm afraid of the phone call like this. Hey, Weege, did you <laughs> did you ever see the interview I did with Dunge at the at Washougal? Dude, it was a big hit. Exactly, yeah. it was Art. killer. He opened up to me because you know what? Because I know the kid, and I think it's I'm more of a one-on-one type of guy with him, and I wasn't being like that journalist guy. Hey, ask some lame questions. I was just asking him questions about the farm, how he's doing, you know, you know, how's the, you know, how's the bike, blah 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 blah. And he opened up, and he was cool. But I think when he gets, you know, on the podium and he has that microphone in front of him, and there's like fifty thousand people, you know, he has to talk about his tires. He thinks he has to talk about his his. Right. His Nike boots, you know what I mean? I think he's like yes. has so much stuff going through his head. But I think you get him on one-on-one, if he'll let you do an interview with him one-on-one, I think he opens up pretty good. 
Well, he's get five him here. years from now, we won't even be talking about this. He'll, yeah. he'll get through it, and he'll be fine, and he'll be good. I, and I think, it's in uh, there somewhere. And I think getting back to uh, uh, Adam's point, all the guys are nice when you meet them one-on-one like that. They're all cool. There's not really any dicks in the sport, I don't think. I don't know of any guys. I think if I would think of somebody, I would call them out on the show, but I can't think of anybody that is kind of a dick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's really the first guy that I've ran into not right. at a race. Well, like, I don't have tits, a lot of – Tits ran into him, and he treated Tits like dirt. So. Hey. Did he really? Yeah. No, he didn't. Tits, tell a story <laughs> about how you he, – he didn't want to take a photo with you? He didn't – no, that's not true. Well, Tits he, tried to grab his did. ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was the night he won his uh, first 250 championship, and I said, hey, can I get a picture? And he was on his way, beelining for somewhere, and I said, can I get a picture? And he said, uh – yeah, just make it quick. And so I did, and then he was on his way, and that was it. Just make it quick. All right. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks. Uh, you should have said no. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. It's gonna take a long time for me to snap this picture. <laughs> thanks, Adam. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Love the show. Thank See you. Ya. Thank you. All right, bye. Hang yourself. Uh, O'Rourke, you there? I'm here, guys. All the way from Aussie, our Australian listener. Wait, it's O'Rourke. It's O'Rourke. It's O'Rourke. That's me, Wade. That's me. Wow. Are you the first Pulp MX Cub reporter? The first Pulp uh, were, what, sorry? You were the first, you're the first, like, um, journalist underneath Mathis for Pulp MX, right? Like, you were covering a separate race. I have yet to see, well, I've yet to see his coverage of the set, this, this said race. Oh. Oh. Hey, it was only two days ago. Give me a break. Wow. Hey, listen, Weege, uh, if you handed in a racer report two days uh, old, how would that go over? Not too well, We got right? like five stories up on Racer X from races yeah. on Saturday, man. Good job, O'Rourke. When, when, when do you guys submit, observa- when do you submit observations? Dude? Observations will be in my boss's email inbox probably sometime around 11 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. It better be. That's right. It better so, be. It's on. So I'll, I'll have it to you uh on Tuesday as well, okay? Tomorrow you'll have it. Did you get your camera fixed or something or whatever? What? Yeah, 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 yeah. My wife used my camera and used all the batteries, and I was flat, oh, and I had to go to the store and get some more. That so sucks when they, use like... the, when they use up all the batteries. That's terrible. Batteries. Taking pictures of kangaroos. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny go, hang your, go hang yourself, Kenny. I uh, would. I don't got enough rope. Hey, uh, <laughs> I tried with a tie-down strap in the garage last night. Didn't work out too well. Kenny, please don't. I'll have to get Lindsay back. Hey, uh, O'Rourke, what's up? You, you got, you got line, we got lines jammed up, so I don't want to take too yeah, much I've of Yeah, I've got a question for, yeah. uh, for Weege. I know he's a man who loves his stats, and this is actually a question that was sent to me on Twitter by a Pulp Mix listener. I don't know why they're sending him to me. Um, yeah. But he wants to know that history dictates that usually the points leader at Daytona is the, the winner of the Supercross series. Um, now, uh, Villapoto was the leader at Daytona but has since lost it and regain the points lead. Has any other rider done that in sort of recent times? Well, last time that someone was the points leader and then uh, it, uh, I believe, changed it all. I believe changed, it, it, it changed and the, the championship changed in, in 1992 with Stanton and Bradshaw, but um, I don't believe it had changed at any point. Uh, like you're saying with Villapoto, like it changed in, say, round 12 and then went back at round 14 or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd have to think about that, but that was 1992, so we're almost going 20 years here since uh, the points lead has changed um, after Daytona. We came close. Villeman was the points leader going into Daytona in 02, and then he got hurt, and Carmichael took it and led it all the way to the end. So, right. Hey, O'Rourke, I got news deal. for you too, bro. You are not eligible for the contest. <laughs> <sighs>
Uh, I'm not an employee. What do you leave me out for? We are not flying you from Australia. To exactly, sit, sit especially two. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, um, I'm, I'm more than happy to submit a, an entry that is for, I don't know, bragging rights only. Uh, All right, perfect. Yeah, go ahead. Perfect. Thanks, okay. bud. Thank and, you. Um, I just, just want to say um, thanks to you guys for doing the uh, Weege and you and Pingree for doing that uh, uh, weekly roundup podcast. It's a, it's a funny thing, especially when you guys end up talking about unicorns and in series of, of different bits and pieces. And 1-800-CALL-PING. I like that one. Yeah, it's catching I, on. I need that card. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks, O'Rourke. All right, see you guys. See O'Rourke. Hey, Kenny, that's a podcast that I do with Weege and Ping. You don't know anything about it, but nope. Uh, Nash. Gents. Gentlemen. Oh, nice. What's going on, Weege? Let's, uh, let's, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I know you guys are Jersey and all that, but we got a lot of calls on, on the hold, so let's. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. I got, I got important moto questions. I'm not going to go on a big Jersey, Weege, Barry Karsten, Bonanza. Fear not. Okay. <sighs> I like it, though. Uh, where's Jake Weimer? What's the status of Jake Weimer? When's Jake Weimer coming back? Weege, take it. You. you. You're the guest. We you're the you're the big. No. All right, yeah. Nash and I are going to talk Weimer. Weimer um, has actually been at the races. He was in. He was uh, he was there over the weekend in uh, Dallas. Um, he's been hanging out in Florida. He's renting an apartment down there to ride with Villapoto. But he was supposed to come race at St. Louis. He said he feels his speed is back, but he can't do 20 laps the way he wants to yet. So he's looking at Salt Lake City now, which means Fabian Azuaz still on board, baby. Hey, Azuaz a cool dude. Man, he's a he's a he's a pretty funny guy. Like I like him, good dude. Kenny, he's yep. from Europe. I know he is. The only thing I got to say about that dude is I he don't has like the worst from Europe. He has the worst bo on the line, hands down. All right, hands All down. Right. I had flashbacks of of David when David got here before David got introduced to uh, deodorant. That kid reeks. I don't know him, but the dude has bo, and that's okay. all I'm saying. No, no, no. Right. I'm not trying to. That's be all he's a, saying. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Is like I wanted to introduce him to some like really good speed stick or something that a good like twelve hour sports stick that you know works. Okay. Uh, you know, one last thing. He's practically a male model. I'm very impressed. I mean, he's got the high end jeans. The hair, the long hair is always perfect. It's amazing that he misses that one part completely. Yeah. Well, have you noticed that too? So someone back me, please. No, I haven't actually. Oh. Yeah, I don't have. You guys I are all a bunch of sissies. We don't go around sniffing men, Kenny. Well, you guys are up in the oh press box doing what you got to do, but it's time to race. You guys talk to him. Oh, early. this is from the guy who just told us that he didn't go to the manager's tower because he wore white shoes this weekend. Do you really believe that? Yeah, I do. Okay. I love it. All right. I love it. All right, Nash, you got um, anything else? Uh, yeah, one last question. Kenny, do you have a story about Barry Karsten for Weege? Who, Big Boy Barry? Yes. No, have you never been done? Hey, Weege, I was going to ask you, were you the flagger at, at uh, Englishtown in, in 96? <laughs> yeah. Were you there when yeah. me and Sheik went there? Yeah, yeah, I saw you there. I even, uh, I even saw you walking um, from the starting gate back to the pits, and I like, shook your hand. It was a moment, a brush of greatness for myself. No, you didn't. Yeah. Yes. Wait, was it 96? Which year was it that, that you guys were getting like third and fourth of the Nationals? Of the 96. 96. 96. Oh, yeah, 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 before the Honda year, 97. Yeah, we went there. I swear to God, you're walking back from the starting gate, back toward the pits. And I said, hey, you're Kenny, right? Because I saw you being interviewed on TV a couple times. And you're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, good job flying the privateer flag, man. 
making everybody proud. Wow. Dude, I totally, honestly, I totally, honestly, totally, totally do not remember that. <laughs> well, you wouldn't, because honestly, your reaction was pretty much like, yeah, whatever, bud. Go hang yourself, flagger. Yep. Dude. Hey, aren't you supposed to be flagging? <laughs> Mathis, you saw the, you, you saw when Purcell showed up at Daytona this year, and no matter what I did and what I said right. and what I tried to ask him, he did not break stride. Yes, that was, that, that was Kenny. That was Kenny in 96. Right. Kenny in a young week. I love it. Uh, thanks, Nash. Care less. Hey, hey, see, hey, Weege, DeLong, DeLong will be powerful later. Later. I don't even know what that means. Yes. He's, he's got a, uh, Nash has got a, a GNCC guy that he's oh. scouting radar out on. Hey, let me ask you a question. What do you know about Josh Freeze? Josh Freeze? Vince Freeze, sorry. <laughs> Vince. Um, no, I don't know. There's, there's apparently something, something happening, right? But I actually only heard it from... I think one of the hosts of the show, so I don't, know, I don't know any more than you guys do. Hey, let's go to another guy who's not eligible to win this contest. Moser. Hey, I'm just saying I'm throwing my 29 followers and the Dream Team behind O'Rourke because I think we need to fly him in from Oz. Yeah, we're not flying him in a friggin- Well, hey, I'll tell you what. Why don't you get one of your Dream Team members that his dad has a private jet, and then uh, it's, it's a done deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's that simple? That's it. Yeah. Tell him to tell Dada. To fire up the jet. <laughs> Ooh, why don't we get JGR behind this? Because that would make it easy. Because he's a sponsor of the show. Coy would tell us to suck it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, I, I hate to hurry you along, Moser, um, but we do. We're waiting on another guest. We got to get Weej through. What's up? What's the question? What's going on? Weej already knows what the question is. I'm waiting for an answer. He won't return my text. I got bad my, news my for you, Moser. I got bad news. We're all tapped out. Beds are full. So, if you want to sleep on the floor, I think it's going to be a little bit awkward. The, my, my video guys probably going to be kind of wondering why. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, Moser, the Woody is a wagon, right? Moser sent me a yeah, text. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a wagon. Moser sent me a Twitter or a text. I don't remember what it was. And it said, what are you wearing? I don't know why. I got freaked out. I'm not going to lie. Now, Moser, um, are you in the crier definitely going to make it, or is the crier on the fence right now? Uh, the crier was definitely on. Well, he, was, he pulled out. But he's back in. We're whoa, in. Whoa! I didn't um, ask about that. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> he pulled out. It was a fake pullout. He's back in. We're we're definitely coming. Likely in the Woody. We got whoa, smiling yeah. Chad. We got big red. We're rolling like four or five deep. We're coming. Are, are you coming with the Woody? Yeah. yeah um, we're coming with with the Woody. With Woody. With Woody. I, I can't okay, wait. Listen, I, I know we got to go, but I'm, if you and the crier do show up, since I have the video guy there. How about on Friday, we do a big retrospective, one year in the life of Moser and the Crier. We'll go to the brew pub where you bought Mathis and I drinks. We'll explain the Crier and Villapoto. We'll explain you and Shorty. We'll introduce you to the two at the track on Saturday. How do you feel about this, a Racer X Films retrospective? I think it, I think it needs to happen. He can't even speak. Okay. I, also, I should. I don't want to drop. I, I'm not dropping everything right now. There's a surprise waiting for Moser in Seattle. Whoa! Is her is her name Pookie Mathis? Well, that there is that. Yeah, she's not right. down for gang banging though. I, I'm not sure what you're, you and your little gang of dream team have in mind. <laughs> but um, no, there's a, there's two surprises then. One is Pookie Mathis. Is the other party girl yeah. Pookie? No, the other one you'll see. You'll, you'll be happy. I hope you know that the crier and my my whole goal, me and the crier, is to get the, is to see party girl Pookie. We're ordering shots, Matt. That is not my goal at all. That I is know. not my goal. That doesn't Thanks, that Moser. Doesn't matter. Thank you. All right, see you guys. See ya. I hate to rush these guys along, but we do have to get our next to our next guest. Has been.
Hey, guys, how you doing? What's up? Hey, uh, Chase, I got to call bullshit on you. You couldn't have shaken, shook uh, Kenny's hand because uh, Dave Chase and uh, Chair Irwin would have come up on their uh, KX80s and blocked you. <laughs> yeah, Kenny Irwin, the uh, track designer. One year they actually, this is how they referred to me. This is how they, this is how they referred to me. Hey, maybe one of, the, one of these years you can become one of the real guys, which meant yeah. like those guys that patrolled the track on KX80s. <laughs> Apparently, I was not a real guy. I was just a fly. Yeah, obviously, you didn't pop your collar when you were walking around the track, so you didn't sit in. Hey, Dude, speaking of that. skills in riding a KX80 with like a checkered flag in their hands. Like, they had like three arms. I don't know how they did it. Dude, whatever yeah, happened uh, to those dudes? Where are they at? <laughs> They're still in Jay's on California doing shopping strips and. Uh, Dave yeah. Chase's uh, run around with his indie band. Hey, you know what I know? Crazy. Um, before I even went there, like when I first moved out of my house, I moved into one of my buddies in a condo. And dude, Jay lived next door to me, and right. he would come up to me and tell me, you know, he owned English Town, and I'm like, what's fucking English Town? Like I didn't even know what English Town <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's a track on the east, and blah blah blah. And then, like, I went there. Like, I moved. I was only there for, like, six months, and I moved. And then I yeah. went there, and he rolled up on that bike. And I was like, what, is your kid racing? Like, why are you riding this thing? He goes, I told you, this is my track. You know, I was like, whoa, all right, cool. <laughs> I miss the days of the factory Cowie team going to English Town to battle the locals. I remember and, we had to being go hung over, being hung over probably on Sunday morning. I remember. I like, used to stay at that Ramada Inn right off of Exit 9. Was that right? Exit 9 on the turnpike? Yep, yep. And, and it was always a Friday night bringing him into the city to Bondi's restaurant, and that's where the uh, and that's, the famous Carmichael uh, Tunnel Bunny incident happened. And I guarantee that you that out. Karsten was behind all that. Hey, take these guys out tonight <laughs> before the race. Make it no, so- you know who was? Who? JSR, baby, the biggest benefactor uh, of all time JSR. of that. JSR, who freaking put it to Emig for 19 and a half of 20 minutes uh, when Emig, at the end of 97, Emig at the yes. peak of his powers. Please, yes, and then please. he separates his shoulder with like two turns to go. Yeah. Hey, Cox, yeah. Is, Cox is claiming in the chat room that um, the whole thing about Freeze, that Bonnie was yelling to Gallagher that you need to do something about that effing guy. I don't know. I don't trust Cox. He hates Freeze with a passion. I'm not saying he's not saying it's true, but. So if Dunes wrote it, would you believe him? Yeah. Dunes knows. Dunes goes to the races. <laughs> Dun- Dunes is there. God, I'm so over that Dunes. I, I'm sorry for the shit that I unleashed on the world. I know I walked out. I didn't want to be no part yeah, of Ken- it. Kenny, you walked out. You are innocent. There is no blood on you. You were just using his excuse to leave. Has been. We got to go. Thanks, bud. Hey, hey, one, one more thing. That the three-way thing you guys do is awesome. But uh, thank you. Hey, Weech, uh, Saturday night on the Madison Square Garden Network, the Cat Show is live from uh, Madison Square Garden, live on MSG. And uh, wait, the wait, guy that was show? calling it had nothing on you, man. It was uh, too bad you missed it. What show? What uh, What show is this? It was uh, the Cat Show from the Madison Square oh, Garden. Was yeah. live on MSG with a network. Yeah. Wait, like, so like, like the two dog, bags, like two the... bags fluffing up a Himalayan. And, you know, it's just it's ridiculous. You can't see Supercross on TV, you know. Dude, when MSG doesn't have a Knicks or Rangers game, it's sad. So you're telling well, me that... Well, out the Knicks game, and they had the cat show on. So and you, were, and you were watching it? Oh, no, no, I was flipping through. I'm out in Wyoming on one last snowboard trip. Obviously, obviously, my string is shorter, so I got a better phone connection today. Perfect. All right, do some good Thanks. turns for Thanks, us. Thanks, Hasman. Hey, hey uh, Weege, what, uh, what's it like going to the Supercrosses and not announcing them with Jim Hawley? What's that like? Are you having a hard time? The first five races, I'm not kidding. Like, it just pretty much completely sucked. Like, it felt like it was like um, you were 
like, got fired from a job and you're watching all your friends partying it up and, like, spending all the money they were still making and you weren't. Like, um, it'd be like the dude that got fired from Facebook, like, just when they were about to become, like, gazillionaires in the movie, right? Right. Like, that guy was bummed. Or, like, hanging out at some party and there's, like, your ex-girlfriend just running a bunch of dudes. I'm sure that's something that none of you guys have ever been through personally, right? Sure. So that's pretty much what it felt like for first five or six weeks. I'm kind of past it now. I mean, if they called me right now and said we're doing a webcast this weekend in St. Louis, I'm in. But as far as being right. depressed about it, it's been kind of fun lately. You know, I get to run my own schedule. When it was Holly and I, I mean, they had us pretty much be here this, do here, do this then. It's been cool to just kind of cruise through the pits uh, at my own pace. Hey, let's go do no, our. Let, do hey, let's go do our own thing for the outdoor nationals, and we will call the shots. We will say, "Hey, we are going to be there at twelve o'clock. Well, we will do this. We will do that, well, and just have to just post it on Racer X, and we'll go for it. Ain't well, no Kenny, one going to tell us what to do. That's how it runs now. Like that's that's Racer X's style in nationals. Well, I, I, well, yeah. I, you know what? You're right. Because when I went there right. to do the show, we saw, all right, well, you got to be there on Friday at 3 o'clock. We're going to do a pre-show. Uh-huh. I was there at 2, 2.30. We didn't show up till 3.30. Yeah, no. It's, it's, okay. a loose, it's not And then the next right morning tight. was, you got to be there to do, the, to, the, to do the show in the morning before, and no, it didn't work out that way. The camera guys, I was supposed to go do interviews. Well, yeah, it's Teen Wolf and, and uh, Maddie Friend. Oh, dude. Yeah, they're not much for timing. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're horrible. There's no pushing I, Teen Wolf to get going. No. They're the most laid-back dudes. Like, I, what I said before, like, if you got the guy that got fired from Facebook or watching your ex-girlfriend make out with a bunch of guys, I don't think that would fire up either of those two. Yeah, no. They'd they're be, impervious Yeah, they'd be like, fired up. They'd be like, whatever. Yeah. yeah hey, let's, cool. let's talk about actual racing here in the show. Uh, okay. No, let's do, let's do this first. How is it living in North Carolina? Uh, still have only been there a few weeks. It's hard to say, but right. here's really what it comes down to. I haven't gone to the JGR shop yet, so really, That's, what's the point of even discussing this yet? Yeah, exactly. You haven't gone to Bradshaw's. You haven't gone to Bradshaw's old Supercross track either. Yeah, it's like I've gone to church, but I haven't really seen God yet. So yeah. Um. Uh. Let's talk about uh, the Stuart Reed confrontation this weekend. Um. What'd you make of it? What What'd you think? I mean, could could it get any crazier? No, I think we've actually reached the point now where you can, we can guarantee something crazy is going to happen every weekend. You can't have 10, 11 weeks like this in a row. It, this is just the way it's going to be. And, cause, and now we're down to you know four races, championship pressure, and it, it's only going to get crazier. I, I can't believe we've reached this point. Like it used to be most of the races were boring and you had a good one every once in a while. Right. Now this is, this is the rule, not the exception. Um, I think the only thing that disappointed people was I think everyone expected Reed to just, you know, go off within his typical outspokenness. But, you know, he said a few things. Mm-hmm. I think for the most part he was a little reserved. He was. He wasn't nearly as mad after the race as I thought he would be. I think, yeah, I think everyone was looking forward to that. Right. I think Chad, I think Chad has, has grown up a lot in that way. I think having a family and a kid and just realizing, you know, I don't think he's that gnarly, like, outspoken like that, but I, I, I think he has his manager that charged my truck over a stupid incident, and then I don't think that his manager, Magnum, Magnum PI, I don't know if he went and charged James and got in James's face. You know, I don't. Do you know the whole situation that happened with us? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I, okay, and, and I know how that, that's how Magnum PI started. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that guy has has enough nuts to go charge James Stewart's truck, but he has enough nuts to come in my truck. I don't think he'll come in my how truck. Does that, I don't think he'll do that again. How does that even apply to what we were talking about, Kenny? Just wondering. Not not coming down on you. Uh, because we were talking about Chad and how Chad, um, he wasn't outspoken about the situation, mm-hmm. and I said, well, maybe Dave Osterman, his team manager. When it was going to go over there and thought twice about it. Still had nothing to do with it, Kenny. All right. Well, sorry, Steve. Well, I'm just saying. Well, fucking sorry then, all right? You don't need to be sorry. I'm just wondering where you were coming with it, where you were going. I was trying to help you. I'm sorry. You you don't have to help me. Help yourself, bro. (laughs) I am. I got an elliptical (laughs) machine. I think here's where Reed is is at in this situation right now. He's just come back from three or four weeks of saying, you know, I'm in this for the long haul. The rest of these guys can blow up week in and week out. They can get into all this drama and take everything, you know, live in the moment instead of thinking of it as a 17-race series. So he's been basically riding that. I'm looking at the big picture the whole time, train. So it would be crazy for him to all of a sudden abandon that right. and take what happened in five feet of racetrack and blow the whole season up on that and try to fight somebody or scream and yell. You know? Yeah. He claims that you're going to win some, you lose some. So he's going to live and die by that. Hey, we had a good debate earlier in the show, and I know you were stuck to your internet listening to it, but yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. NCAA, who cares? Um, who won? Oh, the Huskies won. Which ones are they? Connecticut, bud. Are they the underdog ones, or are they the other ones? Oh, they're a favorite. Nah. Okay. Um, uh, I don't care about that. Big Leaf game tomorrow. Um, big. Big Weech, uh, we were talking earlier about the James off-track stuff, and Kenny and I are both of the opinion, like, it seems like we had a caller who wanted him, you know, drop from Sam Manuel. We had a caller who wondered about punishment from the AMA. We had... You know, some people are very upset. They do want their pound of flesh. What do you make of this whole thing and the way it's going being handled? And, and in your mind, is it, you know, a serious enough offense to, 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 to suspend him or to lose a sponsor or anything like that? What, what about this? No. I, mean, I think the only people that say that are if you're not a James Stewart fan and you want to see him not win, you know that him getting suspended would be an awesome way for him to definitely not win the title. So, of course, that's what you think should happen. You know, I'm sure if you were – a Butler fan watching them against UConn tonight, you probably thought the refs had two or three calls that should have gone the other way because you're clearly pulling for someone and, and rooting against right. the, the other person. So, no, I don't think so. Um, even last night uh, <clears throat> on Dave Despain's show, he got into it pretty good mm-hmm. uh, and said something really interesting. He said it's worth noting that when Jason Lawrence got into trouble a few years ago, he was fined and suspended and put on probation multiple times for run-ins with the law, but the AMA has been completely silent on James Stewart. However, the AMA never came down on Lawrence for things that didn't happen at the racetrack. What happened at Redbud happened at the racetrack. What happened fighting his friend, he went to jail, but the AMA didn't suspend him for that. And the Villapoto Um, thing at the Hangtown, that happened at the racetrack. Happened at the racetrack. I'm going to call bullshit. I'm going to call bullshit on one situation that had that has happened that the AMA did step in. Okay. John Gallagher is when Josh Hansen and Josh Grant got into an incident a few years ago where Josh Hansen went to his hotel room and was trying to fight him, and the AMA did get involved there. Did and they? Put, yes. What they do? They put Josh Hansen on probation. They did? Yes. From that? Yes. Oh. And that was off the track. That was totally— Weren't they fighting in the tunnel? No. No? It was because Josh Hansen went to him. Okay. All right. Well, I could see I could see how they could consider that an extension of the racing. If you don't want guys fighting in the tunnel or on the track, you probably don't want guys tracking each other to their hotel room also. What Stewart did had zero to do with 
AMA competition at all. It but it, it's, it's irrelevant. That's where it all is going to start anyways, if you really think about it. If two guys are on the track getting into it, and then they're, they're you know, mother-effing each other, you know, at the track, and then they see each other on the street, you know, it's on. It shouldn't be, oh, like the AMA is going to, you know, it's just like, I, I guess they're trying to do, like I always say, like, maybe the AMA needs to have some kind of, you know, flea bargaining or some, some kind of representative. You say flea bargaining? Yes. Flea bargaining. Wow. Yes. I think I think Mathis has that with his seven dogs he has in his house. Whatever. Yeah, he does. He's, this is like the shelter. But anyways, What's up, dog I think I think I think something. Is this Michael Vick or Weege on the phone? Yeah, me and Vick. It's true. Sorry, Kenny. I think I just think like I told Steve earlier. I think that there needs to be either a lawyer or some one person that can represent a rider in this situation, like James. Like, let's say they take three percent or five percent out of every guy's purse in the main event from the lights and the big bike class and put it into this fund if something happens to a guy like James Stewart and then let's say the you know John Gallagher comes in and says hey we're going to we're going to suspend you James for one race because mm-hmm. you got arrested off of the track for doing something stupid and making the sport look bad there's this one guy that could appeal it or do whatever they want that's yeah. what I'm trying to get at. But I, I like it, Kenny. Just the riders have never been organized enough, and I don't know if they ever will be organized enough. But I like it. I'm not saying the riders yeah. even have to do it. Someone needs to do it. If it's AMA saying, "Hey, this is your go-to guy. If you have an issue, right? If we ban you and you don't like it, you go to this guy and you appeal it, and he'll appeal it to us. Right? Don't even talk to us about it. Right? It's just like if you're suing somebody, you don't call the person up and go, "Hey, you know what? You, you know, you need to pay me this month. No, you're gonna have your lawyer do it. It's the same thing." Does that make sense? I'm, my, my, my mind hurts right I now. I forgot. I'm talking to a flagger from frickin' uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Damien, you there? You treated me back then. Damien, Damien, you there? Yeah, I got you. What's up, Damien? What's going on, man? Thank you for calling. Hey. Hey, no worries. Um, what's up, Kenny? What's up, bud? How you doing? I'm all right. Right what's on. What's up, Weege? What up? Oh, everybody! Uh-oh. But we just got to disagree, man. I don't think that uh, I don't think that the the Stewart non fans are going to want him suspended because if if this happens, the first thing he's going to say when he doesn't win this championship is I was right and not been suspended. Everything was you know on track. I was going to roll the last three or four rounds and and I was going to take it. So I'm I'm not a Stewart fan or a hater. Uh, I, I love Canard. Uh, and Wyndham, but I like watching the the racing. Uh, I think something should happen as far as, you know, he should get something, even if it's just a stern talking to. But uh, something's got to be done. And and I think part of... Hey, Damien, your phone's breaking up. Oh, man, really? Yeah, we we understand what you're saying, though. We got it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Damien's phone. Not, not dude, working. I wish everyone would just get off Stewart's nuts, dude. He's gonna. He's I wish gonna, you would, Kenny. He's gonna get talking to. He is. The judge is gonna talk to him. Yeah. Not John I Gallagher. See, I, I just don't see really what it has to do with with, with racing. racing. And I, I agree. I agree. It's only because it's Stewart. It's only because it's Stewart. I cannot imagine that of the how many AMA Pro license riders are there every year. Yeah. Four hundred. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is this the first time that any rider has ever had a run with the law? Do you think they all get a stern talking to? Do you think the fans care if? Some local three-digit guy who rides two races but has his license got pulled over for speeding or, or right. what, hey, I'll, reckless I'll, I'll driving you, or a DUI. I'll you, like, I'll dude, they, a, it's I'll, only Stewart. That's the only reason we care. I'll give you an example. Tyler Evans, 
has got arrested numerous amount of times for all different kinds of things. Felony charges. Okay. While racing? While racing. Oh, yeah? Felony. Felony. Big time problems. Wow. Perfect. You know he what? He made every race? He made every race? Oh, yeah. Oh. He was there. He, he was in jail two days before a race a couple times, and he's still there. <laughs> Fantastic. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Matter no. of fact, matter of fact, I think this is what had to happen was he had to have either the AMA, I want to say Duke, or some, I might be wrong, but someone had to sign his work furlough sheet. Like he was working wow. to, to, to go to leave the state wow. to go to a race. Wow. So. Wow. There's, there's shit like that that people don't care. It's James Stewart. Oh, my God. It's James Stewart. It doesn't matter if it's... people care. Yeah. Right. Right. What happens if it was, uh, you know, Harry Nuts, number 623 in the lights oh, class? Harry would be... Yeah, that got a DUI. Care. Got DUI two days before. Right. They would take his 200 bucks for the entry fee, pat him on the back, let him go through tech inspection, pull him in for sound, right. and try to kick him out because his bike was too loud, not and, because and he freaking had, had a had the DUI. wrong camera on his helmet. Yeah, exactly. Hey, there you go. Um, yeah. All right. Hey, Weege, we got to let you go. I know it's only a short time, but uh, uh, we got to get Kyle Bentley on, our next guest, and we're trying to get, wrap this thing up. But, uh, and I will be speaking to you in less than 12 hours for our, our uh, Racer X podcast review. So, hey, uh, Kenny on that. Hey, Kenny, are you going to be awake at 8 a.m. Western time? I can guarantee you no. That's <laughs> what I figured. I don't go to the office. Tomorrow's Tuesday. I don't go in the office until after 11. All right. Thanks, Weege. I'll see you. Oh, wait. Hey, I, I won't see you this weekend. I'm not going to St. Louis. Thank God. Hey, Weege, check <laughs> it out. Uh, two things, and I'm not uh, trying to be a brown nose. Good job on the interview with my guys. I think came out sick, even though I told you you couldn't do the interview, and you did it anyways. What? Why did you tell me couldn't? just wanted to be an asshole. Oh, okay. Well, Second, he said that you know, if, it, I was, if I was in his truck, I must have confused it with JGR because that's the only place I go. Which, <laughs> nice, nice. That's good, that's good. Hey, and second of all, I want to tell you, let's get the ball rolling so we could be, uh, you know, do our thing this summer. Kenny, Partner it up. Kenny, there is effing zero chance you are going to 12 outdoor races every Sunday. Hey. There, there's just Saturday. There's just no, t- I mean, God bless you for yes, wanting to I do it. Yes, I can because I can be back by Sunday afternoon to be at the pool. I, if I, it was on Sundays, it'd be out for sure. Yeah. But Sundays is the big pool day, and Sunday, I could be home. Right, right. I could be home by noon every time. I've already looked at the schedule. Okay. Already think, of, lights. think of the benefits to this show every Monday night with Kenny going to the races. Oh, he actually, I was very worried, um, um, very worried about Kenny's outdoor knowledge last year, and he came through better than I thought. He wasn't perfect, uh, but he was better than I thought. Yeah, like ask me who got who got, uh, who got fifth at the uh, the uh, the GNCC this weekend. Who got fifth at the GNCC this weekend? Uh, <laughs> Justin. What's his name? Justin something. Uh, do you know? They didn't, even, they didn't even have one, bud. All right. Well, what was the off-road race they had? I don't even know. Oh, Enduro? I think there was an Enduro. Yeah, there was an Enduro. Who's the guy? Attorney or uh, Nathan or? Uh... Wow. Wow. All right. Maybe not. Nate Canny? Yeah, I try. <laughs> you got it. Nate Canny. Close enough. <laughs> Justin the Nate Canny. Good job. Nate Canny. I said Nate, right? You did say Nate. See, he did say Nate, and he had a K in there. Yeah. See, hey, see, this is why I love this guy. Yeah. Hey, it's, I'm I'm looking at the Weege and Kenny show pretty soon. Perfect. Yeah. Hey, yeah. what do you? Hey, I tell Kyle Bentley, I said, "What's up?" And I much appreciate his place while I was in California for two months. That's where I stayed. Oh, you stayed at the beach house. Hey, let me ask you a question. One more before you go. Wow. What would you think about? Well, let's get Kyle on the line to thank you, him. Kyle. Would, you there? Yeah. What's going on? Hey, thanks for holding so long. I know we got you later. Weege would like to thank you for the beach house. Yes. I'm still on the line before they cut me off for you. So, again, 
big thanks to the Beach House in uh, January, hey. February. Thanks, dude. Not a problem. Anytime. Anybody can stay there if yeah. you have money. Don't think he did you a big favor, bud. Wow. <laughs> Don't think yeah, he's that he, cool to just let you stay at, at their beach house. I, you know, in the industry, the term hooked up gets thrown around. It could mean anything. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You never know what that means. Hey, right. I'll hook you up with some knee braces. What does that mean? That means call Carson. You get dealer cost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough of this. We got to get to our next guest. We, you're, you're such All right, a, I'm done. Yeah. Bye. Good luck, Kyle. See you, Weege. Bye, boys. See ya. Kyle Bentley's on the line. Uh, Who's Hart, that? Hart and Huntington test coordinator. Kyle Bentley, Ivan Tedesco's personal, um, I don't know, personal mechanic of choice. Let's go. Kyle, thank you for doing the show. I appreciate it. Um, wanted to talk to you a little bit about your new role. I know it's not that new anymore, but you went for years as being a race mechanic with Christophe Purcell. Uh, Moto Triple X. Who else did you work for at PC? I can't remember. Uh, Troy Adams, Brett Metcalf. Oh, Matty, Matty, I slipped it. Matty, what about his? For? What about his most famous rider he's had from the state of Michigan? Jimmy, don't forget Jimmy. Oh yeah, no, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Wilson. Jimmy, don't let Jimmy. You know what, Jimmy? <laughs> you know Jimmy. Jimmy's gonna be. And Kyle about. was actually very involved in the Jimmy Wilson Grant Langston brawl on the track. Oh yes, he was. Atlanta. I, I was right in the middle. Atlanta. Of course he was. Oh five. Oh, oh, 05. 05 Atlanta. Don't let don't make me, me bring me a semi. Brooks. Don't make me bring a semi for Jimmy next week. I own three yeah. of them. I'll pull one of mine out. <laughs> Jimmy Wilson. Um, but hey, no, let's talk about this. I, I've been wanting to get you on a podcast or, or something like this. And how do you like your new gig after going to the races and uh, and doing what you've been doing for as long as you have been? Now you're you're not going to all the races. You're helping Ivan on the side. What's it like? Ah, uh, it's 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 a good deal. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh, you know, this year I uh, left Pro Circuit, or you know, had a falling out, or whatever. Went on there, and then uh, Kenny was kind enough to call me and uh, offer me a job position, and I felt that it was going to fit me pretty good. So mm-hmm. uh, everything just kind of fell into place, and I'm really enjoying it. But yeah, so do you like it? Do I like it? Of course, yeah. I like like, it. like more, more though, like more than race mechanic, or do you long to be out there? Uh, Holding up the pit board, it's it's give and take. I mean, yeah. Of course, I miss it when we do good, but then you know when when somebody doesn't do good, you know it's it's you don't you don't miss it when you go to the race and you don't do good. So yeah, um, it's, it's a give and take. Hey, I was talking to Berluti about this a little bit about Ivan, and uh, I saw his speed before the season started, and and you know we were all talking pretty big things, and he's he's definitely struggled with some crashes, like Kenny said, a lot of stuff that maybe wasn't his fault, but. uh uh, does he go down a lot in practice, like during the week, just fallovers or whatever? Does he? No. No? No. During the week, we're, we're solid. Because it seems like in practice he has – it's not a big thing, but he has a tip over uh, every practice, and in the main he's been crashing. I just think he's pushing himself, you know what I mean? It's not uh, not a bad thing, but he just seems like yeah. he's pushing himself hard. Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know. During the week we we do our deal, mm-hmm. and uh, at the beginning of the year we were, we were solid, and then – we ran into an, an injury in Oakland, and yeah. that kind of set us back. And then it just kind of snowballed with injuries and yeah. little little nicks, and just haven't had things go Ivan's way so far this year. Right, right, yeah, no, it definitely uh, not as he hasn't been uh, his results haven't been as good as his speed. I don't feel, but uh, uh, does it does it what's it like on him? Is is he getting frustrated? Is he getting uh, upset? Uh well, you know, we had a little bit of a bigger setback in Toronto, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, went and tested a little bit to see how he was going to be able to ride it for Dallas, and uh, we felt that he could finish out the season and, you know, 
Right. It's obviously any, any of the top-notch riders when they have a setback and they don't feel like they're performing to what they, what they you know should. They're gonna you know weigh heavy on themselves. Mm-hmm. What uh, Kenny? How, how's how's Kyle working out for the Ivan's uh, Ivan's guy? Awesome, Ivan. Yeah. He's good. Dude, he's well. You know when we we first hired. Uh, Grab it. Tell him to shut up. Tell him to alert there's a, that. There's a frog in the house. Oh, he's probably freaking out. Oh God, there's a frog in the he house. He won't. He won't. He won't get the frog. He's a fr- <laughs> dude. He's a sissy. He's a sissy. As a spider, a bug, a frog. He won't even get near it. Yeah, he's a freak. Oh, it just jumped. It's nice. Nice to know uh, these big supercross riders have such such hearts of hearts of lions. <laughs> dude, he's a sissy. Yeah. Well, anyways. We're down here at Florida and at Ivan's place, and uh, there's a frog in the house. That's that's the details. Oh God, yeah. So when Kyle came to the team, it was you know we we went to use pro circuit stuff this year, and uh, I went in and I was talking to Mitch, you know, for the you know probably mm-hmm. since like I would say August, September, and told him what the plan was, and he was you know he was backing us, and then when we got our deal done, I went in there and I said, hey, listen, you know, I'm gonna need a guy out here in California right. that's going to be able to be our guy to come in here to do dynoing, to test, to do whatever we need to do. And, um, you know, I know that, you know, Kyle worked for you. What do you think if, if we had Kyle? Mm-hmm. And he said, hands down, it's the best guy that you could hire for this position just because he knows the way my program works. He's a good guy and he knows the bike. Right. And, uh, which is cool because like you said, Kyle, you had a falling out or, or something, but you know it wasn't I mean? with Mitch. Mitch, Mitch no, straight yeah. out told me. Well, it had nothing to do with Mitch. Mitch sat me down and no, we discussed things. Yeah. And it's just cool that, it, that there's no, it was better yeah. for the team if, if they went in a different direction. But so, it's still cool that he, he backed you. He's got your back. He put, put yeah. the word in. It's awesome. Yeah, so we went there. And, uh, you know, I'd never worked with Kyle. I've known Kyle for some quite some time and really didn't really, you know, know what he was capable of at the time. Right. I thought he was, you know, but working with Mitch, I know all those guys are like sponges that work for him because if they're not smart and they don't do their job, they're gone. And right. he's worked there, you know, he worked there a long time. And I always known that people that always left Mitch always only went to one other place and it was for the factory team. And I was like, dude, this is a no-brainer. So I called Kyle. We worked out a deal. I asked him if he wanted to do it. He was totally into it. And mm-hmm. when it first started, I, I really didn't know. And the first couple times he went out with Ivan, Ivan was just like head over heels over, you know, wow. Kyle, like, dude, this is perfect. The guy kills it. He knows the bike. Right. He, he, he's, what Kyle really helps out with more than anything with Ivan is he, he can critique his riding. He can say, Ivan, you need to do this. You need to do that. And Ivan is kind of one of those guys that I don't want to say he doesn't listen, but if you're not making sense, he's going to go, <laughs> okay. You know, I remember at one race, there was probably four or five guys. We had a riding coach that worked with us for a little bit, and he was telling them what he was doing wrong. His friends were coming in telling him this, and uh-huh. he was like, dude, I'm over everyone telling me how shitty I am. And Kyle walked in, and Kyle told him exactly what was going on, but never made him feel like he was riding shitty, but he just had to clean some sections up right. and came across a little bit different. And I think that's what makes the difference between – a guy like Kyle and, you know, other people that mm-hmm. he's been around long enough where he could see. And he, he never told Ivan, hey, you're shitty here, you're shitty here. He's going, this guy's doing this. Maybe you should try that. Right. So, yeah, well, you've, yeah. you've been there as a mechanic, too. Like, yeah. you got to handle well, things. Guys, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all so, so emotional and so, right. you know, they all, they're real finicky on 
on people picking on them. So, yeah. you know, you just you explain it to them. I mean, they're not they're not bad. Yeah, because they're the they, best riders in the world. Right. So if they're off a few tenths here, a few tenths there, you don't need to come down like the they suck. I mean, they're they're right. a second off the pace of the best guy in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, like the so good you thing you just have to explain it to them in a different way to not get them down on you know on their attitude. The good thing, like uh, I'll use Ivan for an example. You know, like when he doesn't do good, and he he knows he's not riding good, and let's say. You know, he doesn't get a finish like he said. And you could go saying, well, dude, what?" He, his first response is, do you think I want to get beat? Do you think I don't want to win? Right. You don't think I put the work in? I didn't come here to get fifth. I came here to win. And no, I'm not happy with what I got tonight. I know I can do better. And I think that's, you know, the separate. Like when Ivan got hurt, he was like, dude, I'm hurt. You know, and, right. and if I can't pull this off, you know, I'm not going to go out there and roll around in 15th and 16th. You know, because he's a competitor and he wants to be up front. But... At the end of the day, you know, if you if he's going to be able to ride through it, you're going to be able to ride through it. You don't use that as an excuse. You can't say, oh, I yeah. did shitty because my knee hurt. You know what? You made the decision yeah. to ride, and you're going to do the best. And that's what he's trying to do yeah, right now. Yeah, he's a professional. That's the best way to put it. You yeah. Know? I mean, so if he's going to go out there and get, you know, 12th every week from the here on out and finish in the top 10 and have a good year, hey, it is what he did. He did his best. And, you know, Ivan's the type of guy that said, hey, I struggled, and I'm going to go home and work. Right. And Kyle is the guy that is the guy that's going to the track. With yeah, me you're the guy. Day. You're the guy during the week. Kyle is putting up, uh, not putting up, but you're the guy that's seeing all the work going on. You know what I mean? All the sweat, all the work. Uh, yeah. And you're right I wear there. I wear one of your uh, your old double extra large uh, man friend shirts. Oh, fantastic! C- good to hear. During uh, the week. I, I didn't. Yeah. S- I don't think Alan sold too many of them. I was uh, really disappointed, and I thought my cut was going to be much better. Um, I, I got I got hooked up. <laughs> hey, let's talk about uh, about one of your old guys. Christoph Purcell is uh, is one of your guys. You you helped him to win two championships. Man, you you came about as close as a guy could come to winning two outdoor titles without winning. Yeah. Um, what do you make of his situation this year? Does it surprise you? What uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I I think as a coming from a fan's point of view, that the fans should be pretty disappointed because uh, he had, he had a lot to bring to the table as you know in this monumental season with the lineup that, that mm-hmm. came to the line this year i think the fans are missing out on another guy that's just going to be in there and possibly race for wins and you know mix mix things up um as far as what went on with business and stuff i i have no idea right. i know i just know from being in the industry that he had a an amount set in his head and teams didn't come close to it and yeah he didn't. I guess he felt that it wasn't worth him riding. Right. And he was going to hold out for something. Um, I, I I haven't spoke with them since Paula, so I, I don't know what what his what his deal is. Did you? Uh, did you know, oh, go ahead. No, I do know that he's riding and he, yeah. he wants to race and he's ready. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, as far as what he's going to do, I have no idea. Did you like working for him? Um. Yeah, he's he's got a personality like all these guys do, and uh, he's he's standoffish to at some points, and you know, and uh, I got I worked with him for three years, and I was his only American mechanic, so uh-huh. um, I got to know him ways that I guess the general public wouldn't get to know him, and he he's a he's a he's a young kid, he he wants to have fun, he he's uh, you know he he's French, that's all I can say. Did he smell? And, uh, Did he ever smell? Oh, uh, outdoors was terrible. 
<laughs> going to the line outdoor motos. Did you ever try to introduce? After did two you ever, practices was bad. Did you ever try to introduce him to deodorant? Like, dude, you need to run deodorant. <laughs> no, it was, he would just he would throw that on the ground. Why? I don't get it. They, I don't know. They, they, I don't. I don't get it. They think it's like voodoo do, or something. Different culture, do. man. Culture, man. Culture. That was, Did that, you, was, that was tits, by the way. Yeah, that was our phone screen. He jumps in here and there with with a wise ass yeah. opinion. Um, but, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm not talking, uh, maybe I'm talking out of turn here, but he did ask you to go with him, right? And you, you told him no? Uh, they asked at one point, yes, mm-hmm. if I wanted to go with him and I told them that I, w- there's no way I would go. Go with him where? Well, wherever he was, when he was courting people. Wherever. Yeah. This was Daytona last year. Oh, was it that early? Oh shit. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, why not? Yeah, they asked me. Why not? Why? Yeah. Oh, just. Personal choice. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think I, I, I don't. I mean, the guy is so talented. You, you. I guess you could run that career. That could be a career thing for you. Obviously, looking back, it didn't turn out that way. But you know, I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised when you told me that. I was like, wow. You know, uh, just because hooking up with a great rider, um, you, you know how that goes. It, it could. You could take take dude, it. Dude, riders. Dude, riders turn on their mechanics before you know it, dude. Oh, I, I know. I, I don't know. care, dude. The I, days I, of Nathan and, and Bundy are long gone. Dude, I think every guy, every yeah. mechanic, every guy in this industry has to stand on their own ground and, and do what they got to do for themselves. Because yeah. there's no loyalty yeah. nowhere except for at H and H. Except for at H and H, he throws that in. Yeah, no, H and H has been good. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had a chance to get back on the road, uh, would you take it? Um, you know what I mean? Not uh, I'm I'm open for anything. You know, yeah. I, I love racing. That's why I do it. I I got into the sport. I did it. You know, the first three years for free, just drove around in a box van yeah. with Jimmy Wilson from Michigan, and uh, I did it because I I like racing and that's what I wanted to do, and yeah. I felt have a passion for it. And then it kind of just turned into a job. I never set out to be a, a, a dirt bike mechanic or did any training or any schooling. I just. Mm-hmm. Well, I like racing. I grew up racing, and it turned into a career. And I'm I'm pumped. And if an opportunity to present itself to be another race mechanic, you know, I would I would definitely weigh it. Well, you might as well put that yeah. out of your deal because you ain't going nowhere, dude. Wow. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's run down the riders you've worked for. We still we still have two years left on our contract, maybe three more. So just uh, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about. Well, it. I never said I I never said I was going anywhere. He asked me if I wanted to go back on the road and be a race mechanic. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so, so you're looking for a new job? No, right. no. Sorry to make things. Are you sure? Sorry to make things awkward here. I just wanted to get your opinion. All right, all. I need it. Looks Dude, like don't I'm... don't get all Kenny. Kenny's made it. I know. Three um, hours into the show. Don't don't get him pissed uh, off now. He's gonna leave. I know. Uh, let's talk about the riders you work for. Can you list them off for the fans? Yeah, uh, I work for Jimmy Wilson from 2000 to 2004. Um, I work for Nick Avenue and Kyle Lewis at Motor Triple X. Mm-hmm. I worked for uh, Troy Adams, Brett Metcalf. I worked for Darcy Lange, a Canadian at oh, Vegas one year. Yeah. And uh, Christophe Purcell for who, three years. Who was the pickiest, Lewis or Purcell? Kyle Lewis. Oh, uh, Lewis. By for far. Sure. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's out there sometimes, huh? Yeah, one foot peg higher than the other, shorter brake pedals. Right. Shorter shift, shorter shift pedals, five wire ties on the left grip. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. it, that, he was he was pretty finicky, but but I'll tell you what you probably learned start. a lot. Of, you probably learned a lot from him, though. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that Kyle Lewis is the type of guy that you could have the the top. You could have your top shock bolt loose, and he'd get on the bike, and he'll start it, and he'll come back and go shock to, uh, shock 
the top shock bolts loose. And you're no, like, how do you know? I was good. He was, he was good. He just was real, real picky. Yeah. Christoph wasn't picky at all with the bike. He'd oh, he wasn't? get on and ride it. Yeah. No, not at all. Mm. No. I thought he would be. Um, no, and, not at all. And I know you and Medi were super tight, too. You guys had a great relationship yeah. for, over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. I was surprised. I know there were some, some bad deals when he left the team, and it was too bad. Um, but I could have saw you guys working together for, for, for a long time, too. I think you guys both really respected each other. Yeah, we did. I, I think I, I was a little – that was in my, my heyday where I was a little more uh, uh, amped up and mm-hmm. uh, more emotional on my – Right. On my sleeve at the races, and I think sometimes we butted heads because I was pretty hard on him. Right. But, uh, you know, I only wanted the best. And I, you know, that's the way I reflected my, you know, emotions as I wore it on my sleeve. And I, I want the, I want the best for everybody in there. Yeah. You know, sometimes we didn't, we didn't accomplish that. And, well, it, the, he had, he took it as I was coming down on him, but I wasn't. I was just mm-hmm. trying to get the best out of him. I'd rather have a mechanic that was, more emotional than less. I mean, look at Tony Berluti. He still gets into it, you know? Um, uh, Berluti is a man. Right. And uh, I'd rather have a guy that, you know, maybe had to tame it back a little bit than a guy that was like, oh, this is just a job for me. You know, this is just like a, a job. Like a, like a Frankie Latham? <laughs> I don't know. Is Frankie like that? Frankie's wide open. Yeah, he's wide open. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Right. He's, yeah, he's, he's hardcore. Right, he's the other way, yeah. Uh, yeah. Always dirty, too. Oh, he's dirty. Yeah. I saw his shirt this weekend. It was Saturday morning it? and he was dirty. Did you see it? I saw it in Toronto. The thing was a mess. I know, dude. And it's like 10 a.m. and he's dirty. I know. Gotta love it. I um, think KTM would have more more, more, more team shirts. Yeah, and, and the dirt really shows up on orange, too. I got I got like five team jackets. There you go. Wow, Watson coming through. But yet he, he can't find the time to get clothes for our, clo- or for our call screener. Just nothing. It's entirely unacceptable. <laughs> You gotta you gotta rub them the right way, I guess. Yeah, I Ask Kyle, who sponsored his softball team. All twelve guys got H and H t-shirts, hats, and sweatshirts. Yeah, really. With their name Art and number. Hart has Kyle Bentley softball huh. team Wednesday nights Riverside. Tits, does this make you even matter? Oh, I'm furious. Um, wow. With yeah. numbers and names on the back of the t-shirts. Yeah, you know another another guy that's wide open. Uh, Brent Myron. Another that's another guy that's slightly yeah. wide open. Wide open barks. <laughs> Light cigarettes while filling his gas tank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he's a wild South African. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Well, hey, Kyle, I didn't want to take you, take you too long. I know it's late. You're on the East Coast. Um, so yeah. I want to thank you for coming on the show, man. I, I really appreciate it. Hey, um, what, movie yeah, you guys, what movie are you guys watching? Because I know the guy's too cheap to have uh, his uh, TV hooked up, so you can't even watch sports. But I'll let you know, Connecticut won. Yeah. No, we, we want to watch the guy. Oh, uh, because I know he, Ivan won't pay for cable. Yeah, we went with some uh, me and Ivan and and Dunge went and watched uh, the basketball game. Nice. Well, that's good. You guys are hanging out with Dunge. <clears throat> but uh, you are you're all right. We are watching a movie. Yeah. Hey, Kyle, who's gonna win in a tire changing contest, me or Kenny? I don't know. Kenny hasn't been a mechanic in a long time, and Mathis, you are an ex factory mechanic, so that doesn't you lose mean to Kenny, shit. I mean, I wouldn't even go to the races anymore. <laughs> You don't All anyway. Right. You don't anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but this is what the this is what I was thinking about this when I was driving over here about the contest. Mathis won't even leave his house to go do it. That's just the sad thing. He this won't week. Even... We're doing it this week. Bring it. Let's when do you it. leave, Mathis, you know you had Friday. a handbook from Yamaha three times around the rim with duct tape. <laughs> there was. I never did it because I'm a rebel like that. But there was 
a, yes, there was a way to change a tire correctly. I know. Yep. And you had to change tires at every race yes. and outdoors. Six, so six tires a weekend. Thank you. The right. heavy favorite. All right, but, Kyle. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate if, it. I appreciate if, if you. If you lose, I want to go to the races. I, I appreciate you getting my back, dude. That's really cool of you, bud. Yeah. You're the, you're, the, you're the second guy on my team that did not get my back. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say he's going to win, hey, Kenny. I hey, said hey. he should have to right, be the dude. heavy favorite. Hey, it's okay, bud. It's all right. Have a good time out there. We'll uh, we'll see you. Uh, we'll, we'll see you. We'll see you down the road. Good talking to you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Kyle. All right. Hey, we're watching Best in Show. I don't give a shit. You're <laughs> yeah, out. you do. Don't You're be out. mad, Kenny. Hang up on this guy. All right. I got to hang up on you, Kyle. Kenny just told me to. Kyle's Kyle Bentley. Not having uh, X X X Heart Who employee. are you talking to? Having casual I, conversations with. I got fans calling in, man. Dude, have you seen this guy? He's just talking to random dudes. That call in. Hey, that was Kyle Bentley. Um, real quick here, tits, t- cue it up, please. We need to call JT. We're doing it right now. We're going to have Jason Thomas on. But let's, before we do that, or as we do that, let's have the X-Brand tear-off segment right now. Tits, right now. Right now. It's the X-Brand Goggles tear-off segment where timing is everything. Uh, X-Spray and Goggles, the result of 25 years of goggle technology. All right, here we go. X-Spray and Goggle tear-off segment, 15 seconds or less. Kenny Watson, I need the answers ASAP. Stop talking to my wife. Please focus on the show. Tits, you stop talking to just random people on the phones. Dude, it's hard for me when she comes I can't turn them down. 15 seconds, Kenny. She's way more interesting than you are. 15 seconds, Kenny. Answer these questions. X-Brand Goggles tear off. X-Brand Goggles of choice of Michael Lessie, the whole shot winner from this weekend, as well as Tommy Hahn. Who is going to win the 450 Supercross Championship? Uh, my money's on Chad Reed. Three, three, and 3.2. Stewart's moving the whoops. Reckless on his part because, you know, he was a little out of shape or just racing. Racing. Last question. Kenny, I'm not going to St. Louis. Will you or will you not miss me? I will not. And that has been the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. The reason I will not is because I don't see you anyway, so it's not going to be a difference. Oh, really? I came by this weekend and said hi to you. You were too busy talking to Jason Jones from Kicker. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No outro, tits? That's it? No outro? Hey, you guys. <laughs> X-Brand! Tits very upset. <laughs> On the line with us now, btosports.com, BBMX racer, Jason Thomas, JT. It's it's over past midnight in Florida. Thank you for waiting. What's up, man? What's going on? Nothing. What we're, up, JT? We're, we're running late as usual, trying to get all of our guests on. I really wanted to talk to you, and we haven't seen you for or haven't talked to you for a while uh, on the show. And it's always good to catch up with the pint-sized privateer hero. So, um, <laughs> how's the knee, bud? How is it? Uh, it's all right. I, I rode really bad this weekend. Uh, struggled. I didn't get to practice all week because it was raining. It literally rained every day last week. So yeah, just kind of hung around all week and uh, just struggled on the weekend. The whoops were really big, and I didn't feel comfortable in them. And uh, just wasn't a good weekend all around, honestly. Yeah, bummer for you for sure. Um, uh, what I know you're I mean, obviously you're short, and the whoops aren't the, your strength, but. What is it about them? Is it just mental? Because I know you can go better than what you know than what you do. 
through them. Well, so yeah, the back set I was good. I was actually passing a lot of people in the back. Uh-huh. Um, just that I don't know, man. It was just like confidence in that in the set before the finish line. I just never felt comfortable in them, and uh, right. I don't really know. I just yeah, I think I think if I would have just it was more mental. If I would have got through them one time, good, I probably would have been all right. But they were just sketchy. I mean, you saw the main event; dudes were crashing everywhere. Yes, you know, yeah. they were. You know, one little mistake and it was over with. So, did you watch the main uh, event? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Um, I just felt like I, I really felt like that. You know, my legs are a little bit shorter, so mistakes like kind of are compounded in a hurry for me. And I just, I don't know, man. I didn't, I didn't think I could get through them consistently without, you know, going down big. So, right. Well, actually, uh-huh. you, you you did tell a lie there. You did ride this week. I, oh yeah, yeah. I did grass wheelies. That's right. <laughs> a burner burner <laughs> said that they went out to the track. It's pouring rain. They're sitting there, and JT's like, "I got a ride. I got a ride." He dressed. He taped up his knee. He went out and did wheelies up and down the grass straight away, and then they went home. Wow. <laughs> Just to get some sort of bike time, right? Dude, I was so bored. There was literally, like, I'm telling you, there was, it was crazy amounts of rain last week. Like, it, everything's still flooded here, and yep. there's, like, all the rivers are, like, flood warnings and stuff still, so. All right. Just, uh, I don't know, there was really nothing else to do, so I just went out there and messed around, and Bernard was laughing at me, but hey. obviously it didn't, didn't pay off. It's terrible. Hey, if you guys want to call in for JT, 702-586-7857, 702-586-78, pulp. And call in and talk to JT, Kenny, myself, or Tits, who's getting very frustrated with us, uh, despite receiving his year's salary ahead of time. <laughs> Apparently, we're not doing good enough for him. Um, hey, man, you were having a good year uh, until you ran into James there and caused him to crash. Terrible, terrible move on your part. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to get that knee fixed? Are, are you still doing the outdoors? Yeah, the plan is to keep racing. Okay. Uh, it's getting a lot better. Is it? Um, yeah, yeah, like, when I practice and stuff, it, it feels a lot better. Like, I, I don't really think about it when I'm riding anymore, so that's a huge, huge help. Uh, like, walking around and stuff, it's not that great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of painful, like, stability. Stability's gotten a lot better, and riding's gotten a lot better, so uh, I'm just kind of going, like, day by day, but, you know, it, it's definitely, you know, light years better than it was two or three weeks ago. I just need to kind of right. get back on my program and, uh, you know, get some confidence back. That's really it more than anything. I mean... Like the last Jacksonville and, and Toronto, I felt like I was riding kind of how I needed to be. You know, I just, right. uh, unfortunately, Iswag got me, you know, at the end there. But I yeah. felt like I was on the pace that I needed to be, you know, those two weekends. Just uh, just had a poor weekend this weekend. It was really just on me. Did yeah. you get bad starts all weekend, too? Uh, no, the last chance I was in third and uh, made a big mistake and kind of got in a battle with Simmons and Partridge and then uh, got cleaned out pretty good. But um, just... Ooh. Who cleaned I don't you know. Out? I just never really felt it all weekend. Who cleaned you out? <laughs> uh, number forty-five guy that takes everybody out. Really? What? Do you know what's going on with that dude? Did you hear like there's just be some penalties or something going on for him? No, nah, I guess I have to go talk to him on Friday some more about it. But, but uh, I, I don't really know. I talk mean, to who? AMA or Freeze? Yeah, yeah. Talk to AMA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think me and me and Freeze really have much to talk about. <laughs> no, not at all. Did you uh, did you go for like a takeout move on him after like you want you you, you missed it but okay so he took JT out and I didn't get a great look at it so then JT gets up and kind of sits there rides around freeze crashes JT you get back by him right yeah or, or does he lap you no no you get back by him when he crashes yeah he crashed yeah then JT's slowing down waiting for freeze and freeze will not pass him they are 
literally going two miles an hour at different points because Freeze knows what's coming. I mean, that, that to me is the biggest admission of guilt right there, right? I mean, he. I don't think I don't think he has any doubt about how he rides. I mean, you, all yeah. you have to do is just video him, and you can see him hitting everyone. It's, I don't think there's any question about whether right. he rides that way. Do you or think not. Bonnie? Do you think Bonnie's incident when Bonnie got see, hurt? I didn't really see it. I can't I say. I, Bonnie thinks it was Freeze, and uh, I mean, if the guy's you know got enough evidence on him, perhaps it was. But I I thought to myself, I'm like, wow, Freeze, you're going to sacrifice your position on the track and try to not pass JT. Because you know what you did. Do you know what I mean? That was a little messed up. Tits, stop talking to just random people. What if we need a sound drop or what if we need something done? Dude, it's like social hour here for him. He's on the phone. You hired him. Oh, God. Anyways, sorry, JT. Dude, you're hard on Tits. Uh, Well, okay. All right. So you hire a guy to be a call screener, (laughs) and he's on the phone laughing with his buddies like a a 16-year-old girl and – He's uh, uh, just having conversations. Does that work? Yeah, you might have a point, but thank you. You're pretty hard. Kenny, Kenny's usually the hard one on him. You're kind of taking over that role right now. Yeah, no, exactly. Tits. Hey, so JT did. My uh, fans love me. What did, can I say? Did uh, the Forest jump on jump on that and, and handle it or what? No, I, I know they had some words, but uh, I think it could have been a lot worse than it was. I, I, I can tell you this that if. If they don't do something soon about it, the, the yeah. amount of people he's hitting and the incidents that are going on, it, it's going to, you know, something will happen with right. somebody. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know that it'll be me or who it'll be, but right. the I stuff remember, he's doing, I if remember, the AMA doesn't police it, you know, they're, they're going to push people to take things into their own hands. And, you know, that's obviously not good for anybody then. No. Yeah, I remember in, at Dodger Stadium, he was, uh, he, he pulled that move on Blos and, and did I go, Blos, you need to go talk to him. And we went over there, and he was already gone. And then Wollerman was like, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry, you know, we don't, you know, we don't back the way he does things, and blah blah blah." And then a couple of weeks later, he was gone from the team. But I just, dude, I just don't understand, like, why, like, I, I, I personally think he doesn't belong in that class, dude. I think he's just out. He's not the best guy out there. Well, he's certainly fat. I think he's fast enough. How's he fast enough, dude? Because he he doesn't get last. He beats dudes in the LCQs, and he makes he's made two mains. Two mains because he started. He st- he would get a good start and then he would roadblock, and 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 ride the way he was. He ri- he rides the way he's going to ride, blocking people, riding dirty to make it. I just say he's fast enough for the class. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think he's fast. Okay. I, he might be fast enough, but I don't think he's a good enough rider to be in the class. The thing, the thing for me is, is that, and I've even told this to him before it, it got so ugly as with him uh-huh. as it is now. I was just like, yeah, how are you ever going to have any longevity in this sport? Right. You know. Riding like that, like, I, I don't get it. You know, it's like you're never going to be able to ride clean with it. Everybody's going to want to take you out all the time. No one's going to ever hire you because nobody wants that reputation, you know, on their, their sponsors and everything like that. So I just tried to talk some sense on, to him before it got to this point now. Now it's like, whatever, I don't right. care anymore. But, um, like, su- dude, you got to be smarter than that. I'm surprised that DV – DV's been blowing him up on Twitter. Not, not that you're on Twitter anymore, JT, but, uh, um, again – Gone from JT. Gone from Twitter. Hey, uh, a hole in my heart is when was created when JT quit tw- Twitter for the second time. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you can carry on one of your conversations over there with some fans about it. Maybe I will. Um, but uh, uh, DV's been blowing him up. I'm like, wow, jeez, DV. Like, there wasn't, didn't end. I don't think DV was a fan either. You know what I mean? I don't like think saying bad stuff about the way he's right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. He came over and talked to me after the race, and was just like, man, I, I don't. You know, I don't really know. 
I don't really know what to tell him. I'm just like, dude, you were his manager. Like, what is the deal? And he's like, he just doesn't know. He really doesn't doesn't have any answer. So well, I know Bonnie blew him up at uh, Jacksonville. Atlanta. Atlanta? Indy. And, and Indy. Indy. Bonnie didn't have to. He 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 had him, and he just he was like, screw it. I'm tired of it. I'm over it. And he blew him up. And uh, that's the kind of stuff you were talking about, JT, where guys are just going to start being like, you know what? I'm not passing you without taking you out. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I know there's there are people out there now that have even said stuff to me because obviously I've had incidents with them already. Right. They're just like, I don't even care anymore. He hasn't done anything to me, but every time I see him, I'm going to hit him. I'm just like, well, <laughs> yeah, that's all. You know, that's your deal. But I understand. I understand for sure. That's yeah. the way. That's the way uh, some guys are with him. Yeah. Like a lot of the riders are. It's like it's it sucks because he has no uh credibility with the other riders like you know as soon as they see him they're like all right they you know yeah the, re- the respect level is zero that's that's for sure so hey uh jt i know you're a fan of the sport as well as uh competing in it what's your take on this crazy nutball season huh could it get any crazier we got stewart pounding reed onto the pavement this weekend yeah it's it's pretty unreal the right? like the variance points wise week to week is i don't think it's ever been like this ever you know I've been following it for a long time, and I can't ever remember a series where, you know, it's guys are, you know, point swinging 10, 15 points, you know, up and down a weekend. And mm-hmm. now, Tra- you know, Trey's even in the mix now. It's It's got five guys involved. Yeah, no, it's insane, right? Yeah, it's for sure crazy. I mean, you look at how many points Trey was out two weeks ago versus, you know, Chad two weeks ago was 29 out, and, now, and then he was winning, and then he, now he's, you know what I mean? It's just, like, unreal. You really have no idea week to week what it's going to, you know, on Sunday what it's going to look like. So saying that now, and your buddies with Reedy, but what's your pick for this title? What's, what's going to happen? Oh, man, I would, be, I would be a fool to think I could predict what's going to happen, honestly. <laughs> or Seriously, you, I mean, you look at people that are times. crashing. Right. I mean, Bill Potter and those guys are getting 10th and winning the next weekend. And get, you, know, you know what I mean? It's just like how could anybody think that they have a real firm grip on what's going to happen? Right. But we are wh- – wh- is there something going on? <laughs> Man, you guys. I'll tell you what. Everybody is getting on me tonight. Everybody's getting on uh, me. No, you're absolutely right. It, it's been crazy. <laughs> hey, what about uh, what about Burner? I know he's a little frustrated right now. Uh, he's had a couple good rides, a couple, couple rides that he definitely would like back. But uh, what's he, what do you think about his season and having him on the team? Yeah, he was, he was actually on it this weekend. He was riding good, uh, and he stole his bike, Yeah, which is kind of a bummer. He finally was in the top ten, and – with solid, he would have got top ten, no problem, and uh, especially with all the crashes and stuff going on. And then he stalled it, and well, also couldn't get his bike started, and took forever. So, uh-huh. uh, I mean, it's been good. It's been awesome for me. You know, Chad hasn't been around as much. He's, you know, he's here now, but he hasn't been around as much this year. So, mm-hmm. uh, I was riding with Burn a lot, and he helped me, man. I mean, like technique-wise and everything. You know, just yep. coming into the season, I felt better. My bike setup was better, and and because you know we're obviously riding the same bike, and. Uh, just technique-wise, and it's just been good. I mean, I was over there earlier, and it's just cool to have people to hang out with, and everybody's kind of working towards the same stuff, and everybody's trying to help each other, so it's good. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. I hope he does well, uh, you know, coming on. Uh, he, he deserves it. He's a good guy. Um, and I think he's faster than what he's shown. You know what I mean? Just got to well, yeah, get the, into Well, yeah, the talent's it. there. I mean, yeah. he's still building, and, uh, you know, we're it, it's just tough. You know, we're we're – basically testing at the races every weekend and mm-hmm. uh we're trying trying different ignition boxes this weekend and and he's changing suspension settings week to week and so it's just kind of like a learning process and and him being hurt 
he's so far behind the eight ball as far as how he wants his bike set up. So, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I think there's definitely more to come. He was kind of flashing it. You know, there was flashes of it this weekend. It's just, right. uh, it's just kind of, kind of put it all together. Also, also to uh, Jacksonville. I thought he rode great. Was it Jacksonville? Yeah. Came from the back. Yeah, me and me and him were burnt, uh, battling at Jacksonville. He caught me with like three laps to go and uh-huh. kind of like battling it out the last few laps. But uh, I could just see him coming like forever. Like right. I saw him the first lap come like he was like a straightaway and a half back, and it was just like a gradual like reeling me in, and there wasn't much I could do about it. I was just kind of you know going as fast as I could, and he was too, and mm-hmm. kind of like fit perfectly right at the end of the race. We had to had to battle. So, uh, uh, but and, I mean, obviously we're you know I, he he kind of like was leaning on me a little bit in the turn and if it was anybody else I could have just punted him out of the way but it's funny he just he knew I wasn't going to do anything stupid. So. Right, right. Uh and you and Toronto didn't go so well for you but you still plan on uh, getting the Canadian Supercross Championship that Nick Way <laughs> took from you? Yeah, Toronto was tough, man. I it's kind of like pretty tough like deal. I, I felt like I really blew it. Um I made a huge mistake and let Iswar get on me there at the end. That yeah. last chance, and uh, I was I was really really frustrated after that night. It was just tough tough on me for sure. Okay, if you don't want to talk about the 450 class, who's going to win the 250 East title? We got two races left. Barsha's up by 13. Oh man, um, I, it's hard to. How can you not pick Barsha right now? Because even right. if he's not winning, he's on the podium every time. So, are, are you with me though in saying, and Kenny, you and I haven't even touched on the lights class this show. You didn't see it though, I guess. But are you with me? Did you see it, JT? Yeah, I watched, yeah, I watched the race at the races. That's why I didn't. Oh, you watch did? It. Yeah. Well, I, I asked you earlier. You said, "Did you watch the the lights race on TV?" And I oh, said, well, "No." That, well, that was your opening for saying I saw it at the race. I wasn't right. sure if you were in the tower then. Yeah, I was there. I oh, was, okay. I, come on, guys. Are you with me? Well, Kenny, then this question for you too. Are you with me in thinking that Barsha should just like let Dean go if he's faster and if he's if he's by him? Like I'm wondering what the kid's doing a little bit with a big points lead. I know you can't. He does take chances, right? He takes a lot of even in the heat he's races. Got, he's got got the lead, man. He's got he can just nurse this thing home. He's made the podium. Yeah, every those race. guys those guys have a serious like issue going on with each other right now. Like <laughs> I know their mechanics, the riders, the team, everybody. They're on edge right now. Like I don't think anybody wants to back down. I mean, the kid's what 17 years old, 18 right. years old. I don't really think. That when he gets out there in the heat of battle, I don't really think that that maturity level set in where he's like, oh, just let him go. Those guys are out to prove a point right now. Yeah, what was going on with Barsha and Parabinos? Uh, I don't know. They just, they've just they had a lot of run-ins, and uh, I don't think there's any love loss there. <laughs> I think they're, they're both... Tell- uh, You're not even telling us the truth. <laughs> What's that? You're not even telling us the truth. No, I am. I, I They don't like each other. I mean, there's not a whole lot more than there is. No, but what happened I mean, this it, weekend? I heard they got into it this weekend. Oh, well, they, I mean, like, they're basically after each race, like, Barsha beat Dean in the heat, so he was talking crap, and then Dean, you know, beat Barsha right. in the veins, so then Paul was talking crap. I mean, it's just whatever, you know. Wow. It's nothing, like, physical or anything. It's just a lot of, you know, there's right. a lot of uh, kind of ill will towards each other, and uh, both of them just want to win. I mean, there's call, a lot on the line and a lot of work, and, you know, you all call, the you call hundreds of hours of work put in to win, and, no, right. whatever. Right. I was going to say we could call Paul and see what's up. I don't know. Yeah, he, he ain't going to. Um, yeah, I think Paul's a really emotional guy, too, when yeah. it comes to stuff like that. So right. I think he. Uh, but you're with me on the fact. You're, sorry to interrupt. You're with me on the fact that Barsha definitely puts it out there, like a little more than what he should with the big lead. Well, yeah, I think. I think he probably takes some more chances and puts himself in harm's way a little bit more than, you know, Ziggy would like. 
but right. you know that's just okay. You know that's just his personality, and I, I don't. I think it's going to be hard to to change that. You know, maybe at the last race he he'll be smarter, but you know, especially last weekend, there's three races to go going into the main event. Yeah, that's that's a lot of uh, you know, 16 points with three races isn't that much. You know, you need to kind of fight for it, and yeah. and if you can win the race, kind of secure it. You know, yeah. 13 versus 19 is a lot with two races to go. I couldn't believe Sipes too. Once he got in the lead, I thought he was going to be gone. So he, he made some silly mistakes. I'm sure he yeah, he does that though. He's crazy fast, but he just seems like he has that tendency to kind of yeah. throw it away a little bit. You know, I, I it's not something that's just new to him this year. I think he's he's one of those guys that can go faster than almost anybody out there. But mm-hmm. you know, is he, is he able to? I don't know if it's mentally or or what what the deal is. Just be able to kind of hold that pace for the entire race without making you know big mistakes that cost him. Right, and, then, and so, uh, so who's going to win the West? Hanson has a uh, two-point lead on Tickle, three-point lead. Tickle's coming off a broken collarbone, got to play yep. it. He's back riding. Hanson's coming off a broken hand, just started riding yep. again. So yep. until Matt I don't, is, until I don't Matt's know. Coming. Is Tickle riding? I don't think the Tickle's riding yet. Yeah, uh, Mitch told me today he was, or on okay. Saturday, sorry. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think you got to like Hanny. You know, I, I think it was it was looking tough for him, but now with all these other guys kind of levels of playing field, I think uh, – I think you got to like Handy's chances. Um, I think the only kind of uh, screwball you throw in there is Tickle's a great rider when the conditions aren't good. Mm-hmm. And Seattle and Salt Lake, there's a really high chance of having you know adverse conditions. So, but um, Hanny, I think Hanny that did, weighs in his favor. Henny ripped through the pack at Seattle last year, man. He came from no like, Salt Lake. Salt, Salt Lake, Lake, he killed everybody. Yeah, yeah, he Pickle, did. Right. Pickle smoked everybody at Seattle. Yeah, and but, then but Hanny just worked everybody at Salt Lake. I think Hanny in, still the, in the mud. And he still came through the pack really good at one of those races too, like super fast. So, yeah, maybe he did. But I know um, Tickle. Tickle pretty much, you know, handled it at Seattle on that in right. the slop. It wasn't even sloppy. It was just like ruddy Here, crap. Here's an interesting but bench then bench Kenny racing. Worked everybody. Sorry to interrupt you again. I'm like Kenny here. Here's another interesting bench racing question, Kenny. We found this out today, and I didn't realize this. If Hanny wins the title, he's out of the class. They put a new rule in. If you get 120 points three years in a row, you're out. He's not going to do that. Hanson's not because of he hasn't raced that long. But if you have three years' experience in the class, three random years, whatever it can be, and you win the title, you're out. So I didn't realize this, but we were doing yeah, something. I don't, I I don't think that's going to – I think, I think Hanny – is going to try to win the title no matter what. I mean, that's a huge deal. Right. So does I, he... I think Monster is going to support him, especially if he wins the title. I think Monster is going to take care of him somewhere. I yeah. can't see that not happening. Okay. Maybe on the Hart and Huntington so... team. I called today. Yeah, I mean, I think Hart and Huntington or, you know, a Mitch effort or right. who knows. I mean, there's, there's no telling. I, you know, Monster has money. <laughs> that's all it really takes to find yeah. him a spot. Yeah, that's a good point. You're right. So, well, cool, man. Thanks for coming on. I, I, it's uh, 12.30 in Florida. So. Yep, no worries. I, uh, You're a trooper. Obviously, I was thinking it would be a little earlier, but no big deal. I know. We, uh, we, we went long with Yogi, then we went long with Weege, and then Kyle Bentley was, you know, how these things go. Right on, JT. Well, uh, push him in, bud. Push him in. Okay, Dub. Yep. All right, buddy. See you, uh, hey, hey, what's the deal with Ivan's knee? Uh, is, it, is it public knowledge or is it yeah, kind of yeah, under yeah, wraps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he tore the front bundle in his, his ACL. Oh yeah, okay. So just uh, doing, doing doing what you're doing, dude. Taping and going. Yeah. R- doing yeah. race by race. Taping and going. Jack. 
yeah. So, so that's cool. I know. I feel. I know what he's going through. It's not yeah. very much fun. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, right on, buddy. Well, appreciate you uh, taking our call and uh, see you this weekend, huh? Mathis ain't gonna be there, so uh, I'll, I'll hold the flag. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not coming this weekend. <laughs> so, what's the deal with that? Leafs game. His, uh, mom, his mom's coming in town. Well, actually, uh, I, made, I, I made the plan before I knew my mom was coming. I just, I just want a weekend off. I just, it's traveling a lot. My, my, my marriage is suffering. Suffering. My wife's ready to leave me. Hey, are you gonna tell her? Are you gonna tell your mom about that picture? <laughs> no, I'm not. Come on, tell no, her, dude. No, and she listens to this show, so no. But, but, but I will. I'll tell her about the picture. Uh, I'm, you I'm not gonna say it. All right. What do you say? What picture? Bill oh, no. it, JT. Pookie has the. F- what is it? You have to get you have to get it out of Steve. It's not it's nothing like scandalous or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, pretty, no, no. Pretty classic. It's not me with any supermodels or anything like that. No, no, it's nothing like that. Is it the bottling it's, incident it's from Europe? <laughs> no, I wish I had a picture <laughs> no, of that. that. You know what? The guy was ready to kill me. <laughs> I wish. You know I that's a- his dream to actually bottle someone. And- no, it's not the. Bo- yeah, he was chasing me down the streets of Paris with a bottle. Like, that's let me do it. Let me do it. Do you like, ever see the movies? Like, you know, let like, me do it. Like every movie, you see the guy break a bottle and go, come on. You know what I mean? And, and it's like a knife. And I always wanted to smash a bottle and like, you know, come on. So we were, we were drinking in Paris and I smashed this Corona bottle and it was just like the movies where it was all jagged. And I said, come on, JT. And he's like, ah, and I'm running after. I'm like, let me bottle you. I wasn't going to really stab you, but... <laughs> It was Dude, so you smashed a bottle off a pole, and there's glass everywhere, and you're chasing me <laughs> with a freaking bottle. And was, you're drunk. It was so cool that it broke like the movies. Just you're, like lucky, cool. you're lucky the friends shouldn't put you in jail. That's what I'm talking about. That's something. Oh, that why I you don't do. leave the country? Exactly. <laughs> My luck, I would get caught, and I would go to jail. You missed that earlier. Kenny doesn't leave the country of America because you never know what could happen overseas or in another country. <laughs> and he watches this show called Jailed Abroad. And yep. Jailed Abroad. What was it called? I don't even know. What's it called? Locked Up. Locked, locked up. up Abroad. Uh, yeah, so Kenny's watched that, and he has nightmares about being locked up abroad. Yeah, so. you got to remember stuff like 9-11, right, Kenny? Ex- dude. Never know oh, what's no. going to happen, buddy. Dude, JT, that's why I've always backed you, bro. You get it. <laughs> no 9-11 talk from Kenny. You get it, dude. Proud to be an American, bud. Uh, but you know yeah. What? There's no reason to leave. It was cool that when I that bottle broke just like in the movies, man. That was good. Thanks, All buddy. All right, guys. I'll see you guys later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Yeah. No, do you want to know the story? I know the story. Oh, you do? Oh, no, I do want to know that story. I thought you meant the bottling story. Yeah, what is it? Years ago, I went to Bercy or Paris for something, a is race. It, isn't that or Paris? Isn't that the same race? Bercy. No, I'm, I either went to the race or I went to Paris. Except, like, I don't remember if I was there for Bercy or what, but I was in Paris. Or a Pari- Parisian vacation? Yeah. Yeah, like you just go to Paris on vacation. No, me and Nick Way and, uh, and JT, that was for Bercy. No. <laughs> Was it? Yeah. Why else would you be in Paris, dude? Because we went to Paris for the World Supercross rounds. <laughs> Holland and Spain, when we went there, we stopped in Paris for two days Ooh. to just hang out as a Romantic. group. Romantic. In the bubble car? <laughs> so funny. So mom, my mom said, hey, go see the Eiffel Tower and take some photos of it. Oh, I know that story. Oh, well, see? Okay, so it's no big deal. Oh, well, maybe to Debbie Mathis it is. She might not know. So my mom was like, hey, did, you know, I'm like, yeah, I went to... Eiffel Tower, it's beautiful, Mom. I got photos of it and everything, and, and you know, it was, it was really cool. And uh, in the meantime, I never went. JT went, and I bought JT's pictures and souvenirs off of him. <laughs> so you lied to your mom? Yes. yes. How dare you? Yes. And you don't like me, Mrs. Mathis? I've never lied to you. 
<laughs> Debbie, Debbie, I've never lied to you, and you dislike me. You don't even know me, and you dislike me. Your son lies to you. I, I just wanted to bottle. All right. Hey, hey, Kent, I got a twist. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> What'd you call him? <laughs> Kent. <laughs> is your name Kent or Kenneth? It's it's Kent, like Clark Kent. Right, Kent. Superman. Hey, hey no, your name is Kenneth, though, huh? Kenneth Anthony, to be exact. Yeah. I, I like Kent. Hey, Twitter question for you. Is uh, Jay Whipple still a uh, writing consultant for the team? Uh, no. Well, he did the first five races, but we didn't, we didn't have it in our budget for him to be like the full-time guy, but we used him for the, for the West Coast, and he might come do like the last couple of races like Seattle, Salt Lake, and Vegas. Okay. But we don't know yet. Thank you. No problem. Thanks for the Twitter question. How come you don't tweet more? I can barely spell my name. <laughs> and my frequency. What's your frequency? Mine? Pookie's a Twitter holic. Too much. Yeah. Um, what do we got to do? Ugh. Here, tits. Oh, let's play that uh, song. We got the let's song, let's right. play that song. It's uh, time to go. The dogs are in the house. A listener song came in uh, via the airwaves. Uh, Steve at pulpamex.com. Send me, uh, send me if you got one, and, uh, and we'll go. Can you uh, let's play this listener song here, Kenny? See if you like this one. It's Bulma next time. Let's go. Metal, metal to metal, yeah. Balls are on fire, and there's some dude rubbing cream on him, speaking French to me. I'm like, what? Yeah, uh, thanks for that. Uh, who who sent that? Swiss you're, the one, you're the one who gave it to me. Uh, no, I, 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 let me look it up real quick. Yeah, thanks to the guy who sent it. I did ask him to bring up the the vocals a little bit because you couldn't hear him clearly. He didn't bring it up very much, but that's uh, that's a mix of Ivan Tedesco talking about the the infamous Bercy incident. That's awesome. With cream, rubbing cream on his balls. Uh, if he didn't, it's if from they didn't David Garbers. David, thank you for making hey, the thing. If Thanks. that if that if uh, they didn't talk about that, I wouldn't like it. But it put a smile on my face. I thought that was funny. Yeah. As that, soon as I heard my guy's voice talking about rubbing cream on his balls, that, that is funny. an awesome story for sure. Hey Matt, you there? What up, man? Hey, what's up? We're just getting ready to wrap this thing up. But what's what's on your mind tonight? Oh man, just. I just can't believe this season has been so epic. Uh, um, epic, bro. <laughs> whatever, Kenny. I'll, so um, epic, I'll be in St. Louis this weekend. Matt, I'm bummed you're not going to be there. But, uh, uh, so Kenny, I'm going to come by and say what's up to you, man. Oh, we epic. That would be so epic. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, man. Exactly, but, um, bro. Matt, I'm with you. you. This is a shit i got to put up with every week. Uh, it would be so epic. We Dude, I know. I, I listen every week. I love it. But, um. Season. Dude, I don't know. I haven't been listening to the show all night, but... Uh, That's your fault. So, yeah, it is. I agree. But uh, Listen to it on Stitcher, then. We got to go. <laughs> Kenny, I love you, man. You're hilarious. Go ahead, bud. I'm sorry. But, uh, I'm sorry, bro. I'll give you your epic time. Hey, Matt, make sure you return all your H&H merchandise that you've recently purchased. Due to I the guarantee way. you he doesn't even have a t-shirt, so it doesn't matter. So suck it, Matt. <laughs> There's turkey in there. Well, but I I do got to give a shout mm-hmm. out to BTO Sports Fan. You saved me a ton of money with that with your code. Oh hell yeah! Oh, right you, on. Uh, Alpine Star boots save like 
I don't know, whatever Tech Tens yeah. were. So people, people shit, listen to this show, people listen to the podcast show, you can punch in a super secret code that uh, saves you some money at btosports.com. Uh, thank you again for BTO, guys. It's cool. Also, yeah, hey, dude, stuff now. It's if, you need easy something, discount. Hey, if you need something from Works Connection, you punch in the show code and you get 20% off at Works Connection. Right dude, on. You, know you do that then. Um, you know what I call that? Yeah, man. What? Epic. I'm <laughs> shut up, Kenny, dude. <laughs> mean. Killing it. Epic. Well, now on, hey, from hey, now uh, on, you're Epic Matt when you call in. You're Epic Matt from now on. Uh, dude, I'll take it. I will take it, man. But uh, what I was thinking was, when you you tweeted yes or tweeted yesterday about how uh, no one mentioned the speed broadcast about a Stewart's arrest and they yes. give him that freaking segment, right? Like that was just that blew my fucking mind, man. I couldn't believe that they did that. They wouldn't even say anything about it. You know why they didn't? Probably because like, it was probably pre-recorded, huh? Yeah, the the segment is already done. It's it's cut and pasted. So they, it's going yeah, they in. Just put okay. the race footage right. in. But so. I agree to not bring it up on the air, to not say, hey, Jeff, uh, James Stewart had a little uh, problem with the law. Uh, he went to jail for a brief time. How do you think this would affect him in his racing? To just, I, I'm not saying you need to like dissect it, but you need to bring it up in regards to how what Fro would think it would affect James at the race. Positive racer's mindset. That's what he's always talking mindset, about. So that, I mean, and of course he gets whiskey throttled in the whoops, takes out my boy Reed. God damn well, dude. Well, whatever uh, about that, but I can't. And then to have the series announcer Ralph. Talk about the event on the speed report makes it look even worse to me. Now you're like, hey, yeah. we yeah. didn't talk about it on purpose. It just, I don't like the move. Kenny doesn't like it. Tits, yeah. we don't care what he cares about, but he doesn't like it either. I didn't oh, say I didn't on. like it. I just say it was. It was you right thought it should have been mentioned. Of course it should have been, even though the charges, I mean, you're obviously innocent to proven guilty, but still. Just talk about you know, it as it, far as being distracted. Hey, Jeff, what do you think? You know? Exactly. I mean, that's exactly, all. Exactly, because that's. I mean, that's what always Emig always talks about the racers' mindset. So yeah, but I don't know, man. As far as the other thing, I'm hoping to get a get a pick with old old Stevie this weekend. But I guess I'll have to wait till next year. You know what I'll do? I'll do like what I did with my mom. I'll just send you a pick. You paste yeah, it into yeah. a photo and then say you, you ran into me at St. Louis. Dude, that would be that would be epic, bro. <laughs> so sick. Dude. All right, all right, boys. K Dub, stay classy, my friend. I'll see you this weekend. I'll come point you out. Please do. Just yell epic. He'll help you out. Just say it's All epic, right, man. Matt. You guys take it easy. Thanks. See you, bud. Later. All right. Uh, that's Matt calling in. And, uh, hey, thanks to our sponsors here. Well, you know what? Let's do what's eating, Steve, because I got a beef. Um, um, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. He pissed me off that they would do that. <laughs> I do like the I like the end. Listen, here's my beef for the night, and and then we'll go off on this. Um, I can't stand these people in the industry, and there's there's me either, me either. I can't stand the people in the industry. <laughs> there there's there's people in the industry, and I get this every week. Hey, you lick Chad's balls. Hey, you lick Stewie's balls. You lick insert rider here. I get it all the time. You know who these complaints are coming from? They're coming from guys who are paid to be the riders' friends, gear guys. Man friends, mechanics, whatever. They're paid to be the bros with the riders. And I'm the one getting accused of being uh, biased. I mean, I'm the one. This weekend, hey, you know Dr. Navarro? Yep. Yeah, Navarro, you're a douchebag. He, he Twittered me and said, no, he didn't even Twitter me. So I knew that he wasn't just pulling, pulling my, uh, what's the word? Yanking your chain. Yanking my chain. 
because he 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 said, "I love how Mathis sucks Dean's hangs from Dean's nutsack and takes shots at Barsha." I don't even know what it was about, but this is coming from the guy who's paid to work on Barsha as his chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Who is the one swinging from whose nuts, Navarro? Yeah, I mean you, bro. <laughs> bro. Two weeks ago, I got an email that said, all I do is suck Barsha off. And what about Dean Wilson and his awesomeness? I can't win as a media guy. I'm trying to be impartial. And I got a guy who's on the effing payroll calling me bias. I've never met anyone in the sport who's as biased as Navarro. He's brutal. Do you know him? I don't know him. I mean, I've, I've yeah. dealt with him a couple times where he's worked on my guys. But yeah. I, gotta, I, I don't want to... I don't really know much about the dude. Yeah, but I'm just saying. We have a we have a, a real dude that works under our tent. His name is Ray Gubernick, Dr. G. Don't worry. Navarro will be around soon. I mean, he's gone through enough riders that he'll find someone, you know, the, the next leech to, guy, to, get, to get on. So, um, you know, whatever. I just don't like that when, when you know, people accuse me of being a bi- – was I biased towards Tim Ferry? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tim Ferry's retired, though. He is gone. The world lost a great rider. But – I'm, I'm past that. I just don't like it. I, I mean, I can't win. As a guy riding the sport, I can't win. I read some of those Racer X comments, and I'm just like, man, I can't believe I'm just I'm paid to watch the races, call it like I see it. I could be wrong, but whatever. Hey, has anything good come from you reading the comments on Racer X? No. You should probably avoid it. Thanks, Dr. Phil. You're welcome. Maybe ask one of those people that you talk to during the show what they think. Okay. I <laughs> All right. That is What's Eating Steve this week. What's Eating Steve. <coughs> so there, Dr. Navarro. I, I, don't, I thought that was not cool. I don't even know if he's a doctor, to tell you the truth. <laughs> no, he's a, he's, he's a doctor. He's a doctor feel good. No, 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 no. No, he can't give him that name because that's Dr. G's name already. Oh, it is? Alicia. No, he's a real doctor. No, he is. I, I mean, I know him. I, I like the guy. I liked him. I just don't, I don't like that shit when he, he's pulling that stuff on Twitter and he's not addressing me. So you know... He's just doing it. He really feels Did that way. Did you blast him on Twitter? Did you reply to him? Yeah. And what, what happened when he replied back to you? Nothing. He didn't reply back. So, whatever. Can we call him right now? No. Let's go. Don't have to twist my arm. BTOsports.com, nation's leading online motor retailers. The guy's Steve's everything really you need upset for... right now. He's really upset. BTO ships internationally. Check them out on the web. Listen to the, sports, the podcast show to get a discount. As Matt, Epic Matt, told us, uh, saved him a ton of money. <laughs> X-Bank... What's funny? Did you say something funny? That you're Epic upset. Matt. Oh. That's, it's funny. Hey, F- look at him. Look how bummed he is over FMF Navarro. Racing is Navarro a- got under his skin, no, dude. That's no. awesome. Yes, no, yes no. he did. No. He's, you are bummed on Navarro. I'm I've never seen no. you get what, so bummed. What happened? That you is, let one guy What's talk happened, to you. Kenny? Do you understand the, do you understand the, the concept of a, of a pot boiling? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's boiled over. I it's boiled up, Kenny. Uh, I understand. Navarro... <laughs> I understand. Navarro is boiled. You're fired. He has got you going, dude. He has got you going. Fucking give me that iPad. Hey, Steve, you always tell me, why do you listen to the chat room? Why do you listen to what this guy has to say? Who cares? Who cares? It's Dr. Navarro. JGRMX, one of the top teams in the pits with riders, Brayton and Millsaps. He's there doing a job, bud. He's doing a job. Check him out on the web. AGV helmets, helmet of choice for guys like Pastrana, Millsaps, and Rossi. They've been around for 40 years. They've got great helmets. Worst connection. Yeah, they're awesome, too. They're they're supporting our show with uh, Tedesco, Dungey, Metcalf. 
Hey, kick or live it loud. Tomorrow could help you because O'Neal, if something went Harvard down, gear. You, you had a, like a heart attack. Check you might out. have to, re, you know, bring you back to life. Check out. You're going to no, say that. Ray, no, Doctor G will bring me back to life. But what happens if she's not around? And it's Lane Navarro. You just look at him Gary Bailey will bring me back. Someone will. Let me die. Don't touch me. He might put his foot on your chest and start kicking you to give you CPR and go. I tried. Dude, you're so X, mad right X now. Brand I love goggles. it. Nah, he's yeah. flustered. You are the pot flustered. is boiling. Nah, I'm trying to get my my reads in here, boys. Sponsors, they help the show. Oh God, yeah, Navarro. X Keep brand goggles is the choice of Michael Lessy, Whole Shot Master, Kyle Chisholm, Tommy Hahn. Chisholm's coming back for the outdoors. I, I can't wait to see that. That's awesome. Good, good for Chisholm. Maybe Navarro will work for him too. I think he already does. Defending GNCC champion Josh Strang. They're all our sponsors. Please yep. support them. Support thank you our guys show. for supporting our show. And and uh, I would like to thank Dr. Navarro for pissing Mathis off because I've never <laughs> no, seen this man. No, he's not. No, he didn't piss you, me off. He, he won. Just, he he was, won. He won no, because you talked just about the, him on the air. He's just the final, the final guy that pushed me over the edge. I get it all the time. And it's been building and building and finally the pot boiled over. So do you think uh, Dr. Navarro would be the type of guy that would say that on Twitter? And then if you didn't respond or didn't say anything, he would try to be cool to you? Like, yes. He's one of those. Yes, guys. he's absolutely. Of, that's when we talk about the industry. That's, that's the why I'm saying on Twitter he didn't address it to me, and I thought that was chicken shit. So what you need to do is you, I need, only to walk, no, you need to walk up to him yep. and say, you know what? I don't appreciate what you do. Don't pretend you're my friend. I don't like you. You obviously don't like me. Kick rocks because that's the way I handle my business in the pits when people pretend to be my friend. Not totally true. What you're gonna you're gonna be that guy like pretend to be cool to him and talk to him? No, but that's not how you exactly handle. There's a few people that you you don't like that you talk to all the time. Some some guys. No, if okay. someone if someone threw me under like this guy threw you under there, right. I can 100% guarantee you that I would call him out. All right, well, I, I, yeah, and I, I would call him out. L- in front you know, of numerous amount of people. If he did it on Twitter and said at PulpMX and I got it, I would have more respect for the guy. But he didn't. Okay. I only heard about it because it was retweeted by another guy. I don't follow him on Twitter. I don't follow him. I didn't know he had a Twitter account. Chris Honnell from O'Neill started the whole thing, and it made me mad, and it got me upset. But only I get it a lot. I get it from gear guys. Mathers, what, you know, you, you, I, dude, you love Reed. Oh, God, you love Reed. And I'm just like, I just report on the races. We had a guy come from 50 points down, whatever Reed was, to the points lead. Clearly, he's riding well, and I'm going to report on it. What are those guys in the chat room saying? I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. They love you. That I'm they, kidding. They, they back you. I wouldn't, dude. I, 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 I don't understand why you got so mad over a, a chiropractor talking crap. He's a chiropractor, dude. No, it's just a one of many, and it just set me over. But, I wouldn't even say he's an industry guy because, dude, he, he, he doesn't bring. Uh, he could think he does, and he could say he brings something to the sport, but he wait, doesn't. Wait, one thing about Doc G. <coughs> one thing about Doc G. Yep. He's had the same basic guys for a long time now. Yep. He's obviously good at his job. The guys are bringing him to the races. They like him. Hanson, Tedesco. What, who before that? I don't even know. Ezra. Ezra, okay. For years. Right. So Navarro has literally had 40 different dudes in no, like let four me tell years. You, let me, do you know what Navarro's MO is? No. If you, if you want him to work on you, it's 40 bucks. He, oh really? Yeah, he he he. If let's say I remember when Bonnie hurt his wrist a couple years ago, we needed to have his wrist worked on. Oh, so he's an ambulance chaser, pretty much. Oh, if you right want to on. call it that. He you he he's just not going to work on you if you like. For instance, Dean Wilson hurt his back this weekend. 
and was hurting. And he came over and asked G if he could work on him. And he said, hey, I'm here. Ivan pays me. You have to ask Ivan. Okay? Yeah. So Dean said, hey, Ivan. Do you, and Ivan's like, dude, no problem. But if you were to go to Navarro, he wouldn't say, hey, you have to ask, uh, you know, Barsha. You know what I mean? Because Barsha's... He he's I don't think he's on a flat rate. I think he's there to help Barsha. Yeah. But he'll oh, go so work he's not on, his guy or whatever. No, I think right. he'll work on ten other guys. Well, then maybe he's not getting paid by Barsha, and I'm mistaken. I I, I think you are. I I don't know one hundred percent, but I don't think right. he is one hundred percent. I think he works on Barsha, but I think it's more than that. What's gonna be funny is when 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 Navarro goes to work on Dean Wilson in a year and a half because Dean's got forty bucks. Yeah, exactly. He would. And I'm like, oh, I thought you know, I thought, thought you were a Barsha guy. He would, because apparently, you know, I swing from Dean Wilson. Nah, fuck he's whatever. there. He's there to make a living, dude. <laughs> you're on. You're on fucking probation. You are. Oh, he he's there to make a living. He, he's well, fine. That's great. He's no. one of those dudes. Yeah. I'm not, and and I might be wrong, but I think he's one of those guys that sees something where he can make money off of it. Like right. he's like oh, like so oh, many others. I there's mean, so yeah. many young guys in here. I could go work on them. They they're gonna need something. Right. You know what I mean? Just like an agent. I could hit right, like a, right, an right, agent, right? You know, but I can't. And think all those guys in the industry are there to get make money, and there I am, not getting paid by anybody. Well, Andrew Short pays me to maintain a website, so full full disclosure there. But I've criticized Andrew, and I'm open and honest about it. I'm there to just report on the races, and now I'm the guy swinging from people's nuts. How's that figure? How's that work? At least Kenny, you swing from Ivan's nuts, but you come out and tell us all. I don't swing from anybody's. I'm nuts. just kidding. I'm kidding. I'll tell you what, I will never be that I'll never be that ball swinger. People go, Oh, you swing from Hearts Nuts. I swing from Hearts Nuts. The guy I work for the guy. He's my friend. Okay? People say, Oh, I swing from Ivan's Nuts. Ivan's my friend. I was in Ivan's wedding. He's one of my buddies. I'm not I'm cordial and I'm friends with people that are cool to me. Right. You get what What? what? No, your mic's not on. I wanna know if Kenny wore sleeves in Ivan's wedding. I had breakaways. I had a I had a jacket and they had Velcro on them and they pulled them off. Pulk. I'll tell you what, this is I a totally funny story. Believe that. This is a funny story. And Ivan's wedding, I went and got fitted and they gave me the wrong tuxedo jacket when I got there. I went and put it on and it was like two sizes too small. <laughs> so all the pictures, I had to chill like this. I couldn't move my arms. It was great. <laughs> but hey, no, for real. If anybody's in the Orange County area and you need a good chiropractor or a good doctor, you need to get a hold of Doctor G. No shit. He trains you. He'll work you out. He'll get you back to where you need to be. I'm not trying to throw you know the other guy under the bus, but this is a legit guy. Does the other guy do rub and tugs? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't that's think so. Good. I don't think neither one of them do. But I would say you know Ray Gubernick is a guy that's been in the industry a long time. One time Navarro hooked me up with t- hockey tickets. He probably got them for free, and he made me pay for them, which uh, I was okay with. They were cheaper. They were cheap. But he probably got them for free. Probably made money on me. Now that I, think I forgot it. what the nickname was. Well, someone told me what Navarro is like, Baby G or something like. Wanna like, be G? Something, something like that. They have a, they have, they have a nickname for him, and I can't remember it. Does he work for like he used to be like he used to work on Villapoto, didn't he? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think so. He doesn't work on him no more. No. I don't see him over there. No. Okay, no. there's a reason. Yeah. His know. number one guy that he works on is Barsha, right? I, I don't even know. I don't know, but. Navarro, you and I are going to have words next time I see you. I'm Navarro, not you guys those. should fight. That'd be awesome. Hey, what are we doing tire change contest this week? You guys, give me a heads up. Tits. Thanks, for, thanks for listening, everybody. Tits, what's yeah, your next schedule? Next week, I'm on vacation. Tits is 
Busy. All, all, always Thursdays. Thursdays or Friday. You're not going this weekend, so we can do it. Uh, well, he's going actually, Friday. He leaves Friday for the race. You can do it Thursday. We are going to do it Thursday. All right, let's on Thursday. Are we videotaping it? I can video it, yeah. Yeah. Hey, doesn't Navarro, he work on Grant, right? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. I'm Navarro, over. I don't I'm have over. a beef. I don't have a I, he, Navarro could talk shit on me on Twitter all he wants because I could give a rat's ass. I would not let the guy get upset because I would just go call him a bitch. Yeah, I'm not upset. Dude, I'm good. Dude, you're not upset. You're pissed. No. Nah. No, nah, dude, I'm You're going to lose sleep over it. No, I'm not. You can't even dude, eat a piece of pizza dude, now. You got flustered enough that you couldn't even speak. Yeah, you tits? seen him. You seen him, tits. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I retract that statement. I am on probation. All right. Hey, everyone. Uh, take care. Michael Stevens. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, bud. We'll talk to you later. I'm out. We're out. See ya. Go hang yourself. Everyone. That was listening. amazing. You guys changed people's lives tonight. I know. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. But like a miniature Buddha covered in hair.